Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you up at night, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing on an emotional level, on a physical level, you know, making lists, checking them twice, you know, go, you, changing routine, you know, this, the, tis the season, you know, routines are changing, seasons are changing, you know, maybe people are making, whatever it is, it could be anything, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Did I say I'm going to create a safe place? Yeah, where you can take your mind off of stuff. Uh, I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones, pauses and meanders, and turn, you know, I'm going to turn this story. I'm going to, you know, me- pointless meanders. I guess that's a thing I do. I'm going to use some thingamabobs and some whatsums. I forget what song thingamabobs. I think that's from that, uh, but I don't want to get any songs stuck in anybody's heads. But, uh, yeah, here's what it is. I'm your, I'm your boyfriend, and the reason I do this podcast, I try to say it every few, few, every few episodes, is because I've been there in the deep, dark night. I've been there lying there, sleepless, uh, best-case scenario, staring at the ceiling, but most of the time... Tossing and turning, debating, get out of bed, stay in bed, why can't it listen, you know. And I don't want to put any thoughts on anybody's head, but you, if, if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. And for me, one of the things that really helped was listening to the radio. It took my mind off of stuff. Or, you know, even now, sometimes I'll tell my, you know, I'll, I'll do some pre-dreaming, like day, day, daydreaming in bed, you know. Uh, but I came up with this podcast because I was curious. Jesus, do do other people want that? Because I always was like, man, it'd be nice to have somebody just sit there and say, hey, let me tell you a story. Let me take your mind off stuff. That's kind of what the Dr. Demento radio show and Weird Al and all the other comedians on that show, musical comedians, did for me. I mean, they didn't know me, uh, but they said, Jesus, let me just sit here in your bed and we'll do some silly songs and some funny stuff. And I was always curious, geez, why, doesn't, why can't we do more of that? Or why isn't that out there? And I said, well, let me see if this will work. Let me see if anybody else would want somebody to sit there at the foot of their bed. In this case, you know, somewhat imaginary, which is kind of better because, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to deal with me. So that's kind of the idea of the podcast. I'm going to come in, I'm going to sit at the foot of your bed here. And I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm your boyfriend. Now, the thing is, you know, I'm a rambler. And most of this podcast is just kind of me being, you know, a little bit nicer version of myself, I guess, the best intention version of myself. Because they tend to just ramble. I say, well, it's just, uh, what about that? Uh, I try to think of just suddenly, of course, my mind, what is that? Why, why do my mind, my, why do mind, minds go blank as soon as you get, you know, you say, well, what, what, what am I thinking of? And then your brain's like, nothing. And they say, oh boy, was well, it right at the right moment? You're funny. You're hilarious. They say, 
I think I have like a one of those comedy old comedy do like Laurel and Hardy brain, or who's a modern guy? I don't know. But anyway, I wanted to try to help you fall asleep or keep you company if you can't fall asleep. And that's kind of the the summary of the podcast, the shortest version of the podcast I think I've ever summarized. Uh, which some you know say, well, if an efficiency expert could have summarized it uh, four or five minutes ago. I say, well, you're right, correct. Uh, but this podcast isn't about being efficient or being direct or even being effective. One, one thing I've got down is ineffectiveness. But I say, Jesus, there's no pressure on you to fall asleep. There's no pressure on you to, to listen, though, either, to remember or to feel like you owe me anything. And say, Jesus, if I needed your help, I asked for it at the beginning of the show. And whatever, you'll do it or not. But, but after this, it's like you just kick back and listen. There's no pressure for you. Uh, to do anything or to remember anything, or to say, say well, so will, will I let scoots down? And they say, no, no, like, uh, like, uh, this, that's my job here. This, this is, you say, some people, like I've talked about, it's like, well, I guess finally my ineffectiveness is effective. It's paradoxical. You say, actually, that's not paradoxical. That's, and I say, okay, thank you, thank you. I mean, I know there's multiple paradoxes at work with this podcast, uh, but if you know, clearly, if there were, I got some sort of part of my brain right now that's like a paradox critic. It's like you're not using paradox. I say, okay. I say, well, it's just that was my moment in the sun. You just stole it away from me. So I don't know if that happens to you at bedtime. You get critical. You say, well, you really blew it at the big meeting today when you used paradox and box in the same sentence. You say, we got ourselves a, bag, a, few, a few boxes of paradox. That was totally incorrect. And, and you say, well, gee, I'm just trying to go to bed. You know, I thought that was funny. It came in my head. And, and you, you've been, lately, you've been on my case for being too quiet at meetings. And they said, paradox in a box. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was good. And you say, no, it wasn't good. I say, okay, okay, well, I'm just going to go to bed now. Well, no, no, you can't go to bed because you got to think about that for more. Also remember, and I, I honestly found, especially over the last couple of weeks, I've had a couple of things happen where my brain was convinced or those parts of me were convinced that this is the this is the truth. These are the facts. And it was not good news. It said, these are the facts about you. Or these are the facts about how you're handling this or this, and it's not going well. And it, that part of you says, you know, I'm just trying to be helpful and give you the, I'm just trying to tell you the truth. It just went bad. What can I tell you, you know? And even though part of me was like, are you sure you have all the information? Because I don't know if this is an accurate version of what really. And they say, well, you know, what can you do? You're just, you're just, you're just ineffective. Let's just use that because that's a soft word right now. You say, well, I'm not sure you're correct. I you don't know. Well, see, and then part of me, and, and I don't know if anybody can relate to this, and, and it's, it's a, I don't know if sad's the right word. It, it, I think this is just part of being human. Part of me buys into it. I say, well, maybe you're right. Uh, and then I say, yeah, like I said, I wish it wasn't true, but but it is. And I say, I'm sorry. You say, well, I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I believe you, but part of me does. And now... And then you start to feel like the, that's the thing at bedtime and during the day. But at bedtime, it, it feels like those parts you can really hook you and, and get your attention. And then it's like, uh, 
And it just starts this this circle, you know, where you're running around like a hamster on a wheel. When you really just be like, you know, could could you could you instead maybe just pat me on the back and, and tell me a bedtime story? They say, well, no, no, I'm just I'm just here. My only function in in your uh, is to shame you about misusing paradox. I think your internal back patter is uh, hasn't been hasn't evolved yet. And so I guess I kind of evolved it for you. I say, I'll be here, you know, for it virtually. You don't even have to worry about the back padding. I wish I could do that if that was what you could use. Or like, you know, a gentle rub. I mean, I guess my voice, uh, I hope my creaky dulcets can do that for you. Or maybe just pat the side of your bed or pat your head. And that can be a little demeaning, though. Or, you know, pat your shoulder, because you deserve it. If you're tired and, and you've been through it, or you've had a long day, or you've had a change in your routine, uh, I'm sorry. And, and uh, you know, uh, as I've slowly been taught by the listeners of this podcast, kind of what the meaning of compassion and empathy, and empathy, uh, uh, empathy and empathy, I, I I I have that for you. I think I, I've, I've developed those kind of feelings, and so it's really my my pleasure if this podcast can help you fall asleep, if it can help you take your mind off of that. Usually, it's a little more silly these intros, but believe me, it'll get silly within a few seconds. So so tonight's episode, what we're gonna do is uh, it's a three parter based on uh, Metastas News and Breaking Bad. Metastas News is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And it's kind of a shot for shot remake. So what I do every week is I watch that show. It's in Spanish. I watch it without the subtitles. Then I watch the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. Then I watch Metastas News again uh, with the Spanish subtitles uh, on. And the first two times I watch it, I just take a ton of notes. And then the third time I watch it, I just take, write down Spanish words. So our first segment here, I'll make up a story kind of based on the Spanish words I wrote down and what they mean. And it, originally I was like, oh, would I learn any Spanish? Turns out, anyway, but it is like a good, it gives me a random way to make up a strange story, bedtime story that's kind of detached from reality. And it's not to make fun of Spanish or anything like that. My pronunciation is not good. Then I'll have another segment where I talk about what happened on Metastas News and then a Breaking Bad version, like a episode recap. All those will be sanitized, you know, for bedtime. And they'll include my own, you know, well, what's up with those collars? You know, why? Uh... So I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm glad you're here. And, uh, you know, I make this podcast either to put you to sleep, uh, create an environment where you feel safe, safe place. I send my voice here across the deep, dark night to keep you company. But you don't have to pay attention. So you, you can kind of listen and then drift off. But for some reason, you can't sleep. I'll be here. I'll, I'll be trying to, you know, keep it light, lighthearted and goofy and, you know, somewhat engaging. So if you're stuck in, in kid and fall asleep like I couldn't back when I was listening to Dr. Demento, you say, well, geez, this isn't half bad. You know, this is kind of like a, it's kind of like a sanity bath. Like you say, well, you know, but you say, I don't know why I said that, but, but, but like you're, uh, 
Like, you're the one, here's the one, I, you're saying, well, Scoots is a, he's bathed himself of his sanity. Say, well, whatever that means, you got me. So I'm glad you're here. If you're skeptical or this is your first few times to, to, to test out the podcast, I realize the show's not for everybody, but I hope it helps you out. You know, with the, like give it a few tries and see if it works or see if it uh, you can relate to it. If it doesn't work, you know, I hope you can find something else to help you out. You can always email me and maybe uh, think of something with you. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate your time, and I really hope I, I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? All right, hey, you both like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. You know, brush your teeth, floss, uh, all that other stuff. You could press play and then do that, but the water, you know, it might not, I guess it doesn't matter if you hear me, I mean, you just hear me through the water. Uh, but get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'll be there. And what, what I'm going to try to do, I guess I messed up. Get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. That's what I'm supposed to say. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking stuff, feeling stuff, physical stuff. External annoying neighbor stuff, not annoying, you know, happy neighbors, which is just as annoying. You know, stupid mechanical stuff. You know, we can we can use that word with mechanical stuff because they just the mechanical part doesn't have feelings. So you say, says the clock, and then the clock will get me back. I'll just keep tick 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 ticking right along. But what I'm going to do is, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones. Probably won't have much of a point, and I won't know how, where I'm going and or how I'm going to get there. And then when I get there, I'll just shrug my shoulder. I guess I guess we're here. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that, but, uh, you know, like meandering, I guess that's what I say. Twisted, not twists and turns, but, you know, slow bends. And what, what, I'm totally blanking. Like, it's a total blanking. That could be something that could, usually I just, I'll just pause, though, if I'm totally blank. Uh, but a lot of times I'll just pause anyway. But what I'm going to do is, as I think I said, the, the, the safe places to take your mind off stuff. So I'm going to talk here. Uh, first, I'm going to do this intro. I'm going to attempt to salvage this and make it like a mis, misappropriate. I may, I may misappropriate some metaphors here. And of course, misuse them. But uh, with podcasts, the whole idea of the podcast is if if whatever it is that's keeping you up, uh, I'm preferable to that. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a uh, uh, oh boy, it's a big dreams. I'd rather be preferable than all the stuff keeping you up at night. But really, it is when you think about it, because it's a well, geez, that's kind of like, I guess I'm like in the arena of like a stepping stool, an umbrella, uh, definitely a doormat. Holy, do I mean, you, you, you try living life without a doormat. Good luck with that. You get, you better have two mops and freaking one of those real mop buckets. 
And some people would say, you know, doormats, unappreciated. And you say, is this the metaphor part, Scoots? And I say, not that kind of metaphor. No, 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 it's not about my emotional self-worth, believe me. Wait a second, hold on. I need a pause here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, uh, now I pause too much. But I was going to say, you know, uh, the, 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 what is the, is it the glitterati, the chattering class, as Craig, Craig Mason likes to say, and script notes, script notes, one of my favorite podcasts, hopefully John's doing well in France, but, uh, France, but like the chattering class might say, oh, doormats are unappreciated or doormats feel unappreciated. I'd say probably not because they're like, they think a doormat would just be like, I'm doing a damn good job here. Because uh, the doormat, especially if you have a position, to, you know, outside your door, especially one of those brushy ones, they're always working. When you really kind of like they're they're not that much different than a dog. If you'll hear me out, or me on this podcast, and, and this is a positive. Don't don't. There's so many negative doormat metaphors. These door to, to quote Mikey or whoever said it. You know, I'm I'm taking these doormat. I'm taking. I guess that doesn't work. Just to to quote, uh, you know, they took it from the Beatles. We're taking it back, or whatever they say. The doormat, doormat respect. I'm gonna deem de doormat the doormats be by doormatting them. So okay, if you're new here, well, boy, we're in it now. But like, stick with me. Like, doormat is its job to wipe off your feet, right? Is is there any other? And if you walk over the doormat, it's wiping your feet off. Now, it's not at its most efficient. And I'm sure the doormat says, well, if that's all you're going to do, you know, you're still going to track a bunch of crap in your house. But then if you wipe your feet on the doormat, it's it's effective. To, it's even more effective. And if you really, if you do a double, you could have a double doormat. You know, maybe you live in, uh, or in my case, I have another mat that was like another emotional thing. I said, you know what's gonna, you know what's gonna pick up my self-esteem? Get a mat for a, you know, I haven't mopped my floor because I don't have the the rigor, emotional rigor for that. But if I get a little another mat in front of the door, you know that'll 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 fix everything. You know, holy cow, my problems are gonna go away instantly. But if you think about it, the doormat's down there, it's like, well, don't worry, because I got, I got this end handled down here. You, all you got to do is wipe your feet, and, and, you know, I can work double time. Uh, but, but, you know, for all the misused things, the doormat's just down there doing its job. And, and I think because of the, the doormat design, there's a nice alliteration, you know, doormat designer. Yeah, my name's Claude. No, I just want to say Claude Doormat. Yeah, I'm the man who rescued the uh, doormat metaphor, doormat metaphor designer. No, that doesn't work. But I guess a, a, an umbrella is not that different. Like an umbrella just lies around till you need, till you forget it or you bend it, of course. Or how many amends do I have to make of lost to other people's umbrellas that I've lost? But uh. You know, then you open it, you keep the rain out, and then you close it up. And I'm sure, yeah, we could we could do a, a Disney esque movie about these things and how. But but you see, maybe they're they're just they're serving their purpose. Man, well, that's what makes them happy. You know, hopefully they go into some hibernation, or like the doormat just lies there like a dog with its chin on the concrete. In my case, just saying, hmm, when when when's he going to come home and wipe his feet? Him, he can't wait. 
And then I go inside and says, I wonder if he's going to come out and wipe his feet on me again. Can't wait for that. Is he, is he coming out? Is he coming? Oh, no. Oh, he is coming back out. He's, oh, he did wipe his feet. Oh, is he going back in? I wonder if he's going to come out and wipe his feet on me again. Can't wait for that. And then after like four or five seconds, the doormat says, it just sits there and goes back into dorm, dormation or doormat aid. Oh, it goes dormant. Holy ease of Whoa, thank you, uh, Story Swamp, for providing that one. And it's also another book I could write, The Dormant Doormat, uh, Gingerbread Press, uh, 22. I think that one, let's go with the idea release on that. 2013, that already went by. 2023 seems a little bit, because it seems like a thin tome, The Dormant Doormat. That's a hard one to say, but it's, I mean, it seems like it writes itself. I mean, so I guess what I'm saying is just because this back, just because you don't have to listen to me, just because you don't have, you don't, and by the way, if you're new, you don't have to listen to me. You just kind of listen. You don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to be impressed, you know, clearly. Uh, you're under no obligation. You could you could smile or guffaw, you know, not guffaw, but whatever I was trying to figure out the right word for that. We say, <laughs> like that. Like, but not in a degrading way. I just said it in a degrading way. We say, because I don't have the ability to, but, but you know what I mean. In, uh, you don't have to fall asleep either. Like, I'll be here for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Tonight we're going to talk about uh, Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So what I'll do up here first, I'll do some housekeeping. Then I'll uh, I'll talk about, like, what I do is I watch Metastasus once uh, with no subtitles, just in Spanish. I don't speak any Spanish, or barely. And it's a shot, for, shot remake of Breaking Bad. So then I watch Breaking Bad. Then I rewatch Metastas News with the subtitles on, the Spanish ones. I write down Spanish words. Then I look them up, or Google looks them up for me. If, 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 if and then I make a story about that. That's the first thing. Don't worry, I'm not making fun of Spanish. Only fool hears me. Uh, then I'll run through the episode of Metastas News and I'll say, "Huh, well, that was interesting." You know, plaid shirt with uh, striped pants. I think I did that in grammar school every day. It was plaid pants and a striped shirt. In my case, elastic waistband. So I'll do something like that, but I'll also talk about the plot obliquely. Then I'll go through the Breaking Bad episode. Believe me, it'll be uh, it'll be like a freaking Sunday school version of it. I mean, well, not really, but it won't have any of the real stuff from Breaking Bad. I mean, it'll be the real recap of the episode, but vanilla. You say, don't bring me to a Sunday school. If you ever want to be welcome back there again, they say, wait, you're the... Or you know what would happen is they'd be like, oh, you, you brought cookies. They'd be like, yes, I did. And then they, then I just did, a few minutes would go by. So I told that story about my, how my grandmother, like when it sinks in, that's when they get extra angry. When they realize, oh, wait, you're a nice young man. And then they say, oh, wait a second. After eight minutes, I listened to your, you know. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about you. You're putting you to sleep with my rambles. So the whole idea, and let me ask you a question, did I take your mind off of stuff while you were listening? And I can understand I drive some people nuts. Podcast doesn't work for everybody. But hey, were you thinking about all that stuff that was keeping you awake? Uh, that's my job here. So just, just uh, 
I mean, I put a lot of effort into this show. It's, it, the whole idea of the show is that it sounds effortless. Uh, like I'm just sitting there telling you a story and rambling on, and, and that's, uh, I guess I don't know why I just told you that it was a bunch of work, but uh, I guess I want you to know that just because it's how seriously I take it. Because the main reason I make this show is that I've been there, lying there, and it sucks. And this is the best thing I can do to help you. And and it's an honest thing because it's like I barely know what the hell I'm doing. But I've been doing it for 400-something episodes. It seems to work for some people. doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. And I appreciate you trying it out if you're new. It it takes some skepticism to say, what the heck? And then you say, was he talking? Does he write books about doormats? Is that his market? I say, maybe, maybe that's how I'm going to make money. Dormant, dormant, dormant fiction. And you say, oh, well, that sounds a little passe nowadays. No, 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 it's not that kind of door. It's about dormants. Like a children's book? No, but that could be, that could be a secondary market for me. It's called the dormant doormat. It's about a doormat that goes dormant. Hello. So anyway, anyway, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Thanks for stopping by. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, you pulling like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place. Where you can set aside whatever is keeping you up, whether it's a thinking, feeling, uh, physical sensations, emotional turbulence, outside noises, changes, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. So the safe place is that, Jesus, whatever, you know, you could just leave it at, uh, leave it wherever, throw it wherever you want. It's a safe place, just throw it where you want it. It's imaginary anyway, uh. I guess like you could you could hang you know see would you want to drop your burdens or would you want to hang your burdens toss your burdens you know burden me you know you could I'm a beast of burden a beast of boring burden so you could throw it on me uh, roll roll your burdens toss you know did I say toss uh, eject we could, we'll have a special eject thing uh, trebuchet you know you could trebuchet your burdens into uh, a sw- the story swamp. You could also catapult them, launch them. We'll have a launcher. Whatever it is, I'm, like, I'm going to try to take your mind off of what's giving you up. And uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. Uh, so, some say, some say creaky dulcet tones. Some say extremely annoying tones. Uh, but, you know, see, these are nice enough, right? Because uh, you don't really have to listen to me too closely. Because uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to distract you, take your mind off what's keeping you awake. But uh, I'm going to go on some, you know, bends and turns. I'm going to go slow. Pause. You know, real hmm. What, is it? what was I going to say next? No idea. So... What am I going to say now? I'm not sure yet. Uh, with the uh, structure of this episode tonight, it's a metastasis news episode. So what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, I'll talk, do this intro for a while.
then what I do every week is I watch uh, Metastas News, which is the Colombian remake of Breaking Bad. I watch that once. It's in Spanish. I don't have the subtitles. I don't speak Spanish, but I take a ton of notes. Then I watch the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. I take a ton of notes. Then I rewatch the, meta- the Colombian version with Spanish subtitles. I write down some Spanish words. So the first segment, I'll make up a little story based on the Spanish words I tried to learn. If you're a stickler for pronunciation in English or Spanish, you'd say, geez, what's wrong with this guy? And they say, well, just being myself. So and I told, like, uh, some of it's, uh, some of it's in progress of, uh, just being my, just being myself. Believe me, I got like five or 600 people in my brain that say that to me. What's wrong with you? I say, what do you mean? Like, I was just going to go to bed. Then they say, well, yeah, that's uh, that's my question. You know, so uh, so don't worry about those kind of questions. I, I can take them. And if you do have that feeling like, oh, what's wrong with this guy? Don't worry about it. Just being myself. Just doing the best job I can. I, uh, like, this is what I'm good at, it turns out. But, but what, so I'm going to make a Spanish story based on the Spanish words I learned. Then I'll talk about the Metastas News episode. Then I'll talk about a sanitized version of Breaking Bad. It'd be, it'd be about an hour, hour and 15 minutes here. You don't need to, like, you can just kick back and kind of let me uh, bounce off your old eardrums. Uh, you don't really need to pay attention. or rem- if, if I need you to remember something I asked you at the beginning of the show, that way you say, okay, I don't do, you, you know, you don't need to remember, you're off the hook now. And, uh, like, but, but let's say you can't sleep or let's say you're having a tough time. I'll be here the whole time. So I'll be here till the end, giving it my all. So some people do listen to that because, because they, they have really tough insomnia. Or, you know, it's just that one night when you can't fall asleep or you can't figure it out. But, but that's why I do the show because I've been there every Sunday night before grammar school. I don't think I stood a chance to, like, I would fall asleep, like, once it became, like, I think they call that pseudo-insomnia, where you're like, was I up the whole night or did I pass out at some point? Uh, but, you know, the, most of the time, like, Sunday nights I couldn't sleep, so I listened to a radio show called Dr. Demento and Weird Al. they play, like, songs and jokes and stuff like that. And he just like listening to it because I felt like something I was, it was nine o'clock at night. I wasn't supposed to be doing anything except sleeping. So it kind of felt a little bit like, you know, whatever. I wasn't supposed to be doing it and it was funny and it distracted me and, and, and I didn't really fall asleep, but, uh, it gave me something else to think about. And that's what I hope I can do for you in some way. And we use the term bore friend around here uh, because it's like, I mean, I guess this podcast in some sense really is uh, a digital service is, is what I'm going for. It's just like I'm going to be there, uh, like sitting at the foot of your bed or, or, you know, in a chair on the other side of the room. You know, you could picture me however you want. I could be dressed like, a uh, what's his name? Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens. I could be d- dapper. In one of those suits uh, and stuff like that. I don't know, like, I don't know if I could put, like, digitally I can pull that off. No problem. 
you know, actually, I don't think I can, like, but, you know, I'll be there. Like, the, the other day I had to do a interview, right? And I know maybe the person that I did the interview with is listening. But it was, like, with some software, and I was trying to figure out how the software, and I was supposed to be on the call at a certain time, and I wanted to be on time. But I'll be honest with you, I just do like I still I don't like wearing a shirt when I'm at my house. In general, I don't like wearing a shirt. And so I called this gentleman up and because I thought I said it, I figured it would be like a setting screen or login screen. And boom, pops up on my laptop uh, camera there. This is this is this guy. Uh, great guy. I don't want to say his name because I want And there I am. No shirt on. And I said, what is this? I said, oh, boy. Hey. I, try, I tried to play it off, but there was no playing it off. I said, oh, excuse me. I said, uh, so uh, it probably won't be it, but you could picture me in a Mark Twain suit because uh, th- that's a good thing about digital. Like, I got a shirt on, uh, and actually I have a shirt on when I'm recording. Uh, just because cause, uh, I don't know why I do that. Because it gets a little cold in this uh, this back of this tiny closet that I record in uh, sometimes. But uh, so, yeah, it's a digital service in some sense. Like I'm there telling you a story, but you're, you're not obligated. That's the thing. If someone else came and told you a story, either you'd feel like, well, are they going to be looking at me? Or when are, are they just going to leave when they're done with the story? But I, I don't want them to leave till I'm asleep. I also don't want them to see, you know, that all my clothes are on the couch. Or what if they don't pick up it, you know, you know but, but, but for me, there's no obligation. I'm not really there. And, you know, a lot of times if you have somebody, you know, like let's say you're in a new, let's say you're in the new, newer part of a relationship and not the newest part. Uh, but you're still in that phase and they say, that, well, you, you tell me a story tonight and you feel obligated. I'll tell you a story tomorrow. For me, you don't got it. You don't got it. If, if I need you to do something, I ask you at the top of the show and you can either do it or not. But now you don't know me enough. And you say, well, I don't got to tell Scoots a story. I don't got to say goodnight to, to, to Scoots, any of that stuff. Uh, so. And you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I think that's one of the things that some people like, like I'll be here the whole time and I'll be doing my best the whole time uh, to be somewhat entertaining or mildly amusing, uh, uh, you know, like uh, you should, uh, mild, yeah, mild is the term. Uh, that's that's the, that's the uh, hitting the nail on the head. Limited vocabulary. I've had, I've had a few words. I know a few. Uh, but that's it. Like, uh, if you're new here, like sometimes these intros are a little bit silly or silly. Some, this one's pretty straightforward. I don't know. I, I get it, another distracting thing. For some reason, I can't, I'm picturing like, I don't know. Sometimes I get distracted in the podcast. It's not good for the podcast. I'm like picturing going for a walk somewhere and my mind won't shut up about it. I say, well, listen, I'm trying to do, and my brain's like, was that on the beach somewhere? Were we going to get something to eat? And I'm like, yo, yo, I'm trying to do a podcast intro. I don't know why you keep showing me these pictures. Would you think that was in Northern California or Southern California? And I say, do you know I'm in the middle of a podcast? This is what's been happening for the last four minutes. You know I'm in the middle of a podcast intro? 
And he said, who were we with uh, when we were there? What, did we, I can picture, can you picture that? And I say, you, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Can you, can, can you excuse me? And that kind of happens to me at bedtime too. You say, what are you talking about restaurant? I'm trying to go to bed. They say, well, no, I was talking about the restaurant, you you know, and they say, oh, great, another embarrassing, shameful moment. Uh, So anyway, I I try to intervene on your behalf. Digital service, you could call it that, your boyfriend. I come by, and I'll ramble here. I'll ramble for, you know, till... uh, Till till ideally you're you're off in dreamland, and and you could set the sleep timer for uh, forty five minutes or an hour when you start these. Uh, if you're new here, uh, yes, yeah, the podcast a little bit different, uh, but I you know I, I hope it works for it doesn't work for everybody. I get on some people's nerves, but give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, totally sensible. It's like wait, this grown person's going to tell me a bedtime story, and see in, in a way I will. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what we do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, while you're listening on a podcast, touching your fingers, which I'm doing now. Uh, so listing, finger touching in a list of format, uh, physical sensations, outside noises, changes in routine. Uh, big, big stuff or just something that happened at lunch today, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's, it's real. It's affecting your sleep. And, and, and so the safe place is that uh, you can set that aside. I'm going to try to distract you from that. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Or in the case of uh, shift workers or, you know, third shift and night shift workers, you know, across the deep, dark day. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones, prose overload, which is now not patented or trademarked, but should be. You know, word smushing, word mushing, word, word, you know, overlapping words. I think that's what we decided word smushing was called. Over, you see, is he, is he, does he do story slams? And they say he doesn't, yeah, that's what he calls them, story slam. You know, we do some story slams here. But, you know, like slam's probably the worst possible word to use in a sleep podcast. So we call them story slams. Story slobs. Uh, Yeah, he doesn't do story slams. Those are actually called poetry slams, by the way, Scooter. Why the heck don't they have story slams? You know, I'm going to drop in in this cafe. I'm going to slam story down. And then I'm going to, you know, like, isn't that good? Okay, you don't get how poetry slam works, do you? Well, if you can slam a st- poetry, why can't you slam a story? Actually, you couldn't even say slam a poetry, so there you go. Okay, anyway, I'm going to get back to my story slobbing. A bit like drool, you know, a bit like a story drool. I, yeah, but I, I don't actually do much drooling in my, well, in the night, sometimes I guess I do. 
I'm not much of a drooler, though, just just in case. But, but you know, like uh, metaphysical drooling, I do a lot of that for sure. And probably, you know, if you know, if my mouth's full of too many words, there's some drool, you know, stumbling out of my mouth, uh, letters and stuff mostly. So that's when, you, if you do 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 any recaps of this podcast, and you say, "Is he stuttering? Is he mumbling?" And I say, "No, no, no, it's a word word slobber. I've got, you know, I need a bib. I need a word bib." And you say, okay, so you may, so let's sit down. I say, thanks, Charlie. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so you started a podcast to put people to sleep because you thought adults needed bedtime stories. Check, check. I thought adults could use a bedtime story, you know, a little story to help them fall asleep. Now tell us about what you're wearing. Well, this is a word bib, Charlie. Thanks for asking because this is actually what I'm here to talk about, not my podcast. Uh, I'm here to talk about word bibs for adults. I'm sorry, did you, you did you say word bib? Well, I started to say word bib, Charlie, but a little bit came out of my mouth and ran down my bib. And later, you know, because I've seen the future, by the way, Charlie, during the great letter shortage that's coming, uh, caused by the culling of the mowers. Uh, did you say culling of the mowers? Well, I tried to say culling of the mowers. You're right, Charlie. Charlie, I think you need a word bib. You see, well, I just think it's a little bit degree word bib, but just doesn't. And I say, well, one, don't worry, Charlie. The, the doubters will be the ones without enough letters to do anything. And he said, okay, tell me more about this calling of the mowers. I said, no, no, Charlie, I'm here to talk about word bibs. But just say it with me, word bib. Doesn't that make you want to buy one? Okay, Scooter. I thought we were, we booked you to talk about Sleep With Me podcast. No, 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 no. That's not going to do me any good. The word bibs, the actual marketable product, Charlie. Word bibs, uh, one for fifteen ninety nine, two for twenty. Get a word bib for yourself and someone you love. Word bibs. Uh, do you have a website set up for these? No, I don't. Not yet, Charlie. It's a, it's. A, th- do you think I should do a Kickstarter for word bibs? Okay, could you tell us, what does a word bib do? And then we, can we move on from the word bibs? Well, Charlie, word bib catches letters, sometimes words. It's actually, you're right, Charlie, you got me. It's deceptive. It's really a letter bib for the most part. Sentence rag, it catches sen- sentence fragments, but you got to clean it out. And it, believe it or not, excuse me, Charlie, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. So, so, so awkward. Could you, could you wear this word bib for a little while? Did you say word bib? No, I said word bib. And then some got into my, even parts of words, you parts of letters. You say, was that half, is that half a B in there? And I know you're having trouble. Remember when you used to have that alphabet serial, Charlie? What was it called? I'm not sure what you're talking about. I think it was like frosted letters, but that's not what it was called. It was like uh, letters, and sometimes there'd be those great marshmallows in there, it, like Lucky Charms. That there's other stuff in there, but this just had the letters with frost. I think they were coasted and coasted, <laughs> covered in fr- Excuse me, Charlie. I got to get back to this intro. Now I'm talking about kids cereal, and I'm just here to sell some word bibs. But I'll be back. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry, especially if you're new here. Whoa, boy. He just fell right into the, like, so, but that, that's just something that happens. This podcast, words, 
you know, they get, they, they get re, it's their bedtime words. You know, you got your daytime sentences, you get power verbs. I think that's the thing. Soft power. You got people that say you get your adjective lovers and your adverbal. They say you can't use any adjective. I don't know which, whichever one they say that's weak sentence. You know, don't use those. And then you got your jar, you know, you got that your freaking the, the patriarchy of gerunds. I think that's related to patriarchy. Now, don't quote me on that. Could be ageism in gerunds. You're probably right. You're right about that. But over on this podcast, when it becomes nighttime, your words, you know, they get a little fumbly. They, ideally, they take on a pillowy. You know, if you're eating words for breakfast like I used to, and I still wish I could. You know, that's one thing, but at bedtime, you don't, you know, you don't want, you don't want to consume your words. You want to, you know, snuggle up with them. You know, the, the, and if you're, you see, you want me to snuggle up with the words that you're drooling out of your mouth. And I'd say, no, 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 I'm like, no, that's for a different, you're, you're, you're mixing your metaphors, believe it or not. And the, you're doing that one part of your brain. Okay, great. So. If you're new here, here's what, here's what, uh, let me see if I can reset. This podcast is meant to take your mind off of stuff uh, and distract you. And again, every once in a while I like to do this, we're, while I was just, uh, I, I bet you could, could picture me in a bib, but, you know, you say, what does Scooter look like? Uh, a grandfather or a, uh, you, you say, okay, never mind, just picture a grown man and a, gra- a grown man, a grown man in his bib, uh, you know, that's all you got to do. You see, and while you were doing that, were you thinking about any of the stuff that was keeping you awake? You know, because that's my distraction power. But the thing is, obviously, you say, okay, I can't, and this is a common reaction, so I'm not pointing anyone out, I'm not pointing you out. You say, is he serious about these word bibs, or is he joking? And a, a seasoned listener would say, he doesn't know. Scooter doesn't know. We, we we don't know. We've been. I listened to four hundred episodes, and I still don't know if he listens to Knox or not. And I would say exactly. I don't know. I'd say this may be viable. This word bib idea, but first I got to get you to sleep. Obviously, I got to. You know, proof is in the pudding. I think there's pudding in my. How about some word pudding? I mean, they got alphabet soup, and then you got great. You got your great puddings. Other than your straight puddings, you have your put, puddings with uh, stuff in them. You got rice pudding, and you have tapioca pudding. Well, why the hell can't we have word pudding, huh? I mean, it's kind of this podcast is like forty percent word pudding. But anyway, it, so the podcast is meant to take you, but you clearly don't take me seriously. I mean, no doubt, you know, no doubt about it. And but you don't need to greet me with any skepticism either, because it's like I'm just here to take your mind off stuff, be a little goofy. Uh, mostly I'm here because I've suffered in the deep dark night. I've lied there and stared at the ceiling, and my thoughts have taken root. And uh, one way that that I got through those times was listening to stuff that would take my mind off of it, it distract me. And so if you'll let me, if if I can earn your trust, and and believe me, I know it'll take a few times if I can do it. Uh, But if I can, I'd be honored to to, to distract you. So so what we'll do here tonight is uh, this is a Sunday night show. So we're going to be talking 
Now, if you don't watch these shows, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do a story uh, based on some Spanish and some English words I tried to use based on the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then we'll do a recap of an episode of a Colombian version of the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. But again, it'll just be like a little story. And you, you say you, you can you can kind of follow it and, and whatever. Then I'll recap the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. But again, in a story, you know, a, a way that's uh, mostly spoiler and sense free. But you're under no obligation to listen. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here at least an hour. And I'll be doing my best to kind of be like light entertainment, like the freaking food you could get on a plane. Now you say, I'm freaking hungry. And they say, well, we have a light snack for a 1099. You say, what is it? It's a tuna fish. You say, why the hell are you serving tuna fish sandwich on a plane? That doesn't make any. Anyway, sorry. I don't know where that came from. I guess they had a great, like a, a gripey part of me just burst out there. But, but so, but it, my job is to counteract all that. Uh, with like light entertainment or light, sna- you know, I'm, I'm not even a light snack, clearly. So that's it. Uh, I guess that's uh, all I have to say. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you coming and trying this and overcoming some skepticism. And I'm going to do my best uh, to, to, to help you fall asleep because that's what I like uh, striving here and to do. All right, let's, let's, let's keep the train moving. All right, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create, uh, I guess, a, like cultivate. I guess that's a better word. I just saw that one. I'm going to cultivate a safe place here. And what I mean by cultivate is, uh, well, we'll talk about the cultivation side, I guess, you know, as I look it up, as I talk here. Uh, but what's the safe place? Safe place is, is a place, uh, you know, a place, a place where place is overused. It's a place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, Physical sensations, like emotional turbulence, emotional, you know, feel emoting. Uh, things, you know, dust motes. That's another thing that's kept me up at night more than once. Uh, sentient dust motes. Uh, people making list lists or people listing things. Uh, tossing and turning, like, uh, you know, thinking. Did I say thinking? I did. Internal noises, external noises, partners snoring, whatever it is. It could be any anything else. It could be, but ideally it's relatable because it's keeping you awake. And you know what? I know that sucks because uh, I've been there. That's why I make this show. And that's why I send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, with the goal of, uh, you know, distracting you or aiding your crossing over into the arms of Morpheus. And it's a, I guess that's the cultivation of safe place. It's like, okay, I might not know exactly what you're dealing with, what's keeping you up at night. Uh, but ideally, I could relate to it. I say, well, geez, like, uh, 
when you can't you can't fall asleep or you can't get a good night's sleep or you go you say man ugh and i can't say i totally understand but i can relate cuz i've been there even this week and uh like i guess that's why like it's my honor that i've been doing the show for a little while now three just about 3 years and the show's kind of changed over the while, but the whole idea of the show was, it, why, why don't we have, why don't grownups get bedtime stories? What a ripoff, I, I used to say uh, before this podcast. And they say, well, why don't you listen to the kids' uh, bedtime stories? And they say, well, show, you know, get somebody over here to tell me one, and I'll listen to them. And then I made some calls, and you know they said, "Well, that's just I'm not, you know, I'm not telling." And I said, "Okay." They said, "Then I said, then I okay, let's be honest." I, and then I uh, masqueraded as a, I think it was a, you know, so many times I masquerade as university researchers. I'm sorry, university researchers, I've given you such a bad name. I don't think it was his anthropology. I think it was. I said, "Yes, this is uh, Dr. Jones calling." Is this the Bedtime Story Institute? And they said, oh, yes, it is. How can we have a happy bedtime to you? I said, well, you know, my research tells us, did a strange man call earlier and ask to have a personal bedtime story? Oh, he did. We told him to call 1-900-BEDTIME-STORY. Oh, did they charge for that? Oh, they do. But, but you know, that that would give him a bedtime story. Okay, but you're an institute, so it must be free, right? Oh, it is for children. Okay, well, you know, I'm doing this research. I'm in the anthropology department over here at Big U. Oh, Big U, what's that? It's the university, you know, the big university here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm working on a th- thesis, uh, grad- yeah, doctoral thesis. Oh, that's excellent. It's about bedtime stories, believe it or not. That's why I'm calling the Bedtime Story Institute. Oh, well, doctor, that is, uh, you're doing bedtime story research. Yes, I, as a matter of fact, I am. I had it, I've looked through, you know, uh, do you mind if I read you the beginning? Since the eons of time, human beings have craved a narrative. Narrative during the day. With an equal amount of narrative at the night. Oh, Doctor, I, I believe I'm, I, I drifted off there. Oh, you know, it, it may, I'm working on a theory that adults could use bedtime stories, too. Oh, well, that'd be, uh, for, for adults, who would, who would read adult, an adult bedtime story? Well, I don't know if you'd read it, you'd tell it, you'd craft it, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd give them a bedtime story. Oh, doctor, uh, that's cutting-edge research you're doing there. I don't know if we, uh, it's uh, interesting. Tell adults bedtime stories. You know, doctor, it'd be nice, but I just don't think it's realistic. Why isn't it realistic? Uh, if I can't get the Bedtime Story Institute to help me with my research, are you refusing my request? Well, doctor, you haven't made a request. Oh, well, I was going to request a bedtime story uh, for research purposes. Well, Doctor, I'm afraid we'd have to say, no, we, we do children's bedtime stories for children here at the Bedtime Story Institute. 
Yeah, but isn't it past children's bedtime right now? Uh, children around the world. Oh, well, how, how do you deliver these bedtime stories to children? Oh, by audio tape. We, we, we do it by audio tape. Okay, well, could you send me an audio tape? Well, Doctor, are you a child? Uh, no, I, I've, got chi- I've got a child living, you know, in my heart, a young child, oh, so young. Uh, doctor, I have to go. I, the idea of it, it'd be nice, but I just don't think you're re- being realistic. Goodbye. So that that's how my uh, attempted research went. To beca- So that's what led to the podcast. You know, this is, so, yeah, it's exactly what happened. And then the next day I said, well, Dr. Jones... Uh, no, I think the not line from me is no love for you, doctor. No bedtime story for you, Doctor Jones. And then I said, uh, "Oh boy, if a fake ant, if a fake anthropologist can't call a fake bed, bed bedtime story institute and get a bedtime story, what hope is there for the rest of the sleepless adults in the world?" And that's when lightning struck. And, you know, my personality divided once again. And I said, huh, well, what if uh, this part of me said, hey, what about me? My name's Scoots. I tell bedtime stories to everybody. And I said, what is that accent? Is that a regional accent? I'm not familiar with that. You live inside me with that accent? No, I could change my accent. I could just do this accent. Okay, so you're telling me you tell bedtime stories to grown-ups and you live inside me. That's so convenient. Yeah, actually... I was pretending to be Dr. Jones. I, I, I figured that would uh, start your heroic quest to tell bedtime stories. Well, my heroic quest ended in failure. They rejected me, and I gave up. Oh, well, I think you should keep going with this and, and do bedtime. And so then, this is, this, this is not how the podcast came to be, but it, you know, it kind of sums it up. With what I, I think that took me eight minutes to say what I, the thing was, I said, why isn't there any bedtime stories for grownups? You have to repurpose, you know, you could repurpose good podcasts or you could listen to audio books or you could listen to Bob Ross or other stuff. And I said, what, what the heck? And, and I said, this is, this is, it's, you know, this is people like bedtime stories. What can I, I so, oh boy. I, I don't know. I think I got too. I drifted too off. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about putting on my uh, tweed jacket and heading out into the night. But if you're new here or you've been here a while or whatever, this this is the deal. I, I, I know what it's like not to be able to sleep. And if I can help you, can't help everybody. But if I can help you out, either to to put you to sleep, uh, distract you as you drift off, put you back to sleep if you wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, keep you asleep. Some people just listen to the podcast all night. Uh, keep you company. That, that's I get to that one. Or, you know, I guess with keeping you company, some people now, you know, listen to podcasts, either distract them during the day or as background. I'm happy to be background noise. I'll tell you, what qualifies me to make a sleep podcast? I'm happy to be background noise. I'm the white fan of podcasts. Is that what they call it? White noise, <laughs> white fan. Holy Freudian slip. Uh, no, but it, like, uh, I'm the white noise of podcasts, and, and uh, it'd be my honor uh, to, uh, to, to, to just be, be the buzzing noise that you barely hear. 
but, but that's my last point is I'll be here the whole time giving it my all. So if you can't sleep or it takes you a little while, hopefully I could, you know, make you, uh, you know, barely smile, get giggle. And then you know, we call it board giggles around, around here. These parts, we call them board giggles, board giggles or board giggles. Uh, I guess that's my point. So, so I make this podcast tonight. We're talking about, uh, Tonight's a metastasis news episode. So up gumming here, well, up gumming, up gumming. It's like my my mouth is gumming. Um, coming up here, we'll do the housekeeping. Then we'll have a Spanish story, which means I'll use the Spanish words from the metastasis news, which is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And I'll make a little story as I try to learn Spanish, not to make fun of Spanish. You know, if there's any fool, it's me. Uh, and also genuinely trying to learn through this method, which has probably been proven, you know, ineffective. But it's great for story meanders. Then I'll talk about the episode of Metastas News. I'll run through that of what I learned and what I could infer. And then we'll talk about the cor- corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. Everything sanitized for bedtime. And, you know, then we'll wrap it up with some thanks and good nights. So I'll be here right around an hour, probably more. You want to set your sleep timer? Go ahead and set it now for 60 minutes. Actually, set it for 40 minutes, 45 minutes now. Uh, but I guess that's it. You know, this podcast, it, uh, you're not under any pressure to listen. You're not under any pressure to fall asleep. Take your time. You know, settle in, pull up the covers, press play. That's what I always say. You know, the other thing I always say is, is I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. I'm glad you took the courage or the risk or overcame the skepticism to give this a shot. You know, because it's just, if I could be in service to you, if this thing I make, uh, and I goof around doing it, but I take it very, very seriously too, I can help you out, be, be beyond an honor for me. So I'm glad you're here. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks for coming by. Hey, you have only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, like uh, like so emotions, uh, physical sensations, uh, you're, you're a soundly sleeping partner. I mean, oh boy. Uh, external noises, changes in your routine, travel, uh, being so tired you can't sleep. That's one recent one. Or waking up because your brain when when you're asleep your brain's still thinking. That's another one. Those two, I, those are those are just compl- complaining. Uh, podcasters complaining about their own sleep problems. Um, subconscious, you know, subconscious desires hijacking your podcast intro. That'll be keeping me up later. Thanks. But whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna send my voice. Uh, across the deep dark night here, I'm going to use uh, creaky dulcet tones. I thought I came up with oh, su- meandering superpowers. I definitely will be using meandering superpowers and superpowered meanders. 
Uh, those two are new. Those are new words for something I've been doing for 500, 400 and something episodes. Now, I don't think actually, let's, let's be honest. You know, I didn't just acquire, I mean, okay, the, the, the base, the base level of meandering superpowers at some point, I guess I was, I did acquire them, you know, by a combination of, uh, well, it's interesting, but, but uh, I honestly don't think the podcast hit, like, uh, it said meandering medi- mediocrity powers, like, well, that's, that's an internal critic. Did you just hear that? Who uses mediocrity? Other than that lovely internal critic that gets right in bed with us, right up close. And that 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 part, for me, it's like, okay, I'm just snuggling, and then my internal critic moves over. I'm going to move over a little closer. Well, why would you say, well, why? I don't think we like each other. Well, yeah, I'm just going to move closer here. He said, well, this is my part of the bed here, critic. Okay, I'm just going to move right in under here. Wait a second. Are you trying to move over to my side of the bed to get me to? Is this a is this a territorial thing? Are you trying? You know I'm going to move away from you because I don't like. Uh, you know, I, you know I have intimacy issues, but it, like in, the internal into intimacy is it? I just you did you said intimacy with too many syllables there. Well, good thing you're snuggled right up against me because you know I'm not comfortable with internal intimacy. I don't even think either one of us is pronouncing it correctly, Critic. It's intimacy. Intimacy or intimacy? Uh, but anyway, excuse me, uh, Critic, in you know, my own bed. Uh, so if you're new here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a long intro. Now, if you need to skip the intro, some people the intro doesn't work for it, and that's fine. I put the uh, story start time there in the show notes. And it's also should be in your podcatcher. So, and it's just written on Reddit. You know, that's a perfectly acceptable use of the podcast. You just uh, skip ahead or you could set your, you know, you you can skip the intro if it's not for you, but, you know, give it a couple tries to find out if it is. Also on Monday and Wednesday right now, we have Sleep to Strange that comes out. Those are shows with no intros. That's a separate podcast feed in iTunes or your podcatcher. You know, but this is the best way to get to know me because obviously you got to trust. You know, if you're going to listen to this podcast, I have to earn your trust. And I know how precious that is. Uh, and believe it or not, I'm the one person that earns trust by, uh, I guess, by me. You say there's the mediocrity. My critics just sat right up in bed. They said, did you talk about earning people's trust? Because I got criticized first before you earn any trust. And I say, no, 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 Critic, you're not familiar with the, the paradoxical dynamics of making a sleep podcast. And this, so that just confused my Critic. It'll be like about, I got about four or five minutes here where I could talk directly to you. The lovely person put me in their ears or put me close to their ears. I appreciate it. But yeah, that's, the, what did I say? The paradoxical, I made that up, but it's true, uh, I'm going to win your trust by, by like, letting it, uh, or at least letting your attention in, like, uh, all, I guess my vocabulary so, uh, <laughs> that wasn't even meant as a joke. You believe that? I don't know. Let's just be honest. My brain's gummed up. Sometimes it's working really fast, and then you say, then it just starts, you know, doing that thing where you say, okay. It's not doing anything right now. I say, well, it's running. It's just not running efficiently. 
but my inefficiencies and my distractions and my like uh, a goof goof goofability. You see, is he, is he, does Scooter have an affability? No, he doesn't know what that means. But he has a goofability. He is. Did did, did 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 I tell you I have meandering superpowers now? Right around episode two eighty, I'd say that's when those kicked in. I'd say right around the birdbath episode, which was even later. That was in the late three hundreds. That's when I said, "Ooh, I got superpowers from meanders now." But, but I want to win your trust by losing your attention. I guess that's it. That's that sounds like a poly- I want to win your trust by losing your attention. Like that. That's my you know my platform here. So here's what I'm gonna do. The intro intro is gonna you know I'm gonna try to eat up like four or five minutes explaining what the podcast is, making you feel comfortable and welcome, because I'm glad you're here. And I know if you've been struggling to fall asleep or to get back to sleep, or you're going through a tough time, the reason I make this podcast is because I've been there. I know how it feels to be there, lying there. Uh, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but, 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 you know, cause I know how it feels and it sucks. And it can also hurt the next day when you tell people and then they don't get it. You say, yeah, you say, this is, don't do this either, but we say we get to work and they say, man, you look awful. And you say, well, now just, now you just managed to make me feel worse. Thank you. But well, why do you look so terrible today? Uh, do you want me to, do you want a sarcastic answer or a real answer? I'd prefer that you just accept my, uh, uh, you know, va- what is that? Illusion of caring where I just told you you look terrible. That's the way I show I care. And now I'm going to go on with my day. I don't really, you say, well, can't we maintain this illusion for five more seconds? You say, okay, sure. Why, why do you look so terrible today? I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't sleep. I just try going to sleep. Yeah, I, I did. Actually, I did. That's why I couldn't fall. I couldn't fall asleep. Well, there's your problem right there. You don't fall asleep. You you set up a routine, a rigorous uh, routine, and uh, that enables sleep. Did you enable? Did you enable sleep, or did you uh, cause your own sleep issues? Said, so, well, I, I don't know. I just lied down. I was, I was having trouble falling asleep. Uh, and, and I, now I'm never going. Tonight will be because now I'm going to be thinking about how I look today at work. Oh geez, when you know when I'm, when my my aunt Matilda couldn't sleep, she would do five hundred push-ups. Did you try doing five hundred push-ups? Is it believe it or not? No, I did not. But one time when me and my brother couldn't sleep on Christmas Eve, we had a sit-up contest, and then on, on Christmas Day I couldn't get out of bed because I I was so sore. Okay. Anyway, I got to get back to work because you, you are you're just like everybody says at work. You're an odd man. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, won't be sleeping again, I guess. And that was kind of like a, a fake version. But, you know, when someone says, why don't you, you know, why don't you drink some milk? It kind of hurts because we want to be seen and say, wow, duh, duh. Uh, I don't know, or whatever they, the terms are, disregard, I don't know, misunderstood or I mean, I guess the thing is, like, I, I can't, I, I don't feel your pain, and I don't totally understand the pain you have, but I can relate to it. I guess that's what I'm saying uh, is behind this podcast, and why I'm glad you're here, why I've worked, uh, you know, 7,000 hours or so making this show for the past three years. And at some point, they said, well, these this, these meanders are getting, you know, they went from being low-powered meanders 
to goop out. They say, well, are you a guru? No, I'm a goo, I'm a goo brain, not a guru. I've got goo in my brain. So for a while I had goo-based super, goo-based meanders. And at some point they became uh, super-powered meanders. And I guess that's bragging. Uh, you know, so I guess that was a bit, that'll come up later for me at bedtime. Wait, why'd you brag on the podcast about your meanders? Who does Who brags about meanders? Uh, but contextually, that, this is a good thing. It just needs kind of, well, on the podcast, uh, having superpowered meanders is a pretty, pretty useful thing because I'm trying to help other people fall asleep. Now, I know my internal critic might not get that, but, you know, they're just doing the best they can, too, to criticize me uh, so that I'll be better equipped to deal with tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all your hard work, uh, internal critics. So, but, but basically what I'm saying is I'm glad you're here. You know, I can't, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know, it might not uh, work for you, but I hope it does. Give it a few tries. See if I can win your trust over, because I take it ser- seriously, uh, very seriously. And what we got coming up tonight, we're going to be talking, first we're going to have uh, the housekeeping, and then I'll do a story based on an episode from Metastas News. Uh, the Colombian Spanish language version, shot for shot remake of Breaking Bad. So I'll do a, a story based on the, some of the Spanish words I tried to learn from an episode. Won't be it's not making fun of Spanish or anything. It's just a like a, a meander. It's a way to me make a meandering story. And I was try, I'm trying to learn Spanish. Then we'll do a recap of the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll do a recap of the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. All of it will be, you know, uh, sanded down so it's nice and smooth and, you know, bedtime. I'm bedtime savvy, so I try to keep, you know, I won't I won't try to stir anything up for you. And then we'll do some thank yous and some good things. So the podcast should be rolling for, you know, hour, hour and ten minutes here. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep right away. You know, just kick back and kind of listen. Let me take your mind off stuff and then you just forget what, you know, you say, well, let's see, he's not really... And then you drift off into dreamland. And if I can help you, it'd be my honor uh, to, to be, to, you know, to be straight. If I can win your trust over, or if you, you decide to, 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 you know, to, whatever. I guess you're, I'm already in your ears. You got this internal critic is up on my, you know. So I'm glad you're here. And really help, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, you up on my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking uh, like overthinking or underthinking, you know, general thoughts, uh, specific thoughts, uh, feelings physically, something you're physically feeling or emotionally tingle, you know, if you have any tingling or annoy, you know, wind chimes, some people, there, there's a percentage of people that don't like wind chimes. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not an, I'm, I'm a wind chime lover. I think that was uh, Lionel Richie's. Uh, that's I think that's a new album that's coming out. Wind, wind chime, lover. Sorry, I don't mean normally. I don't. I try not to sing too much, but that just uh, 
Okay, somebody, I wish I had an assistant to write that. Okay, next book. We really got a lot of books coming out, and ne- you know, never, but you know, potential books to procrastinate on. 2029, Windchime Lover. Maybe I could write that one sooner. That sounds, I said, because uh, they have all these different uh, imprints of, uh, what are those called? Harlequin romance. But now they have like Blade. Scoots, how do you know this? Well, from work, really, from work, not from personal stuff. Like maybe I could get my own imprint over at Harlequin because they got Blaze. I think they got one that's blue. They got one, I think, with cook, cooking. If not, I could do that too, you know. Well, you know, romance and cooking, but I could do boring, you know, Harlequin bore, Harlequin bedtime, but not that kind of bedtime, the bedtime you sleep through. Okay, well, what's, what's the first book? What's uh, Windchime Lover? But actually, I'm in a podcast intro. I'll have to come back to this, but I'll probably forget. So if you're new here... Uh, it just, I'm trying to create a safe place to take your mind off of the stuff that's keeping you awake. That's what I was saying before this uh, book proposal came into my brain. And all right, English majors, I know you could say Harlequin is not a book. Well, okay, let's hold our judgments aside. I'm holding my judgments about wind chime dislikers aside. I don't have anything against people that dislike wind chimes. I don't even own a wind chime. So let's, you know... Let's leave our judgments at the door. That's a, it's a safe place for you to forget about whatever is keeping you awake. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to use uh, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, meandering superpowers, wings of pointlessness, you know, total distraction. Sometimes I'll have par- you know partial distraction, total distraction. Uh, but basically, I'm going to be your boyfriend. I'm here to tell you a bedtime story or something vaguely reminiscent of a bedtime story. Uh, just like this was a personal service, but if it was a personal service, it'd be strange. But since I'm just hearing your earbuds or your speaker, you know, it, it's a, it gives us a little bit of, uh, you know, ba- you know, boundaries. Boundaries are good. And, you know, I, I, I do this show because, I you know, I have trouble sleeping and I have trouble overthinking and overjudging and all those things. And, you know, they talk about the plasticity of the brain. And unfortunately, you know, my brain is over plasticized when they, you know, when they car, you know, when they crafted it, they put a little bit too much. And you think this is funny, but it's not. They put whatever the main ingredients are in Silly Putty, they put too much in there. Like whoever was in the, you know, the plasticity department, they said, hmm, look at that fly flying. And they said, oh, no, George, you, you, you too much. You got too much. And they said, OK, anyway. We also messed up on a couple other things on that kit, so just keep it keep it going down the line. Yeah, but what what does that mean? You say, well, you have a plasticity of the brain. Isn't extra plasticity do good? Well, no, no, not with silly putty, because uh, just like silly putty, when you, so my brain has had you know too many many times I've transferred Sunday comics, which used to be a thing. Uh, now it would be say comic books or graphic, you know. So some of those are imprinted on my brain. And then they've been rolled up and then and, and lost their formulation. So all the useful stuff's gone, just like these images. And then a lot of times parts of my brain will just roll themselves into balls and just start bouncing around on the inside of my skull. Not, not you know, makes it hard to pay attention. Uh, well, you say, well, what, so, but there are, you know, you just got to make your liabilities your assets, especially at bedtime when, you know, that part of your brain wants to talk about your liabilities. 
and you know the lack at you know or they want to go through your ad you say well i just want to go to bed please so what i'll do is i come in there that's this is your boyfriend i come in i got you say excuse me excuse me all those brain parts i'm i'm scoots i'm i'm full of liabilities that i i call them assets though I know you brain parts. You just call me total ass, which you're correct. And, okay, excuse me, brain parts. I got to talk to a human for one second. These brain parts love me. Just watch me at work. Just watch for one second. Hey, human brain parts, uh, did you hear about how my brain's like about 62% silly putty, 30-something percent goo, gray goo, or goop? It might be goop. But I've been working on this book proposal. I wanted to run it by you. It said, do you know anything about romance? I don't. I do not. I mean, I guess that's not true. I'm good at fast-forwarding through romance books to get you. I say, well, when's the good stuff going to start, you know? Um, but uh, I have a proposal, one for a new genre of romance books. Uh, and also, it, with brain parts, if you want a great... Uh, if you ever work in a like a book-based industry, as I have, uh, you can use this line whenever. There's plenty of ways to apply it, but you can say romance is dead or romance isn't dead. But you're not refer you're referring to romance, the genre. I use it at work maybe every four months when I think everybody's forgotten that I told the joke four months ago. And usually, you know, you could think of the joke part. I'll just give you the punchline. You say, well. Well, romance truly isn't dead. Or you just use it in a negative. You say, well, and then romance true, you know, so, so you get that brain parts. You could use, you can take that. You can claim it as your own, especially if you had anything funny. For, for sure, take credits. But yeah, I'm working on this book proposal uh, about, you know, bedtime, bedtime romance without the romance. It's kind of like what my bedtime's like anyway, but, uh, I'm thinking about the first title would be called Wind Chime Lover. Wind Ch Did I say Lover of Wind Chimes? I guess I'm a lover of wind chimes, not a wind chime lover. Uh, we just lost a great playwright who wrote, uh, uh, you know, who wrote, uh, who was Sylvia, the goat, one of my favorite plays, Edward Albee. It was, I said, so, but this will be like, it won't be like that. It won't, it won't be a wind chime. It'll just be someone. I actually don't have the book. I just have the book proposal, Windchime Lover. Or I don't think uh, Lionel Richie takes submissions, but maybe we could get it. Maybe we could get a joint thing like Harlequin. Like we could get, like we could, that comes with a download of the Lionel Richie song, Windchime Lover. Oh, that's already a Lionel Richie song with a different name. Oh, yeah, but maybe people forgot about it. See these meetings? Okay, one second. I got to get to these. See humans? See, I, I got them. I got them hooked. And that's how I do it. Like, And I'd say to you, geez, have you thought about what has been keeping you awake? Because I'm here to take your mind off of it. So tonight's episode, what I'm going to do is talk about uh, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad uh, and Breaking Bad. But in the most general vanilla way. Way too many details, tons of rambling. Uh, we'll start off with a segment about, like, I watched the Colombian version once, uh, take a ton of notes, watch the American version. It's a shot-for-shot shot, shot remake. Take a ton of notes. 
Then I watch it again. I don't speak Spanish, so then I watch it with Spanish subtitles. I write down some Spanish words, and I look them up. So the first segment will be kind of like me kind of wondering, like looking up Spanish words, but making kind of a bedtime story with the words I looked up. Then I'll run through the episode of Metastasis, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And then finally I'll run through the Breaking Bad episode. And then we'll cap it off with, uh, what do you call it, like thank yous and good nights. So, so all told, I'll be here an hour. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep. There's no expectation. Uh, you know, you just have to tolerate me. You don't even really have to like me. You say, well, he's my boy. He's a boyfriend. And I say, eh, you know, it's like, eh. Uh, hopefully I grow on you, which I've been told I do, or, you know, I mean, in, in person, I more grow on, you grow on your nerves. Is that a thing? I think I've been told that testing, I test nerves for sure. I'm going to certified nerve tester. Uh, but that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I mean, I'm here to help you fall asleep. If I can do it, it's my honor. If you're skeptical and you're new, who wouldn't blame you? I mean, if, I mean, if you just listen to that. We've been talking about eight, 11 minutes here. You say, well, okay, this is, uh, yeah, this person's due for an exam. And you say, well, you're, you're very observant. But I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. I hear you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Here's what, here's what I'm offering to do. Here's what I'm attempting. I guess I'm not offering. I mean, here's a, here, well, I, there's two things. There's attempting and offering. This podcast, uh, there's two, at least two parts to it. There's the offering part. I'm offering to talk while you fall asleep. Uh, ideally distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you up awake. But what I'm going to attempt to do, you know, how do I propose I can't, that's my offer. I'm here to talk you to sleep. I'll be here for the next hour. Hopefully it helps you fall asleep. How, how do I plan on accomplishing that? Well, that's a great question, by the way. If you don't mind me buttering you up and saying, whoa, you, you, do you ask these kind of wonderful questions at every podcast you listen to? And you might be saying, well, I didn't, I just thought of the question. I said, well, that's how it works around here, these parts. Uh, so it's the magic podcasting. Great job. Keep up that good work with those silent questions, uh, by the by. But here, let me, let me answer your question. And I know maybe someone's like, well, I wasn't going to, I wasn't thinking of or asking your question. I say, well, you were, you were, you were working your way up to it. I know, I know how you, 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 you were ready to launch soon. It's just percolating. That's how your brain works. Anyway, but buttering up's done. Uh, I mean, I've never done buttering up. Uh, butter up that popcorn. I guess yeah, I'm done. But I'm done with the buttering up metaphors because I can't think anything else other than butter, buttering bread. Have these things were these things proven to be unhealthy, and then recently they were proven to be neutral. Uh, it won't be buttering any coffee. I think that's the thing, right? Cough, buttered coffee, or is it co- coconut? Is there buttered coffee, or is it just a coconut coffee? Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll keep buttering it. But here's what, actually, I'm way off. This is the beginning of the intro. I'm already off track. Uh, but here's what I propose to do, and it will butter you up. I, I don't always do that. You know, once in a while, I got to say, hey, great job listening. You're doing a heck of a good job turning this podcast on. Thank you. 
And I'm serious, that's not a diminutive compliment. Uh, thank you for listening. But it was, here's what I propose to do. How do I propose to... Uh, how do I propose to accomplish what I've offered? That's a, This feels like... A, this is a good discussion. I'm glad we sat down and finally talked about all, all this podcast stuff. And if you're new here, thank, thanks for, you know, let's let's get this out of the way right up front. You're right. Uh, whatever the Harvard negotiation product, you know, I'm working. Well, I haven't. They don't return my emails. But I said, hey, what about that Harvard negotiation? They still have that over there at Harvard, the negotiation project or whatever it's called. Can we get a? Uh, can we get? Can we get you on the podcast intro? The Harvard negotiate podcast intro. Nego- you know, because the intro is a negotiation. I'm introducing you, then I'm making my offering, and now I'm saying how am I going to deliver on it? Kind of feel like a, if if this podcast. I mean, I feel like a used car salesman, but I wouldn't. You know, I'm not good at it, so it'd be. I could do that. I could sell used cars on this podcast. I wouldn't sell any cars. If anyone's from GM's listening, I do want to get you. I, I would like to check out that Chevy Volt or whatever. So I wouldn't mind selling a car for you and this podcast. But anyway, I don't think I could sell any cars to people, just like Larry David uh, in the Kirby and Enthusiasm episode. But this would be more. I'd be a, anyway, I'm trying to. Hey, holy moly. So here's what I uh, am going to attempt to I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, physical feelings, or uncomfortableness, or, or even more than that. Any emotional turbulence, ups and you could be in the middle of an up, you could be in the middle of a down, you could just have that, uh, what, what I have, a general state of uh, unrest, I guess, or what, I don't even know if that's the right word. You could have friggin' neighbors making a bunch of noise. You could, you know, the, 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 you know, could have watched the news. That was a mistake, you know. Or you could have talked about any of that stuff. You, you know, you could, could have talked to, to someone. You could have opinions, you know, opinions people have a few, and that can keep you awake. And you could be going through some sort of opinion analysis, or, you know, what do you say? Well, I, I don't know how many other people imagine, like, uh, like spend, I, I mean, I spend like, like I've, I've talked about this a few times. But one of the reasons I make this podcast is because I have like about five stories in my brain at all times. And most of them are, but, but usually I have one like a debating, some sort of debating narrative going on. Even if it's not about debates or politics, it's some sort of, you know. Anyway, sorry. So I'm going to try to create a safe place where there is no debating, where there is no internal or external opinions or analysis of those things. It could be something totally different that's keeping you awake. Whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. Because, uh, you know, I, and I, I hope I didn't remind anybody of anything. But I say, geez, we can all relate here because you, cause you know where we are. Even if you're in the day shift or you're a third shift worker, you know, I send my voice across the deep, dark night. Even if daylight, daylight hits it or whatever, it's in a tube. So it can't, you know, as I send my voice... Like, you know, if you go ahead and, you know, usually this isn't a participatory intro, you know, but if you do have access to a cardboard tube right now, like that your paper towels come in, toilet toilet one would be a little short, toilet paper one. Plus, I don't know if I'd want to put the, you know, or longer, like a poster tube. That's where I'm going to send my voice through the deep, dark night, uh, across the deep, dark night. And that way, even if it's a light out in the tube, it's still the deep, dark night.
And why do I do that? Because I've been there tossing and turning. Clearly, you know, I'm not a person with a full deck. You know, the deck is the deck, the deck. Can't even say deck. That's my, that's how, and I, the deck, my brain does have some deck in it. I think that was a hair product back in, and then I, it was back in my tasting days. I said, well, yeah. What is a ne what what flavor does a neon pink dak taste like? Again, kids don't do this at home because it was way more water but it, 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 trust me on this, it was way more watery. Not a much not much of a flavor in those daks or whatever the eighties hair gel was that would be colored neon colors just just for selling the product. It didn't change the color of your hair. Because I think they had purple, yellow was the most popular, maybe a green or a blue. They all tasted the same anyway, by the way, and it was watery. Uh, anyway, where was it? So I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. A little bit silly. I mean, a podcast doesn't necessarily have to make you laugh. Maybe, you know, if if you could if you could throw a chuckle my way, I'd appreciate it, but you don't need to chuckle. You know, shoulder shrug, I appreciate that. You say, well, let's see, what, uh, what is this? What's up with this cat? And I'd say, man, you're hip. You use the word cat like that. Is that good? When you called me a cat, was that good? See, I mean, you know, I'm part of your brain, Scoots. Keep going with the intro. Okay, I'll keep going with the intro. So anyway, I'm, I'm here to take your mind off stuff. Send my voice across the deep character. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders. Over, you know, superfluous words for sure. Uh, purple prose, if I knew what that meant, and I've, I've had someone try to explain, actually the wonderful Craig Mason tried to explain it to me once on Twitter. And then I forgot, I think, I forgot what he said. And actually I didn't think it was, I said, did you say purple paper? Or maybe I thought he said purple pose. And he said purple prose is when you, uh, I think you use too many. You say you over describe stuff. Uh, he wasn't talking about me. I was. It was a episode of script notes podcast. A group of podcasts is things interesting. There's a thing. Oh boy, screen things about screens and interesting to screenwrite. I don't know. Script notes podcasts about screenwriting and things interesting to screenwriters. Sorry, sorry. I got a fugue stated there. After delay effect of eating too much dak as a young man. But if you're new here, uh, I guess it definitely uh, cleared all illusions of what this podcast is. This podcast is a little bit different. silly, like we were saying. And it's supposed to be distracting. It's supposed to take your mind off stuff. You say, well, I don't have to take this person seriously. But I'm here to be friendly. This is a friendly offering. I'm going to follow through on it. I follow through on this. I make this show three times a week. You know, our episodes are about an hour. So it'll be here. Uh, and I'll be here till the end, giving it my all. Just in case you can't fall asleep, you can take your time getting there, you know. And if you can't, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Like, all you got to do is lie back. So ho hopefully, as I've been rambling and you say, well, I kind of don't really get this. Hey, when does the podcast start? It started, uh, already started. Now, just in case you want to skip to the story parts, the time stamps are in there. Uh, but, you know, you know, I guess I'm, I mix it up even now. But I guess this podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff, uh, distract you while you fall asleep. Repetitive 
repetitive repeating. That's another technique I use. Uh, but in all seriousness, all seriousness, mispronunciations, in all seriousness, the reason I make this podcast is because I still have trouble falling asleep. And I, I can, you know, I, I, I know what it, I, I, I don't, if I can help you fall asleep, it'd be great. It'd be my honor uh, because I've been there. So hopefully you, you uh, took your mind off stuff so far. Tonight's episode is going to be like a little bit different. Usually we have metastasis news episodes, but with the season, we're going to talk about a little seasonal specials, a special or specials here uh, for the pumpkin season. So you just kick back, you'll listen to me ramble. I'll be here, like I said, like at least an hour. You're under no pressure to fall asleep, but you're also under no pressure to listen. And I'm glad you're here. If you agree, this wasn't my best intro, but uh, if you're new here, I really appreciate you trying this podcast. I know it takes some skepticism because there's so many sleep solutions and stuff. But like I said, it's just a sleep offering. It's here for you to try. And I really hope it, and I really yearn to, to help you fall asleep with it. So thanks. All right. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, tossing and turning, you know, thinking, feeling, sensing, uh, outside noises, change in routine, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. I'm going to try to take your mind off them. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. Or we talked about last week, like, superpowered meanders. Superpowered meanders. Superpowered Superpowers. But what that basically means is I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, I've got these creaky dulcet tones. I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. In the safe places where I send my voice across the deep dark night to, to, to try to scorch you or distract you as you float across the, the threshold from wake to sleep. Now, if you're new here, you might be saying, okay, wait a second, I'm sorry, what? This is a stupor-powered super show? No, this is a blowing, soothing podcast. Uh, but basically, it's kind of like a bedtime story for grown-ups. And what I'm going to do is, uh, well, tonight we're going to talk about Metastas News, which is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. You say, I'm so, you say, I'm sorry, what? This is a sleep podcast about the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Well, yeah, tonight's episode, that that is what it's about. But first, I'm going to have, you know, a long intro where I kind of just say, well, okay, let me talk about, uh, like, uh, I don't know, usually I try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is, but I haven't thought of it yet. So so I'm going to try to talk while I'm thinking. Don't I don't recommend any of this, except if you're trying to put, even if you're put, trying to put people to sleep, uh, it's just a method I've perfected. But uh, so we're going to, I'm going to do the intro, then I'll talk about, uh, I'll do it like, so the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, I watched that twice. And then I watched the, like the uh, regular English language version of Breaking Bad. I take a ton of notes and I say, well, okay, this person had this kind of shirt on. I notice these dolls in the background of one of the scenes. 
And they said, well, that person had a cross look on their face. So I might take some, they'd say, well, that's interesting. So the segments on the show will go, uh, first, I, I also look up all the Spanish language words. Believe it or not, I don't, I mean, I think you could tell I barely can speak English, but I don't speak Spanish. I'm trying to learn. So as I watch the, the, the second time Metastas News, I take notes and I say, okay, what was that Spanish language word? And then later I look it up. So I'm going to make a story up with some of the Spanish language words I looked up. It isn't to make fun of Spanish or anything. It's just my terrible pronunciation. And I found it's a pretty effective way to kind of make up silly stories because uh, they say, okay, uh, babotas, that's what I am. If you're, if you're looking for a Spanish word to describe me, I'm a babota. It's a nonsense maker, I think. You know, I believe it. Like I said, I'm learning. Uh, but, okay, if you're new here, fair question. Why would I? Why do I make a po- boring podcast? What, what, am, what am I doing? Well, you know, I've had trouble sleeping. And I was always curious, like, oh, geez, would a bedtime story for grown-ups work? And what would it be like? Do other people want their mind, does somebody take their mind off of stuff? And you, you say, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Tell me more. And I said, well, that's what I'm doing, uh, brain. Actually, I'm telling the listeners more. But so, so I had a lot of trouble sleeping as a kid. And I said, well, just like, wouldn't it be nice to be distracted? And then I thought about it as an adult. Like, wouldn't adults want a little bedtime story? Like someone to... Come tell you a bedtime story, but then you kind of think of as adults, there's like a, like obligations and these social, I think they're called, I always think of more, more eels when I, is it social mores or social mores? And they think is it morals? And they say, well, the moral of the story. Then I start thinking about that. Uh, whenever I hear the moral of the story, I always think about the one with the bird in the fox, uh, which I think all those stories are based on. But I think it's the one with the pitcher, and I think you put rocks in the pitcher to drink from it. I don't know if that's the fact. So I think the bird just put his beak in there and said, well, I'll drink from this pitcher. And I thought, who is this poor human that left this pitcher out? Like, And they said, well, you know, they didn't put a cover on it, so now they're going to get bird germs and maybe uh, fox germs. But anyway, oh, boy, I'm off, oh boy, I'm off subject. Once again, I've gone off subject so what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. Oh, I'm trying to win over your trust. Oh, man, it's not going so well. And explain what the podcast is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I did, I did it again. I get lost in my meanders. Almost like a, like one of those – you ever see one of those homemade leaf blowers with the toilet paper? Don't give me one of those because that's kind of how my brain works anyway. They're fascinating. I think, I, I think the, the, uh, I don't know. I think the days of the gasoline powered leaf blower are numbered. So people are kind of like, well, I don't need you leaf blowing toilet paper, but I think you, you could still find a few places where they do do that. And it makes a big mess, but you get toilet paper and they say, oh, this is fun for about five minutes. And, you know, I say, well, I got distracted. That's how it is for me. I say, oh, look, I'm caught in my own brain-related toilet paper. Clean. Don't worry. Clean and unused, you know. Waste of paper, except it's imaginary in my case. But here's the deal. I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to use uh, blowing, soothing tones. Oh, the reason I do it is because I was curious. I said, well, geez. Like, is there, is some people, as as I made the show, I was always thinking, like, are people lying in bed like me thinking with the brain bots is what I call them. They say, 
You got all these little bots moving around in your brain, like droids, like BB-8, who I mistakenly call BB-88 a lot of the time. I guess that would be part of a BB-8 punchline. BB-8, knock, knock, who's there? BB-8, who? BB-8, eight. BB-88. You need a joke in there, but, you know, it'd have to do with BB-88 eating something. So obviously I'm not a joke crafter, so that that eliminated that for me. So I said, well, maybe I could do, maybe I could use my mild form of humor uh, to take people's mind off stuff. Say maybe maybe they'll feel comfortable. They might not laugh, but they might say, hey, well, geez, this isn't so bad. Uh, I don't really know what this guy's talking about, but it's preferable to my thinking or my aching feet or my snoring partner. Or the friggin' the fact that I'm traveling for work or family stuff or the you know the noises that are keeping me awake. So that's what the bar I set for myself is can I be more preferable to those things? And yes, I've dared to dream. And I found out, you know, not for everybody. So some of you might be listening and you say, I loathe you. And I say, okay, well, I accept that. You know, I, I, I'm trying to make a sleep podcast. And it might not help you fall asleep. I'd say give it a few tries, but I can accept your loathing. It's it's I'm comfortable with it. And if this podcast doesn't help you fall asleep, I do hope you find something that does. Um, let's see what are the other what are the other incomprehensible points about this podcast I'm going to try to make here in the next few minutes. So, uh, so I guess my 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 wondering said, well, would that could that be something? To put adults to sleep. Now, I know if you're fi- trying to follow me, say, okay, what What are you talking about? So I was going to make, I thought if I ramble and then, but it's a bedtime story, or in this case, it's just an intro part. And I'm slightly, you know, humor-like or humor-adjacent and nice. I say, hey, I'm, I'm your boyfriend. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, you don't need to listen to me. You're under no pressure or obligation to pay attention, to remember what I say, to be enthralled or entertained. I just want to take your mind off of stuff, just like a friend or a neighbor or a, a romantic partner. I don't know if a, any business partners. I don't know if that should be a part of a business partnership bedtime stories. Unless it's like a corporate team building retreat where you have bunk beds, and then I don't know if that we we could get that where the C, even the CEO and the C now now I'm going to be on their bad list, but you know get the CEO and the CFO in there in the bunk beds in the bunk houses too. I don't know that's starting to sound a little bit too like a modern day Lord of the Flies. So forget I said any of that stuff. You probably will. You'd be like, did, did, did Scooter say he's starting a summer camp? Well, it's autumn, dear. I don't know what he was talking about last night. I think he was trying to explain how the podcast works, and it wasn't going so well. Oh, oh Scooter, that guy. So uh, I guess my point is I thought, I said, geez, do adults want bedtime stories? I guess that's what it took me eight minutes to say. And I said, I wouldn't mind a bedtime story. And I like telling stories, and most of my stories, I tend to be a rambler, and they tend to go on and on, and they tend to lack coherency they have a basic plot but they you know so i said well maybe i maybe i'm the man to do it and i undertook a three-year process uh, that i said well the, the podcast was slowly refined <laughs> to to the point that you're hearing right now so who knows in six years from now you know it may be over refined and you say well that's like you know that sugar that we don't like or whatever the refined stuff 
So usually the intros go a little bit smoother than this, but the, here's what I'm trying to say. This bike is meant to take your mind off stuff. You, you don't need to take it seriously. You can listen to me until you drift off. I'm going to try to be, you know, semi-entertaining and stuff. And if you can't sleep, I'll be here for an hour, giving it my all uh, to be there for you in the deep, dark night, to be your friend in the deep, dark night, because I've lied there, shifting and moving and adjusting and staring at the ceiling and trying to breathe and trying to get it decided to get out of bed or go to the bathroom, get a drink of water. Don't do that. Make tea. Don't do that. Get out of bed and read. You know, all those trying to make those decisions and then just the, the, the feelings you get that go along with all that. So if I can make the bedtime less, uh, uh, like that, like that, uh, where you say, Hey, this is my boyfriend there. He's going to goof around for a bit. I'm going to fall asleep. You know, talk about talk about a easy relationship. He doesn't. He's not even there, so he can't leave any crumbs behind, or forget to do anything. I see. That's the deal. That's that's the deal here, and it's really my honor to do so because, like I said, I've been through it. So if I can help you get to sleep, or to be there for you when you can't, or to make you dread bedtime less, then I'm doing my job. And I realize if you're new. It just sounds pretty wacky. And if you're skeptical, it totally makes 100% of sense, you know, 110%. Because this doesn't, you know, the podcast is a counterintuitive thing, even to me, the maker. But my main message is always, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, changes in schedule, routine, you know, physical stuff, stuff you're going through, noises, or, you know, something totally different than what I'm talking about, or something baffling. Sometimes I can't sleep because it's baffling, and sometimes I'm baffled because I can't sleep. Uh, but whatever it is, I, I'm going to try to do uh, this with the safe place. I'm going to try to take your mind off of it. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use super creaky dulcet tones tonight, which I'll kind of explain why it plays into this baffling sleep thing. Uh, but the whole idea is, you know, take your mind off stuff, tell you a little story. I mean, tonight will be about Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So I'll go through this intro, then I'll do a little bit of a story based on some of the Spanish words I looked up when I was watching the Colombian remake of Breaking Bad. It'll be a story. It won't be, it'll be in Spanish and English, but just I don't speak Spanish. I'm trying to learn. And believe me, I'm the last person that would make fun of the Spanish language. I lived in, I happened to get to live in East Los Angeles for a year. And particularly Mexican American culture is very important to me. So, uh, uh, but, but, but not, not important enough to overcome my dyslexia and learn Spanish. So I guess I'm, you know, I'm far from perfect. Uh, but you know, I'd love to, I guess it's still working on learning Spanish, but I'll make up a story based on the Spanish words I looked up. Then I'll go through the episode of Metastas News. And then after that, I'll go through the uh, corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. It's because it's a shot for shot remake, but believe me, it'll be toned down and sleepy. And I'll take a lot of meanders and breaks. 
which you might say, Scoots, what's going on with your voice here? And hopefully, I guess I won't. I was going to record some other segments, but I probably will only record this opening tonight. Because sometimes this happens, I get behind the mic and I say, oh boy, my voice is tired. And I know why tonight, because I slept. This I haven't slept good in a couple of nights. And not, because of, uh, let's see, how do I explain this? But maybe this is relatable. That's why, because I, I had, to, oh, this is one I don't say in the interview, because I had something I'd been thinking about, something big, you could call it in quotes, coming up. Not super big. But I had an interview, and uh, maybe by the time you hear this, an interview will have come out. Maybe not, but uh, it was really short, and really everyone I was dealing with was very professional, and everything was very under control. There wasn't a lot for me to worry about, but oh boy, did I still worry. For two nights, I just haven't slept good. And now the interview's over, it's taken care of, and i am got that buzz. Well, I still don't have the buzz yet, because I'm like, oh boy, did I do a good job? I think I did a good job. I do know I did almost my best, but I think fear got in a little way of me being my best. But again, I say, well, I'll learn from this experience. So I'll be, I'll know next time, the next time something like this comes up, I'll be more, well, it's interesting. You know, I'll be more apt to deal, easy, you know, have more experience, but I'll probably also do more prep. You know, I wasn't a debate. I wasn't in one of the debates, so I don't have anything to do with debate prep. Ideally, when you hear this, that's all been taken care of. All that debate stuff will be long over. Uh, but when you don't sleep good and you have a sleep podcast, you affect your voice. I don't. I guess so. And I'm monitoring my audio so I can hear how creaky my dulcet tones are. My way of creaky. These are extra on the creaky. Almost like there's not a frog in my throat, but like a frog's thingamajig, the 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 thing that goes puffy on the frog. Um, but it's just from not sleeping good. Like I, and, and it was like, it, it actually had, I was actually also tired. So the last two nights I went to bed early, like even earlier, like I've talked about sometimes like, uh, my sleep routine is an hour before I want to go to sleep be asleep. I start winding down, but because I was stressed, I was tired. So I would just start winding down like an hour and 40 minutes before I wanted to be asleep. You know, what was like at six o'clock, no, not that early, but pretty early. And actually, I didn't have any trouble falling asleep. But then I would like I kept dreaming these repetitive dreams about the interview or about stuff adjacent to it and then waking up and then not being able to fall back asleep. And I don't say that to frighten anyone. You know, I know everyone, a large number of people that listen to podcasts. But I know tonight I'll probably sleep great because now it's done and I don't know what my, I guess my point is sometimes it's baffling, like, cause, uh, or, or sometimes it's just, we're human beings. It's like, I was stressed. I was a little bit worried and it was about you, independent observer might say, well, it's baffling. You were worried because everybody's being nice to you. You were going to be on a control, you know, you knew like the, everything was planned out and you, you, you didn't have that big, you, you, you didn't have to improv anything. You just had to answer some questions. And it was a really nice opportunity. And they see, yeah, but I have, like, I think I have two lizard blood. They talk about the, I think you have, and again, I don't know if this isn't on any of the anatomical charts. This kind of stuff is exactly when you say, where's that limbic system or the uh, lymphs? You know, I say, how can we learn so much of it? I mean, this is a whole nother arena that I'm going to go on a tangent about. 
But how come they teach us so much time about the circulatory system and nothing about the lymph system? Like, is that a whole, or is that my imagination? Do we have a whole other set of tubes running through us with lymph in them? Or what? Because I want answers, and I want them now. Well, not right now, because I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. And I, could, I guess I could, if you see, you see, well, if you pause the podcast for four seconds, Scooter, and you Google that, it'll come up. So you could find out in four seconds. And I say, well, I'm, but I'm, it's a kid, hey, brain, you're ruining my routine here. This is partially routine. Uh, so you don't really get the limbic, so that's not, that's different than, the, there's the lymph system, then there's the limbic system. I'm not sure what the limbic system is, but I think this plays into it. Is the you give the mammalian you have the human brain which is well known, then you have the brain stem and the you know and then the uh, the amygdala is in there, uh, amygdala, the ganglia that's a nerve. Somebody told me they said that doesn't have to do with the brain. Speaking of which, ganglion ganglia is not great, but gang, what if what if I was go what if what what if I changed my thing from scooter to ganglion? Probably if I was in another universe, that would be a good sleep pod. Not on Earth, but, you know, on uh, U-44. Hey, this is Ganglion here. You know, drifting you out to the Apassi Outer Rings of Saturn with a bedtime story. Your buddy Ganglion. It wouldn't be dearest Ganglion. Not greatest Ganglion. That's too... Gorgeous Ganglion. Those two don't go together. If your name's Ganglion... I guess that would be ironic or something. It'd be gorgeous. But anyway, I got distracted by ganglion's gorgeousness. Uh, gorgeous. Uh, it's a, here it goes. CLC shorts, but gorgeous. Uh, get the gorgeous ganglions. Go, gorge. The gorgeous ganglion. Gorge. Uh, yeah, we could use gorge twice. Now I'm trying to do a tongue twister. I'm like eight things removed from where I'm supposed to be. The gorgeous gorge dwelling in, okay, gorgeous gorge ganglion, gorgeous ganglions gorge and gourds in a gorge, gorgeous ganglions gorge and gourds in a gorge. I, could, I guess it's not a tongue twister, probably because those G's, uh, but that is pretty good. Gorgeous ganglions gorge and gourds in a gorge. Just Sorry, I left it hanging there because I'm... I'm just picturing them doing it. Say, what does a ganglion look like? I say, anyway, let me get back. So I think I was, I have two lizard brains. That was, took like four or five minutes for me to get to. And so that was why I couldn't sleep the past two nights. Because each night, and I think I have like an overactive mammal brain. And I guess I don't know what part of that's in the ganglia and which part of it's in the amdigiala. Uh, and they say, what is that other one called? But it, it, like, uh, but I mean, we're human beings. I guess that's one thing about this podcast. If I can get one thing across to you, even if you don't like me, you're not going to listen. I mean, you probably already stopped, but, but, uh, if you're skeptical or you've really been having a rough go of it, you know, you're a, you're a human being, you're doing really the best you can. You know, this doesn't come with a, we don't get come with even a user manual, give forbid a, a walkthrough on YouTube that you could check every day. And they say, well, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's 2.30 p.m. Let me check my uh, day-by-day walkthrough. And they'd be like, oh, okay, breathe. You know, the, the, then you just check and you'd see yourself and they say, oh, breathe 20 times. And then uh, 
you know, pick up that key that's hidden in the bush. But we don't get a walkthrough. So, you know, just, just, uh, you know, sometimes we can't sleep because you say, well, why were you so stressed about this positive thing, Scooter? And I say, well, that's who I am sometimes, you know. And I'm learning. I am learning. I think I'm growing. So sometimes I have growing pains. Uh, you know, I say, geez, if you, you know, feel a little thick in the Allen, if you know what I'm saying, but uh, you probably don't. But uh, if we could put a little bend in the old Seaver, you know, shine that up. You know, anyway, I better, I better stay away from those. Um, what was my point? So, so you, you know. Sometimes we can't sleep because it's baffling, and part of being part of being baffled is being a person, a human being on Earth. It's it's tough work out there, and that's part of why I make the show to to put all the jokes aside, is because I've been there. Just to be my my voice is creaky because I couldn't sleep, and I know how it feels to be lying there tossing and turning, and to be and to have that extra thing which we're talking about right now, which is like. Geez, things are going well, and I'm still freaking out sometimes. And they say, "Hey, kid, you know, let, let me let me give you a little, you know, rub that middle spot of your back, take a few breaths, and say, geez, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here either." And they say, "Well, we're one person." I say, "Oh, great, oh boy, sit down, kid. I got gotta, you know, do, let's look up walk. Let's just watch some walkthroughs on YouTube instead, maybe Space Quest or something." Like any Roberta Williams games. And they say, well, those came out before YouTube. And they say, oh, great. So anyway, I guess that's what I mean is I'm glad you're here. Uh, we're all in the same boat for the most part. All our boats might look a little bit different or we might be, some people are on, you know, one kind of sea. Somebody, I'm in a swamp, you know, some people are on a lake. Uh, but, you know, I guess I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, you know, feeling, physical feelings, anything you're experiencing emotionally, outside noises, changes in routine, tossing and turning partners that are sleeping soundly but irritatingly, or maybe they just look so cute snuggled up there. Either way, you know, they're asleep, but, but uh or anything else. It could be anything. You could be going through something, you know, like changes in your life or, you know, it's just stuff and uh, whatever it is, uh, the safe places, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. Whatever is keeping you awake, I'm going to do my best to distract you. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, Pointless meanders, uh, you know, what are those called? Word, cr- you know, I think they call it, this is offensive, actually. I just got into, I just thought of this, and uh, so excuse me, but some people use the word word crutch. I'd say, I don't think I like that term, but, but, but uh, I don't know, this, I might get on a soapbox. Uh, soapy words, I use soapy words. Uh, but let's see, let, let me... Uh, before I go on a tirade about what was I about to go on to forgetting, forgetting what I was talking about. Uh, what, no, really, what was I about to go on a tirade about? Uh, soapy words, not, to, oh, word crutches. Uh, 
But uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing tones and the pointless meanders, the babbling, babbling nonsense. You know, I don't babble like a brook because, like, I'm not as incoherent as a brook. You know, brook babbles, and it babbles in the mysterious language of sweet mother nature. Uh, faux poetic, poet, faux poet is, like, that was, like, nearly poetic. Uh, but it's true. The mysterious babblings of a brook. Uh, I guess I could write, maybe that'll be another book there. We kind of keep an eye on these book titles. Mysterious babblings of a brook. Not quite there, but oh, here we go. Mysterious babblings of a brook named Brook. Uh, there you go. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, Brook, brook kind of babbles, and you don't know what it's saying. And you can, like, you know, find some tranquility in the babbling of Brook. Some people can, some people can't. And it's like this podcast. If you're new here, some people will find tranquility or distraction in my babbling in, in nearly incoherent nonsense. I guess you would never say a book's Brooks a book, a brook is babbling with incoherent nonsense. You'd say, well, it's incoherent, but I guess that would like uh, be projecting the fact that a brook should have some coherence where I'm human. So they like, so the people that like this podcast doesn't work for, you know, maybe my voice doesn't calm you, or maybe you're seeking coherence. This podcast will contain a base level of coherence, maybe, if I knew what that meant. But yeah, book, brook can't be coherent, but you could project coherence onto the brook, and then, of course, then you'd be at Brookdale or something, you know, some sort of place where they'd say, come live here. You've been talking to the brook again, Scoots? And they'd say, no, actually, I'm collecting, I'm collecting da- data. I'm doing research for my new book, uh, The Babbling Brook Named Brook. I, I forgot the book title already, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, talking to the brook anymore. Uh, well, what are you doing down here? Well, I'm interviewing the brook, as a matter of fact, and, well, I'm transcribing the brook. I'm sorry, did you say you're transcribing a brook? No, 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 no. How would you transcribe a br- brook? No, I'm transcribing the babblings of the brook. You know, people like to say it's incoherent. And then once I started talking to the brook, you all said, uh, you know, that I was projecting coherence. So now I'm here to say, I said, well, you know, let me look at this from a neutral place, uh, from my uh, a curious, uh, more nonfiction place. So I decided to sit down and, you know, transcribe what the brook is saying. One issue that's come up with my transcription, so is that, you know, I'm trying to find the coherent things that Brooke is saying, but my my handwriting's incoherent. So it doesn't, I guess, like, a, it's a little wrinkle in the Brooke transcriptions. I may have to hire a transcriptionist. But, yeah, you of course, you, you know, finding a transcriptionist that's fluent in, in uh, you know, no, no, northwestern New York Brooke language, you know, that dialect is is rare. Oh, okay, well, I'm not going back to the Brookdale with you. As a matter of fact, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. We were just talking. So, so, so like, I'm in a babble. Kind of, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't, babbling is kind of negative. Just like word crutch. Like, I use extra words. Like, I, this podcast is, a bo- it comes with bonus. It comes with extra ums, uhs, ash, gosh, bagashes. Oh, boy. I say that sometimes, like, uh. Pauses, a lot of pauses. 
um, you know, it, it was like attempt, you know, metaphor attempts. You say, I'm going for this. I'm trying to get to find a way to connect uh, word crutches in babbling brooks. You know, I'm, I'm like a mad scientist of metaphors, except I don't use science. So I'm just a mad metaphorist. There's a there's a book title too, the mad metaphor that might have already been one. Uh, but all, I do all this in an attempt to say, hey, you don't really need to listen. Like, you can kind of t- t- let me distract you. Like, obviously, if you've li- been listening so far, I think I probably for a lot of you took your mind off stuff. And that's the goal. And you'll say, well, he's a little bit silly, a little bit odd, not all there. Communic- try Attempts to, to communicate with Brooks. And I'll tell you what, I'll be, let's, let's put everything out on the table like I like to do. I've kissed Brooke before. You know that song, I've Kissed a Girl. You know, there was the song, I Kissed a Girl. Then there was the the, the movie. Then there was another version uh, more recent, within the last eight years, I Kissed a Girl. But I kissed a brook, and I liked it. I did. I, it, it, just, 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 well, I guess it defined, I'd say it was a romantic kiss, but not a, like, a, it was just, you know, kiss on the lips. And yes, I did check before. I didn't, you know, if you want to kiss a brook, here's a way to do not have to put it in Google. Can you drink out of this brook? And then, like, you'll get your answer. And if you can drink out of it, you can kiss it. And it was not, it was just a kiss of a pre, you know, I was so overcome with the, you know, like I said, whatever that poetic thing I said earlier, where I said the brook was babbling and, the, you know, sweet, sweet. I think it was more poetic than that, the language of Mother Nature. And I was feeling translucent, uh, so I didn't know if the brook would see me. I said, it was like, I was hoping for transcendence. I did get translucence. Hey, maybe it was the sun. Maybe, maybe it was just staring at the brook. I th- oh, you know what it was? It was refla- Holy narcissus. Narcissus, uh, I was staring at the brook at my own reflection. So technically, I kissed myself. I mean, that's more embarrassing. What, what is more embarrassing? I kissed a brook or I kissed my, I kissed my own reflection in a brook. Well, what would be embarrassing if you heard the sound? I said, well, hello, it was funny to find you at a brookside, milady. I said, oh, well, I'm charmed. I'm just here babbling in the song of Mother Nature. Uh, enjoying the day as I do 24-7, non-stop babbling from this brook because of, until, you know, the, the Mother Nature decides to rearrange the rocks and then my tale will change. Yorius might not hear it, but it always is changing, but just by, uh, you, you know, it's almost undetectable because these rocks are always reshaping. So my babble, you know, in the water, so my, my song is, my, I'm singing too. Well, wow, that's impressive. Actually, I was going to, okay, there, that's when I kissed the brook, but it, like this time I'm doing a podcast intro. So you'd say, what kind of person needs a word crutch? I'd say probably would have been better if I had some there. Like I, I need more word blockades or word, I need word, oh, speed bumps. I guess that's what I need in the word form to slow me down to say, okay, Scoots, don't share about kissing the brook. And don't tell him you talk to the brook in kissy-kissy language, because that's even worse. And whatever you do, don't quote back what you said to brook, you know, that you spoke for. No, I didn't speak for the brook. The brook spoke to me. Okay, anyway, let me get to the, So anyway, if you're new here, 
that's what we're dealing with here. Now, tonight we're going to be talking about Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So we'll get through this intro. We'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll set it up, and then we'll do a tale based on the Spanish language words I tried to learn during break, um, Metastas News. And I don't speak Spanish. I just like thought it was interesting if I was going to be watching this Colombian uh, Spanish language version of Breaking Bad. Maybe I could pick up some Spanish. And I found it was an interesting way to kind of take these meandering stories. So I'm not trying to make fun of Spanish or anything like that. And I have learned a few words uh, that, that, have, that aren't coming to me right now. Then we'll do a recap of the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll recap the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, all done in a snoozy, vanilla way to help you, you know, make sure you stay asleep. And then we'll cap things off with the thank yous and the good nights. But if you're new here, welcome. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. I'll be here for like over an hour. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company. I'll be giving it my all, you know, sending my voice here across the deep, dark night. If it's daytime where you are. I'll be sending it, you know, through the tubes to deep dark day. And if you're skeptical, I appreciate that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, wouldn't object to that. It makes sense. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. And, you know, I've had trouble sleeping, so, so that's part of what drives this show. So I really, really hope in your and I can help you fall asleep. And thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, uh, physical feelings, you know, anything you're, you're experiencing emotionally, noises on the inside of the house or the outside, you know, changes in, in weather, changes in atmospheric or barometric pressure. I'm not sure if those are the same thing or not, but I've never used those, so I thought I'd use them there. Atmos- you know, pressure in general, well, that's one thing that keeps me up at night. Internally, you know, real pr- pressure that feels real or pressure that is real, or the debate of, of whence is the two. Uh, but it could be any of those things. It could be something totally different. Whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of it. And, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what this safe place is. Uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, pauses, trying to think of a witty, another witty term for pause, and I'm out of uh, a plum out of pause, plum, plum out of pause, you know, pee, you know, pee. Proposals? No, that doesn't work. Uh, but whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of what's keeping you awake. Uh, so I'm going to, like, uh, this is a breaking bad metastasis. Uh, so what I'm going to do here is uh, there's going to be an intro, and the intro is kind of uh, something a lot of people fall asleep to, but you can also skip it. The uh, note uh, timestamps are in the thing. Then we're going to do a little Spanish story based on kind of the words, uh, I looked up uh, uh, from the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then I'm going to talk about the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, the final, final episode uh, of that series of the telenovela, uh, Metastas News. Then I'll talk about the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, uh, 
and that'll be it. So, so you have like, I'll be here for at least an hour. Uh, so you can fall asleep at your leisure. You don't really got to listen to me. You know, I'll ramble through this intro. I'll try to tie everything together. Uh, but, you know, I'll be one of those people see, you know, the tying stuff together. And I say, well, my wrists are all, I, t- I ended up tying my fingers. Uh, but you don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to listen. You know, like, I'm a kind of a distraction. I'm your boyfriend. I come by uh, mildly amusing and, you know, in other situations, it'd be annoying. Like if we were at uh, like brunch or something and I was rambling on and uh, not making any sense uh, or say, well, I kind of understand what he's saying. Uh, contextually, that wouldn't work. But in this situation, it's like that's how it is. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to sit here as close to your bed as you feel comfortable, which, you know, in most people's cases, well, in two, three thousand miles, it works pretty good so far, Scoots. You know, you don't have to keep me company. You don't have to clean up after me. I'll just be here uh, to, to, to kind of talk your talking to sleep, uh, cr- help you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And, yeah, if you're new here, you've got, started listening to the show in the past year even. So this is a kind of a big, big moment because uh, uh, tonight will be our last Breaking Bad episode unless we do some sort of retrospective at some point. And so I'm not great at math, but I would estimate that between the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, Metastas News, and Breaking Bad over the past year and a half, I've probably watched like at least 200, 200 hours of those shows, uh, maybe more. I don't even know. Uh, 62, 62, 62. And so that's 184, 6, and then, yeah, probably at least 15 more watches. Uh, so maybe not 200 hours. But 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 every week I've watched, uh, almost every week I've watched a meta- like one episode of Metastasis once, then the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, and then the Metastasis episode again. And just because sometimes people wonder why I choose stuff or why would I choose Breaking Bad? Because it's kind of it had some, you know, I've vanillaized it or made it as sleepy as I could. Or, you know, some people like because uh, I've tried to learn Spanish a little bit while I've watched it. Uh, and I guess the key to this podcast, and, and I feel like, is in uh, the key to it's really... Uh, it takes a lot of work to make a podcast once a week. I make it three times a week, and that takes a lot of follow-through. And so that's the number one reason I choose something is, like, can I watch it three times a week? And so, like, when I pick a show, I say, okay, well, that I could probably handle three times a week. And even then, it's hard, you know, because it's work. It's not like I'm just kicking back, you know, I'm taking notes and stuff. Uh, so can I watch it three times a week over a year or so or over six months? So And then is there enough material there to be mined? And I guess that's how I kind of chose this. I said, okay, Breaking Bad's considered this um, masterpiece of television. So I could probably watch a lot. And I said, well, it'd be interesting to see how they redid it in Colombia. So that was another thing. So I said, well, that'll give us plenty. And then c- c- compare and contrast the two. And then I had this extra layer of being in Spanish, which I said, well, that'll make it more interesting for me to observe the acting and the settings without worrying about the language. And then on my third watch, I could try to learn some Spanish. 
And I have to tell you, I've learned a lot less Spanish than I thought I would. So this probably isn't like this probably would be a good supplemental way because, uh, you know, I haven't flashcard. I think flashcarding vocabulary is probably key because I still say, you know, I probably have learned maybe like 30 other words that I don't have even total recall of. Uh, but I think with this podcast, uh, Sleep With Me in general, it, it's like stuff that I can get curious about and then kind of go on a tangent, kind of exploring it, you know, and saying, uh, like, one thing that I really enjoyed was Henry, which was the Colombian version of Hank. You know, kind of a different actor, but, but like, uh, I really enjoyed his acting, uh, and he always had these really smooth-looking shirts on, uh, kind of button-down uh, print shirts, but not Hawaiian-printed shirts. And I came over the course of 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 episodes to kind of appreciate those short shirts. And I didn't talk about them too much. That was one thing. Then the other thing was the mystery in Walt and Cielo's house. They had a ceramic owl collection, uh, like in some cubbies, and then they had some other things. But I, I and and I guess I'm not a detailed person. Like uh, I like rambling about details and exploring details and using my lulling, soothing tones. Uh, but I'm not so good at remembering details or saying, "Well, what did?" You? So there was like these. So I never knew. I was always perplexed by the owl collection. It would probably only come up, you know, probably five times in the whole series. But that's still an unresolved question is who collected those ceramic owls? Were they arranged in a way, you know, that meant something to someone? Uh, another thing that was interesting was the use of purple on Marie and Maria, uh, which according to articles that listeners have sent me was that the actress... Uh, Betsy, I believe is her name. I don't know her name, but, but it's like, uh, that during when she first got the role, she said to the wardrobe people, just put me in anything but purple. Like, uh, I don't care what you put me in as long as they, you know, fits the character and is not purple. And so then they proceeded to always put her in purple. And there was a lot of purple, different things in the house, you know, like chairs and glasses and stuff. And that actually carried over into Columbia. So it was kind of fun. So anyway, there's just a little nostalgia as we close out this Breaking Bad. And, you know, we'll be moving on. It's not like I'm going to stop broadcasting on Sunday night. So, you know, we'll be moving on to the next thing. As of this recording, I don't know the exact dates of everything. So that's why I'm not saying, oh, this is what's coming up next. But I'm sure... It'll either be a surprise or you'll know it's coming. It'll be, be just as soothing. Now, if you're new here, yeah, the whole idea of the show is to take your mind off stuff. So ideally, that's what I'm doing now that you didn't think you were saying, huh? Yeah, this, and maybe you could see it as like I could be your Sisyphus. Uh, because it is kind of like a lot of people that have trouble sleeping. It, it becomes this repetitive battle we have to do. And in some sense, I don't know how many of those echoes carry across the productionist podcast and whatever, but, uh, you know, I'll be here struggling to make this podcast to take your mind off of the stuff that's keeping you awake. And I try to do it in a friendly manner because I've been there. I've been there sleepless, tossing and turning, staring at the ceiling. 
and watching the fragments of my life, you know, drop off one by one and then analyze, well, my goodness, I can't believe that. What about this, you know, where everything becomes like, uh, like either hypersensitive or hyper intense or whatever. And I hope I can add a little fresh air, a little goofiness and a little distraction. Uh, so if you're new here and you're skeptical, I appreciate you stopping by. Now, this podcast isn't for everybody. It's a little bit different. It involves creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders, which isn't for everybody. Uh, but I hope you give it a few tries. It, you know, it might take a couple tries to know if it's going to be right for you. But 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 thank you so much for checking out the show. And just, you know, because since I've been there, I, I can relate. And so I do really hope and really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, thanks. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe, welcome place uh, where everybody's invited. You can come on in. And the safe place is a place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, travel, internal or outside noises, you know, the past, present, or future, uh, something physical, something, any myriad of things. Uh, uh, bring them by. Set them down wherever is comfortable and come on in, because I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing meanderwear, uh, patent, patent, pending, well, patent, pending, patent, feeling out a patent, finding out what a patent is, patent, pending that, then pending probably some sort of ornerous application process if it involves doing anything. Uh, I'm okay. How about this? I'm wearing meanderwear, imaginary patent pended, imaginarily patented, completed, approved, uh, which gives me, you know, helps. It's like it has that compression stuff and copper and magnets, like the stuff on TV. Also, like uh, from, you know, the times I collide with particle colliders, it, it has still, uh, oh, dark matter. Like, that's all in my meanderwear, which, unfortunately, that's probably it for me having any other kids, you know, but any, that's probably it anyway. You say, you, you, are, you sure, are you sure there's not anything with half-lifes in your meanderwear? I say, well, for sure, if, if, if I've been wearing them. Yeah, I don't know what, you know, there's long half-lives or whatever. Yeah, you're right about that. I don't know what that means, but I'm still acting like I do. So that's meanderwear. I thought I was going to try to, like, uh, creaky dulcets, meanderwear, meanders, over-descriptions, as you just witnessed. Uh, that, and if you're new here, welcome, by the way. I think I said that a few times, and I mean it, because I've been there. And I know a lot of people are having trouble sleeping for a lot of different reasons, uh, seasonal stuff or current stuff. And I hope I can help you. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. What I do hear for a certain pretty big percentage of people listen is it takes a few times. Like uh, initially, I might get on your nerves, and then you'll realize, like whatever's lower, whatever's less than harmless, 
uh, you say, okay, like, let's run through some creatures. And you say, well, that doesn't sound very harmless, Scoots. I said, well, we're going to work our way down. Like, are you the kind that live, uh, in a, in a, you know, the chair are close. You got birds. Those are pretty harmless. Most of them. Raptors, birds of prey, even those are mostly harmless. I mean, probably the most, you know, ones are with the, the ones that go to the bathroom a lot, which I don't know if that's a seagull. I mean, we've gone about Canada geese, but they don't drop it. They just leave it. Let's not get sidetracked by bird poop. Uh, I mean, this early in the podcast or ever, you know, let's just keep Let's just come up with a BPP, bird poop policy right now, which unfortunately my brain's not. So let's try not to talk. This is really like if you could hear my brain talking like four seconds ahead of when I talk, it says, please, let's not talk about bird poop. Scoots, seriously, don't talk about bird poop anymore. I and mean, I'm not kidding. Like I was just saying that, and now I'm saying it again. Don't say it again because it's not exactly sleepy, not exactly unsleepy. I mean, I guess say the obvious thing, you wouldn't want to sleep in it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Not harmless, annoying. I'd say it's an irritant. Um, so th- that's So you'd say, okay, so birds are out. I'm, more, I'm less harmless than birds. Minor irritant. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, you're right. You got me brain. I couldn't get you to stop saying bird poop, but you're willing to totally admit, you know, you, you got me. Pardon my zinger. Is, uh, what was his name? Uh, now I can't even remember the, Mr. Burns' assistant's name, but that's embarrassing. Uh, forgetfulness. I don't know. I think I'm in the middle of describing why I'm harmless, but you'll learn. I mean, Milton? No, it's not his name. Smithers, Mr. Smithers. Actually, that's one of the few impressions I can do. I haven't done it in about 12 years. Mr. Smithers. Can't do any other Mr. Burns except for that. You know, that's like, uh, it's a weird skill I had. Mr. Smithers. Like I can do, how did this become a routine? I did not mean for this to happen. I'm sorry. But I can do, uh, I, I won't do, I can do, I think I can do one thing, Eddie Vedder, but I can't remember what that is. That definitely wouldn't be for a sleep podcast. I can do Lord Commander, Stannis Baratheon. That's only Stannis. So it's not like an impression, except it's like two word, two word impressions. It's like a, one of those pound signs, uh, Hashtag uh, two, two day career. Two word, uh, who else can I do? Miss Piggy. But that's too loud. I can do her saying hi, yeah. And then I almost can do where she uh, gets grouchy with Kermit. Something, something frog. Uh, this is a character that doesn't really exist anymore. Yogi Bear. Uh, I could do, uh, even that was the first impression I could do. And I realized, I said, well, that's strange. And embar- this isn't really a useful skill. Because all I could say was, uh, hey, hey, boo-boo. And I tried to, that's not the full impression. So don't roll your eyes, please. Uh, the few Yogi Bear fans that uh, exist today. But I said, I mean, this was this is how you end up making a, a boring podcast. With, with, with like, uh, and this isn't a this part is not like a, a routine. This really happened. I mean, I guess this would be like fitted in the category. Why do you make a boring podcast? Well, you know, there's people that do impressions, and there's people that don't do impressions, and then there's people that are terrible at doing impressions, and there's people that are awesome at it, and then there's people along the spectrum. And there's people that, uh, you know, use different, uh, 
ways of making their impressions better. And we've all seen that dude on YouTube. Uh, that was like three or four years ago. When I was a young boy, I learned that I could do, I, I, I learned I could do, hey, hey, boo, boo. So that's four words of Yogi Bear, but Yogi Bear, who was popular when I was little, the cartoon character. But I couldn't do anything more. Uh, and that's not like, just like I can only whistle in. And believe me, I've gotten so many emails saying, here's how you whistle out. It, it's a genetic, I can't whistle out. I can only whistle in. And I could bet you, and this is how stubborn my subconscious is, it wouldn't be me, but if we came up with like $40,000 to hire some sort of uh, imitation coach or whatever, okay, this is the person that works with Saturday Night Live, Scoots. He's going to teach you a whole Yogi Bear routine. I'd be like, well, thanks. That's like, let's just burn that 40000 because that's totally... But even if we, in Stannis Baratheon, that would, even if, the, so I don't know anyway if it would, who was the first person? Miss Piggy, that would be cool. So that one, but it would still be 40000 not well spent because the teacher would totally have some sort of break with reality and say, you know, I spent six months with this kid and he can only still say hi yeah and forget about it, Frog. And then he laughs and then we go through. So it's just a weird thing. Uh, and I've had to adapt to disappointments like that, like uh, the highs of uh, realizing you can sound like a cartoon character and the lows and the baffling low of saying, oh, wait, I can't say any other words. Like, uh, no wonder I compartmentalize so many things in my life. You, you believe that? And I know for a sliver of the audience, this will make perfect sense. The people that like so everybody else just pretend this is a... a um, a very confusing metaphor. Okay, let's just I'll just give your brain a second to try to. Um, ideally, that'll just cause your brain to shut down, and you'll say, "Well, I just better go to sleep because this is not making any sense." But let me give you now that it's too late the TLDR version. I can do very few impressions. When I can do an impression, like it's it's only a few words. Like Antonio Banderas, I cannot really do that, uh, but I do. Like I can. That's probably the most range I have. In that, like I have to make sure he gets out of the studio within two minutes, otherwise it'll like all come off the rails. So I guess the TLDR is it, when I can do an impression, it's usually four words or less, and only the same four words. I guess I just like to burn those pathways into my brain and then keep them, you know, like really thin uh, pathways that are, you know, I, I don't know. They tell me this brain's plastic, but, you know, mine's was kind of plastic that got left in the sun or something. But anyway, you adapt and then, like, look at, look at the pleasure. Some people are already asleep. Some people are laughing with me. Some people are identifying and saying, hey, I can only... Uh, jump rope with this certain brand jump rope, so I can relate to that. Or, you know, I can only skate with these kind of, you know, there's few, you know, so there we go. We're creating, this is a global village, you, you know. The misfit toys had to live somewhere. And uh, they, they, not that you're all misfits, you're the best kind, uh, you're used. Uh, so I'm glad you're here, I guess that's my message. So if you're new here, holy moly. It's a podcast to put you to sleep. I, I guess I didn't say this earlier. It's a little bit different and strange and silly. 
and I'm a bit of, I'm a bit much, and I've seen that in the reviews sometimes. It's well intentioned, okay? That's the main thing. And you're under no pressure. You're no, you're not under no pressure or obligation, and obviously no expectation that you're gonna that this is gonna work for you, or you're gonna, you know, you're gonna like me. Give it a few tries though, because I make this show uh, to try to take your mind off of stuff and help you fall asleep. And I really do hope it works for you, because obviously with a brain like this, uh, you know, I, I can't, like, it's not like a, like when I'm lying there at night and I, and I can't sleep and I'm starting to feel down. I can't say, I can't, like, I don't have that, uh, I can't say, well, at least I still have my wide range of uh, uh, 1980s and uh, characters from GOT that aren't with us anymore that I can, you know, that I can just wow people at parties. It's like, well, I can only say... Lord Commander, um, and I can't do anything else. But but so you but you, like I said, you, you take you take a, I don't know. You take lemons, you make lemonade. That's what you do. And, and in this case, it's this, it's like melatonin laced lemonade that's supposed to put you to sleep. Because I got meander. Did I mention I'm wearing meanderwear? It still makes me laugh inside. Like I just picture a little me as a little boy saying. I'm wearing me underwear. Uh, so I guess my main message always is I'm glad you're here. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour, like 45 more minutes or so, giving it my all. Uh, much like a car that won't start in the, the dead of winter, you know, that kind of, you know, like all. Uh, to take your mind off stuff. Because there is a percentage of listeners that don't sleep to this, but listen uh, for a companionship in the deep dark night. And that's one of the reasons I give him my all to the very end. Uh, so as I would say, as I've said, you know, like, I really hope this helps you, uh, you fall asleep or take your mind off of stuff. And I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. Uh, and let's uh, keep the show moving. I hate you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, uh, feeling, uh, sensing, uh, you know, changes in weather and routine, you know, like a to-do list. As The to-do list can grow this time. You're passing in time. That can, you know, thinking about the passing of time. People bringing up the su- subject, you know, uh, father and mother time. You know, how come mother time doesn't get, you know, she does not get enough credits? Or is it like father time? I mean, yeah, father and mother time. I don't know. Anyway, whatever is keeping you awake, uh, I'm going to send my voice across. Did I say I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside what's keeping you awake? Uh, that's step one. Uh, but what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside that, those things. Um, just sorry, internal distractions. That's another way. So, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send. How, how are you going to make a safe place? Thank you. And actually, I'll comment on temperature next. Uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, circular. 
I don't know, more like swirl, swir, is swirler a word? It's a hard, hard to say if it is, so no wonder it's not in, uh, you know, regular usage. Swirler, swirler, it's It sounds like, is that an onomatopoeia? Like, it sounds like it's, it looks. You'd say, describe Scooter's meanders as swirlier. It's swirlier than what? No, no, no. Circular, swirlier, swirly, swirler. Yeah, that one. I got it there. Yes, I got to squinch my mouth closer. Swirler. Oh boy, if you're new here, you're this is you're in for a treat. I think. I mean, I guess uh, depending on how you define treat loosely. Swirler. That, that's. It sounds like it. Almost sounds like I've turned into a robot, a senseless robot, uh, who's. Uh, but yes, swirler logic. Are also my meanders are swirlier. You know, I don't want to be competitive. Swirlier, more swirly. Not more surly, though. I could. You know, if I can get into some some surly. Did I say surly? What word did I just say? But I meant to say surly. You know, if I do anything surly, it'll ideally be subtextual or something, you know, or masked in, uh, you know, whatever, you know, you know, subjugated emotions. I don't know. If, is that a thing? I think I do that uh, for, you know, but that's part of this context of this podcast. I don't know. That might be a little bit hard, harsh because that sounds like a harsh word. Plus, I probably should, you know, know the definition. But, yeah, swirler, swirlier. Uh, all those things, uh, you know, because I want to take your mind off, especially this time of year. We have like the uh, across, you know, this is the big change. You know, we're in the middle of the seasonal change. And they say se- seasons change, people change. Is that how seasons change, people change? And, you know, you're supposed to layer your clothing. You get your heat. Right now, I'm over layered. Usually, I don't layer my clothing when I'm doing the podcast because uh, I'm in a closet. If you're, this is, this, it's just, this will be a little descriptor behind the scenes. I haven't done this in a while. And if you're new here, yes, I'm not, like the, the, the glamorous life of a sleep podcaster exists within the fictional realms of the sleep podcast itself. Uh, but I record this podcast in a closet in my apartment, and it's not a uh, walk-in closet. It's a, I call it a climbing closet. In reality, it's more of a press yourself against the wall to get by the clothes to the back of the closet, which I have cleared out with no clothes. And then I have some moving blankets on the wall here and above me. And actually have this old carpet uh, with an animal print on it. Not a print, animal print, a printout of an animal. Uh, I can't say which kind of animal. Let's say the most, let's just say, what's the cutest animal that's sleep friendly? Um, that fuzzy one, you know, with the cute eyes, that kind of one. It was my living room carpet till I realized how, I think it was ostentatious. It was a... Uh, some sort of computer print, not quite eight bit, but close of an animal in black and brown, kind of like you'd see on the uh, hood of a a car or a van, you know, driven by somebody like me. That you'd say, "Well, that guy, he, you know, he he's he, he yeah, I went to high school with him, and it, it was always yep, he's 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 harmless, but he's strange. He's got that van with the." Uh, uh, everybody's favorite marsupial on there. 
No one knows why. Also, has he has a, you know, is it a marsupial, the cutest animal in the world? I don't know. I can't. Is it mammalian? That's a good question. I don't, I can't answer that either. But actually, I was in the middle of complaining about overlayering and trying to relate to the audience. Because you see, so I overlayered because it's, uh, I'm lucky I live in the Bay Area in California where our seasonal change, it changes. It's slight and we have a little bit of a, a cooler streak here. And so I, you know, I, I was a little cold and I said, well, let me throw on a sweater, a sweatshirt uh, before I record the show. Now I regret it because I can't really take it off till I stop recording. Um, but I guess I'm more, you know, I'm a hot-blooded chicken and see. You know, I've got a marsupial rug that's a metaphor for something else right under me. Uh, but if you're new here, this is my guess to take your mind off stuff. I'm glad you're here. If I haven't, you know, I, I, I like I am confident, mildly confident in only this podcast in context that ideally I took your mind off of stuff like for the past few minutes. Uh, but this podcast is a little bit goofy because, I'm, you know, I make it. And it's it's not a it's not a it's it's full of mumbles like that and uh, stumbles, and that's I guess that we've already talked about this, but that's a good name for the cutest animal in the world, stumbles, you know, because then it makes it more. Because if it was too cute, I guess it would, that would be the second. I guess that would be the 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 little the kid brother of the cutest animal in the world, stumbles, the kid brother. Uh, coming to Gingerbread Press, twenty thirty seven stumbles. The kid, it, too much in the subtitle though. The kid brother of the cute. Maybe I could do that as an autobiography. What do you think about that? You know, fictional autobiography written by Stumbles. Dear diary, what would the, I guess the first off? Well, anyway, I'll save the backstory for another time. Excuse me. If you're a new listener here, the whole idea of this podcast is to take your mind off whatever's been keeping you awake, but with the caveats that you don't really have to listen to me. You can listen at your leisure. You can a actively listen now. Here's how the st show structure normally goes. Like tonight, we're going to talk about a holiday special. So usually we have about five minutes at the top of the show. That's like the business of, uh, you know, making sure the podcast can run and the credits and stuff. Then there's usually about a 12-minute intro, which is a meandering metaphor to try to explain the podcast. Different every time, kind of like a show in itself. Some people fall asleep during this part, and so it's different every time, but it also feels familiar. Because I want you to feel welcome. This is a safe place, and you're welcome here. Uh, then I will go into the episode portion, and then uh, where I'll talk about a holiday special. And then at the the end of the show, we'll we'll do some thank yous and good nights, and that that's 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 what the show that's how the show goes. Now you're under no pressure to listen, so you could start actively listening. Maybe you you could say, "Well, I wonder what's special." And then once I start talking about the special, you could sleep in, slip into sleep into sleep into sleep with me. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, you could slip into uh, passive listening. And then this is not patented yet, but reflective listening. That's where your ears just bounce my words off. They don't bother your brain. Now, some people, we, we, you know, this podcast, we're beyond the binary, so we believe in gray areas. So you could do a combination of any of those listening types, too. You know, you can bring as much nuance as you want. You could say, well, he's more of, 
you know, I just hearing like, you know, that kind of thing. That's fine, too. So there's not really any rules here. The rules are no pressure. You fall asleep when you want. I'll be here for about an hour. Uh, you know, but if you can't sleep, I'll be here fully. Like, I'm going to give this episode my, my full attention while I'm making it so that you don't need to pay attention. Kind of a, kind of a, I don't know if that's a paradox or a contradiction. I mean, I'm a living contradiction. Believe me, I know that. Uh, but you know, I mean, here's the main message. I'm glad you're here. I want to take your mind. off the reason why, one of the biggest reasons is I've been there sleepless tossing and turning, staring at the ceiling, watching the clock, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, now, the podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, it does, I do get a lot of feedback, though. So give it, a, if you're on the fence, you don't need to give it a few tries, but you could, you know, and, and, and I do grow on people. Uh, but there's also people that loathe me. And, and I mean, you don't, if you do loathe me, you know, it, the, 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 there's already other people that have spoken on your behalf. Believe me, you know, you can send me an email or whatever, but uh, you can also, there's plenty of other sleep options out there. Audiobooks, uh, LibriVox, um, you know, radio. I, you know, I, 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 my personal preference is KDFC classic. You can listen to that on the internet. Um, I'm going to try out the Goon Squad next. Uh, that was recommended to me. Uh, so there's other options there. This option for people that kind of want a bedtime story, a bore friend to imaginarily come over, take your mind off of stuff, use the lonely, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, and, you know, just not get to any, you know, say, well, geez, are you going to get to the point? Well, eventually I will get to the cone, you know, not a point, but, you know, uh, you know, I'll get there. I'm not sure where I'm going yet, but I, when, I, when I do, you know, would I, you know, so that's that's how this podcast works. Uh, you know, a lot of shoulder shrugging moments for this show. We say, when is he with this? So, what, so anyway, I'm glad you're here. These are my messages, I guess. Uh, I appreciate your time. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for stopping by. And let's keep this sleep train moving. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. So glad you're here. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here, also here, here with you, to, to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn on the light, turn out the lights. Oh boy, that's twice I've done that lately. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest when I'm going to do... What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, you know, feeling, physical sensations, uh, seasonal stuff, uh, past, present, future, whatever it is, whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanderware. Because uh, you'd say, well, why, what's meander where? Well, it's a, it's a where, it's a where that enables my meanders. Uh, stretchy fabric, by the way, breathable, of course. Uh, oh, did you ask if it's wicking? Oh boy, does it wick? It wicks meanders right out. It, it distributes them. Uh, it, it, I think I was describing some of the copper-based features. There's also magnetic magnets in meander where. There's magnets in this here meanderware, but there might be new listeners that are confused by this. So if you're new here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. 
I'm going to use, oh, I think I said that, like lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones with meanderwear. I'll muffle my voice with meanderwear. You know, clean, you know, meander gator. What is it called with the thing that goes around? Meander muffler. I should get that on a car, too. Would you, wait, was that your car that just went by? I didn't notice anything other than the fact that it went around the block 60 different ways, 40,000 times. Oh, yeah, also, I was right at your house, then I went down to the river for, for a couple hours. But, yeah, that well, that's because I have a meander muff, meanderwear muffler on my car. It uh, enables Sunday driving all week long. There you go, meander meanderwear mufflers. Meander muffler. Yeah, meander muffler. We're, we're almost there. I'm not into the brand, you know, I'm not at the best at branding. Uh, tonight's episode, sleep with me. Brought to you by Meander Muffler. What did I say? Oh, yeah, sun, like a Sunday drive, eight days a week. Because twice, twice, you, you could do twice on Sunday, you know, twice the Sunday drive on Sunday. Meanderwear. Mufflers. Oh, sorry, you get so caught up in the meanderwear. Okay, but if you're new here, you might be, like, wondering what's going on. Well, I'd say give this a few a few tries. Give this a few minutes. This is our long intro. A lot of people fall asleep during the intro, but not everybody. That's why you have a bedtime story. Uh, the intro, actually, tonight will be observation, observing, uh, observing uh, the Thanksgiving Day parade with a couple of guests. But uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, this intro is a long, drawn-out metaphor of what the podcast is. So some people fall asleep during this. Some people, you know, uh, brush their teeth, pet their pets. You know, that, that that's also, but this part of sleep when we sponsored by petting your pets, what could be more sleepy than getting up and, you know, unless you're already in bed, but tomorrow night before you get in bed, after you start sleep with me, petting your pets, what could be, you know, it's like, it's like Sunday drive every evening of the week, petting your pets. Thank you. Couple of new imaginary sponsors we have here on the show, uh, pets. They're, they're not what's for dinner, but give them tw- two dinners. Uh, also sponsored by Pet Sponsorship Jokes. Uh, no, no longer. That was instantly canceled by some sane part of my brain. But if you're new here, I go off on tangents. Why? I'm wearing meanderwear. And I, but you, I guess it should become clear pretty quickly. You say, okay, well, I don't have to take this person seriously. You don't have to listen. But you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I uh, make these shows an hour so you can drift off at your leisure. You can kind of listen, maybe get some bore giggles, giggle spritz. That's a new thing, too. They haven't uh, re-upped their sponsorship yet, but uh, we'll see about that. But giggle spritz, uh, whatever it is, I'll be here to, to to distract you, to take your mind off of stuff. But you don't have to give me your mind. You say, well, you're going to take my mind off stuff? Yeah, you'll be maintaining the control. Like I'm like totally bound, you know. You you can have double, triple boundaries, whatever you need. I'll take your mind off of stuff, but I won't be holding your mind, you know, because I'm clumsy too. Uh, and then you just drift off when you feel like it. So, and I think I talked about this recently, but you can go through the different phases of listening. You can actively listen, and that'll take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Then you could passively listen. As you sink deeper into bed, or as they get into the to the parade. I mean. That parade took freaking three hours to show, you know, I don't even need to do three hours to put you to sleep. That's how uh, 
you know, I can, I can do it. I'll overstretch that stuff. I think that was a that time I didn't even, that didn't even make sense to me. I don't know what I overstretch that stuff. What does that mean? Extra words. That's what it means. Uh, oh, thank you. Bon that was my bonus word brain. I think that was something I read on a Scrabble board that uh, stuck in my brain. Anyway, and then you just fall asleep whenever you want. You could go to, not, you know, non-listening, reflective listening, where suddenly my voice just bounces. You know, your brain doesn't even catch it. Uh, but the whole idea is there are no, no shoulds around this podcast. You, you, can't, you can do whatever you want. It's a sleep offering. Some people use it when they wake up in the middle of the night. Some people use it to fall asleep. Some people let the podcast run the whole night. Some people, you know, like me, when I was a kid and I have trouble sleeping, I couldn't fall asleep. So I'd listen to something just to take my mind off of the fact, you know, to take the pressure off, distract me, uh, lighten the mood. I'll be here. However you use the podcast, I'll be here. Uh, you know, I'll be using that meander stuff. Meander bomb. There's another one. It, that's a okay. Somebody work on that. Hopefully, one part of my brain got that. Meander bomb. The bomb. There's a there's a punchline in there. I don't have it though. The bomb you don't put out. The bomb because it doesn't rhyme. The bomb you put around. But it'd be something like that. Meander bomb. You know the bomb. I don't know. I wish. See, that's why. That's why I do a sleep podcast, not a. A bomb-based comedy tour. I bomb. Ba-boom. I mean, anyway, the message I want to get across is I'm here to take your mind off stuff. You don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to listen. You don't even have to fall asleep. Uh reason I make this podcast, obviously, uh, I've, if you've been listening for the last eight minutes, I've disqualified my disqualif disqualified myself from almost everything else on planet Earth, including speaking. Even then, I, I, I missed the including. I think I said including, including speaking. You know, I can do, you know, I can make up, what was I making up sponsorships for? Cat-related stuff, right? Oh, petting your pets. Yeah, don't forget about that tomorrow. Petting your pets. Uh, good in the morning, uh, good at night. Petting your pets. You know what? You know what? I throw it out there. Pat yourself too. You know, give yourself a little arm pad, or you know, back pats, or a head pats, or if you're, you know, if you're doing dual partner listening. Oh boy, I got to unbutton this button. We should get some dual partner listening going. Whew, it's just the three of us here, huh? Oh boy, this will never get awkward. Oh no, never. No, but you know, just do some padding. Yeah, whether it's self soothing or partner soothing, partner soothing. You know, but let's just keep it on the soothing level. No swooning, okay? Let's let's see, like, uh, uh, how about a swoozy? You know, whenever I hear swooning, I want to say swoozy Kurtz. Uh, she was an actress. I, she probably still is an actress. I don't know. Anyway, that was a meander, and but uh, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. I'm glad you're here. Reason I make this podcast is because I, especially this week, I've had trouble sleeping. I had insomnia as a kid, but you know, if this can help you fall asleep, if this can put you in a little bit better mood, if this can ease the bedtime dread or drain the anxiety out of the room, if I can spritz you with some giggles, if I may, or just distract you, check, heck, some people fall asleep in like two or three minutes. And it's still my honor. They say, okay, well, they know that their boyfriend is there for them. 
And if that creates some sense of security, a safe place for all my friends beyond the binary, uh, all of you, that's a huge, huge honor. And so if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This podcast does not work for everybody. Uh, but the people it works for that are skeptical, they usually say they, they tried a few times and then, you know, usually the skeptical people, I don't, uh, you know, they either keep listening or they move on. So give it a few tries. You know, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you saying, what is this thing? You know, my, my cousin said this, or I read it about that, or, you know, I saw it, you know, written on a bathroom. You know, if you're writing about the podcast on bathroom stalls, you know, I don't know. Should we keep doing that? I don't know. But anyway, however you found out about it, thank you for taking the leap to test this out. It's a strange thing listening to a grown man who wears me underwear, brags about it, and, uh, tries to invent things around it meander bomb <laughs> prevents meander where chase chase anyway i'm glad you're here thank you for stopping by i really hope and not only do i hope i yearn to help you fall asleep all right okay hey you've only tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well, welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that's here to put you to sleep, we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking stuff, uh, feeling, uh, physical sensations, you see, you see, you know, changes in the temperature, uh, travel you know, anything, stuff going on, life stuff, you know, stuff, you know, still like that cat used to say, I think, like, I think there's more than like, what is, what is it? Cause I was just watching uh, season two of Mr. Robot. And at one point they had the, uh, the hanging cat. Um, but what is the, 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 which one did they say just hanging around or how about a hand? I can't remember. Uh, but there is a cap. I think there's one that says stuff happens uh, in a little bit harsher terms than that. But uh, uh, what was I going to say? I get totally, I guess stuff happens in my brain. Uh, sleep with me, the podcast, which is what we do with the bedtime stories. You know, we do with the bed. So you get bed I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can, sorry about that. Re, re, they just rewound. Uh, that was a human rewind. That could be my nickname. If I go back to the 80s and I start, if I go on a sitcom, I'll be the human rewind. Anyway, I'm going to create a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, whatever, whatever's going on here. I think, I don't know, the, the, the closet, the climbing closet, the crawling closet that I record the podcast in is a little bit cold tonight. Uh, not uncomfortably cold. You know, when someone says they caught a chill, like, uh, I just, cause I just got home and then I, uh, let go out and go, we ran around a little bit, chatted, uh, discussed some things about her bedding. This is my dog. And then I said, okay, you can lie in the bed right outside the closet, but you can't lick yourself. I said, no bathing in, in, in Sophia's bed, please. And Koa didn't make any promises. Smart dog. Dogs don't make promises. Holy cow. What was I talking about? So I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside brain distractions. Oh, it's a little cold in here. That's what I was saying. It's just a little chilly, but in a kind of good way. I think this. if I was sleeping in this closet, uh, 
You know, I did think about sleeping in this closet. Maybe you want to learn some things about scoots. I think this closet is about the width of a twin bed. And for a short time, I considered, I said, well, geez, could I sleep in that closet? Uh, it'd be like a little bit like a little fort. And actually, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, it's not quite enough room for me. Um, and, you know, anyway, no, no, no more, no TMI. But uh, it's it's definitely, it would be a tight fit. It would be interesting. Now I'm thinking about selling it to say, well, what happened to the podcast? Scoot started sleeping in his studio and then... Uh, Got wrapped up in all his equipment, and then, you know, that was it for the podcast. Podcast that put him to sleep, he sleeps there. I don't know, we're on the verge of a pun now, but I guess it's not a pun. Like, the, sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep uh, in the spot I now sleep in. I mean, they could, I could be on to something. I guess I would be, like, a guru. Like, didn't the Beatles, they went to, like, back in the day, all the birds, the Beatles, the wing, wings, I think, was the Beatles. Um, Cream, I think Cream was the birds. Uh, uh, you know, all those bands, they were good, the, the um, Beach Boys. Weren't they all going to see gurus? Yeah, if I became a guru, if I start a guru-based podcast, I will be in a bed. I mean, I won't sit. I won't tell you it's a bed. It'll be a cushion, of course. And when it's when you're a guru, you don't have bedding. You have cushions. You don't have pillows. You you cushions. Yeah, this is scoots. Uh, this, what would we call it? It wouldn't be sleep with me. It could be sleep with us. Sleep with one. I don't know. We'll think of a title, but this is Scoots, your your sleep generator here. Broadcasting from the cloud closet on my cushions in the cloud closet here. I don't know if I can. I can't even do a few minutes of it, but one day I'll be a guru. You know, when when we get to, when we we say, well, yeah, he became, he started believing I don't know what happened. We we wanted we wanted to say he started believing in too much, but it was really he just started sleeping in the same place he recorded the podcast. So all his boundaries fell down, and once you lose those boundaries, you know, then your, your podcast becomes all. It goes from consuming, nearly all consuming, to totally. You know, he became consumed with the podcast. He was record, and also, you know, he lost a lot of the audience when he started recording in his sleep. Uh, and just releasing those as episodes, because uh, it was just, it was too, you know, anyway, holy cow, this is a podcast intro. Uh, if you're new here, uh, welcome. Usually I try to make a metaphor about what the podcast, so the, let me do the setup for you, because actually to welcome, you, you picked a, a, a great time, you picked an interesting time. You you picked a decent time to to join us because we actually have the new. I'm not even sure of the exact segment structure, but what what we usually do is we have like our open part of the show, you know, where we cover all the business and promote anything. Then we have an intro. The intro is usually eight to twelve minutes of me rambling. A lot of people fall asleep during the intro. You know, we welcome all our friends beyond the binary. All the binaries, everybody's welcome here. And then I try to explain the podcast, and I try to make a metaphor, explain the techniques. And I think ch- chilled brain would be—that's what it is tonight. And that is something that works with the podcast. Chilled brain, sleep with me, the chilled brain podcast. Maybe I should have called it that—the chilled brain podcast. Uh, the podcast 
that puts your brain to chill. I mean, we could do that one. I won't do like market and I iTunes. That'll be straight brain. I don't know if, I don't know. Brains don't shop at this point, but that'll be a future market when brains do their own shopping. They'll be like, well, what's the difference between sleep with me and the chilled brain podcast? This scooter just does a different voice. He just reads his old transcripts. Yes. Hello. Welcome to the chilled brain podcast. Uh, he, he he split into three different people, and he was already, so that made four, because he was Scooter, he was Drew. Then he became the uh, uh, Thaddeus Thinnenberg, the uh, the host of the Chilled Brain podcast. And then, you know, something else. I don't know what my guru name would be. Uh, but So if you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast to take your mind off, so you don't got to take it very seriously. Uh, tonight, so I'll finish up this intro. I'll try to explain the podcast tonight. We'll be t- this will be like a pilot. So you know, if you're you know, give me some leeway. Ideally, just fall asleep whenever you want because you're not going to miss anything. If you can't sleep, I'll be here giving it my all. Uh, but you'll be under no pressure to fall asleep tonight. I'll be talking about Star Trek next, the Star Trek the Next Generation, and you know, I'll, I'm sure I'll be apologizing a lot. But let me just you know, this will be the first time I'm talking about it on a podcast or, you know, other than general general conversation. So I don't know what's going to happen, and I can guarantee it, it'll, be, it'll have meanders. It'll be lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, creaky dulcet tones, pregnant pauses, mispronunciations, you know, to talk about uniforms, I'll be doing that a lot. But so I think what we'll do tonight, you know, finish up this intro We'll do a run-through of the episode, at least one run-through, maybe two, maybe like a non-dialogue a and a non-dialogue, a non-dialogue and then a dialogue run-through of the episode. Then maybe we'll talk, try, try to learn some stuff, and that'll be it. So if you're new here, this you don't got to take this podcast seriously. You know, you don't you don't even have to like me. You know, you you you, you like it, and ideally, you, you you like you could give it a few tries. You might grow to like me. I mean, a lot of people they they say I'm they consider me their boyfriend because that's why I'm doing it. I've been there, sleepless, tossing and turning, unable to get to sleep, staring at so so I can relate to to, to what you're going through. And then you go to and they say, why do you look so terrible? You say I can't sleep, and they say, well, Jesus, why do you, you know, why can't you sleep? I said, why are you asking me so many questions? Because that's why, okay, you leave me alone. They said, well, why are you so grouchy? Because you can't sleep. Well, maybe if you were less of a grouch, you know, that whole thing. Uh, but so if you're new here, just give the show a few tries. Uh, yeah, I may grow on you. There's no pressure, though. You're not, like, I'm not in a hurry to, like, I'm in a hurry to win your trust. Like, so I hope you trust me if you're skeptical. You know, trust me, and then part of that trust will be like, well, geez, I tried the podcast a few times. It doesn't work for me. Or, you know, I put on the podcast for my pets. I don't listen to it myself. My cats and dogs do. And, they, you know, they, it gets all their, you know, they do all their hissing when you're podcasting. So it's great here at the, uh, you know, wherever you're playing that. That'd be great. Uh, Cesar Milan, send me a check if you're doing that. Uh, but I guess I, I guess my message is uh, th- that I make this podcast. It's a little bit different. I'm always learning, or you know, t- t- taking two steps back to take one step forward. But usually, I'm taking my steps to the side. Let's say, let's go down this little path here and see what this is. So this is our new new show, our new episode. 
uh, about Star Trek. Doesn't even have his the Star Trek: The Next Generation. They don't have a witty even title yet. So this is like pilot. Uh, it's not about the Star Trek Next Generation pilot. There's a spoiler, but um, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time to fluff your pillows. Uh, you know, well, I try to think of something that rhymes with pillows, tr- tr- trillo, while the, my voice will make a sound that if it was an imaginary animal, it'd make a trillo. It's time for sleep with me. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, that's why you listen to the show, Sleep With Me. Because uh, this is actually the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with the bedtime story. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure, refigure out this open, uh, the beginning of it, so it's a little bit sloppy. Yeah, but we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, stuff, you know, stuff. If you have a bed full of stuff, holy cow, uh, I'd, I'd recommend getting it, you know, other than bed stuff. Like I'm picturing like uh, tennis rackets, soccer balls, roller skates, uh, you know, have a garage sale. You could call it a bed, bed sale, boots, you know, there's boot sales. You know, there's boot sales. You could have a bed sale, uh, but don't, you know, do it, do, 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 maybe schedule it. Just, you know, try to get that. I'll give you a second. I'll, I'll keep talking. Go ahead and get that soccer ball. Is that an air pump in there? Yeah, you don't want an air pump in your bed with you. But I'm going to try to distract you, whether it's stuff or thoughts or feelings, physical sensations, you know, life events, whatever, whatever's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm clutching my hands. My hands are folded because this is an important part of the show so I can get this point across. I'm squeezing my hands in a pentient way, in a serious way, because this is a silly podcast, but this is serious business. Because uh, I send my voice across the deep dark night, I use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Wings of pointlessness is how I glide across uh, the world of me, you know, meandering world I'm, you know, building. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a podcast to, to, to put you at ease and to give you something else to think about other than what's keeping you awake. Yeah. Especially if it's stuff, you know. And then I think I've talked, it wasn't that long ago because I I was thinking of the tagline for Sleep With Me, the podcast, Fluff With Stuff, Fluffing Your Stuffing. I forgot, I had a great tagline. I never write these things down because I'm recording. Uh, Because there's, you know, there's a, I think there was a place called Fluff and Stuff in uh, Syracuse. Might have been a head shop. Remember, also, there was a thing called, there was puffy stickers. I don't know if anybody who was alive during the great, but there's probably two or three puppy puppy stickers. They're, those are always good. And then there's fluff. In uh, my, my podcast is full of stuff and fluff and stuff, stuff with fluffing while your pillows are puffing. Sleep with me podcast. The rhymes are free. As you know, as you sleep along with me, yada, yada, d. Biggity, boggity, bully. 
Sorry, over-rhyming, uh, I've done that. But, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff in our life, and I'm not going to say that word, C-U-L-L. I'm a terrible speller. Maybe I'll sound it out. Clutter, C-L-U-T-T-E-R. Uh, but that could be, because that, that's, talk about a loaded word. You know, there's a loaded baked potatoes. And it's, it's nice if they give, a, like, if you're going to load a baked potato, give it a little fluff for me. You know, just get get some fork. You know, obviously you're going to do that uh, that four peel. You're going to peel it back. But, you know, do, before you stick in the, the uh, st- you stuff the potato with the stuffing, um, you know, do do some fluffing, light fluffing for me, please, potato uh, uh, potato connoisseur, potato entrepreneurs. What was I talking about though? Before I was talking about baked potatoes, having a bed full of stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's a. I think this is part of the human condition. It's especially in the in the uh, the part of like the part of the world where you you uh, you have advertisements. Uh, if, if, if anybody, if anybody lives in the world that, uh, doesn't have advertisements, oh boy, about 80% of my joke attempts will be, cause most of them are based on the incredible amount of advertising I have consumed. Well, you know, and I'm not here to point the finger, but, but, you know, we end up accumulating or, you know, in a lot of good comedy routines are about, you know, I think that was George Carlin, but I, I, I don't know who's, you know, we get more stuff. You have a job, and then you got a you know place to put your stuff and all that, and that's just one of the things that can keep you awake. And then if you're like me, then that's kluger. Let's just call it kluger instead of the the other word, the loaded word. You know, you and man, what I and I'm not exactly sure what kludgy is, but I think I've heard kludgy. I've heard of the maybe it's kludgy, but kludgy. We'll we'll, we'll make up a word here. You know, I tend to be a little bit of a kludgy person. You know, I got stuff in, in I got a pile to be work, to be ignored pile, uh, to forget about pile, to, you know, say, I'm going to get to that stuff. And I've been trying, but you say, even then I said stuff, you know, oh boy, I can't wait till I get to that stuff. And all my romantic, you know, once I get that pile out of the way, romance, here I come. I'll be running marathons and making out, you know, I'll be doing all that once they get those three piles down. And, oh, wait, I forgot those piles. And this is a true fact. First of all, there's not three piles. There's a couple milk crates full of podcast notebooks. And there's another one full of loose leaf paper. But those all sit on a giant chest. And I get, she said, I'm afraid to even look in there. I'm pretty sure my hand towel, like the, t- the towels I would dry my hands with. I mean, then I had to purchase new hand towels. She said, what happened to my hand towels? Coe, did you eat the hand towels? She said, no. That's my dog, just in case you're new. And I said, maybe one time I decided to store the hand towels in that chest, but now I can't open it with all that stuff on there. Huh, well, wipe them on my pants. That's what I do anyway, even if when I have a hand towel. Uh, but so that my wife, my life can be a little bit kludgy or whatever. Yeah, kludgy. You know, not that other word with the T's. Because T's are so kludge. You know, that's you could call me the kludge. How about that? It's a new character for the podcast. He doesn't use the, the, that word with the double T because that's so harsh. But the kludge. 
I like that. Remember I had the Noosh? That was my friend's daughter, Anushka. And I, I, I did say, I don't know if he ever listened. Zach, are you listening? Probably not. Zach's a very, uh, he's one of these writers that can actually get a ton of writing done. I always admired that about him. He's constantly churning out material. Uh, we also had a daughter, but he did not want me to call his daughter the Noosh. Uh, and, I, and I wasn't even talking about me. I said, you should start it so that when she gets to school and stuff, she's known as the Noosh. Uh, but I'll be the, the, what did I say? The Kluge? Yeah, that's not bad. The Kluge. I could, you know, maybe we could get, if the Fujis get back together, you know, we could do, we could work together. Uh, anyone from the Fujis listening, you know, I, I have open podcasts before saying I'm pilling, pillow, pillowing you softly, softly with my words. It, it would help if I could get it out without mangling any of it. Pillowing you softly with my words. Pillowing you softly. But I i mean, I'm a kludge. I, you know, I, I got piles of stuff. I fumble over my words, but I do it for you uh, publicly. You know, on my own. You know, this is it's, it's a lot easier to do that kind of stuff on your own when it's just your regular routine. Uh, but the reason I, you know, concentrate it and edit it and share it for you used to take your mind off stuff because I've been there after the kludging's done. You know, when the kludge lies down to rest, you know, that's when they say, well, you really kludged it up today, kludge. And they say, well, yeah, I had a long day, brain. Well, yeah, you were just kludging. You were kludging, kludging, and kludging, you know. And I say, yeah, I know. I was aware. I was there when when it all went down. Well, I think you forgot about that other kludgy thing you did with the thing. And also, there's been spinach on your teeth all day. Oh, thanks, thanks, brain. So, so like, if that's even if anything is like that for you at bedtime, or it could be something physical, or it could be something, it could be anything. It could just be an example that's barely tangentially related. If I could be a little bit goofy, a little bit silly, and take your mind off of stuff for a little while, and here's the deal: you don't, you don't really have to listen to me. You can listen. You can kind of tune in and then let you let, let me drift away into the background and maybe, you know, I just become a right, 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 kludge, 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 kludge and the nudge. Uh, or maybe you, you can't sleep in and, and but because I'll be here for, for another 50 minutes or so giving it my all, you know, try to be a little bit goofy, a little bit silly. Tonight we're going to be talking about Star Trek, the, the, the pilot episodes, Encounter at Farpoint. It'll be my second, only my second episode talking about Star Trek: The Next Generation. So, so that includes City. You know, I'll include you in the colluding. But this whole podcast is that you're under no pressure to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to listen. Just kick back. Some people put this on while they're brushing their teeth. Some people put it on when they're already in bed. Some people put it on during the day when they, you know, just need background noise or they're, you know, they need a distraction. And you know, if I can just train a little bit of the serious out of bed seriousness out of it, I, I can't. I, I try to do that, uh, but you know, especially when you get that brain saying, "Well, so I was cludging and kludging. Well, yeah, and also fudging. You were foot. You know, I say, well, it's just messy. I did, didn't. It did like it wasn't. You know, particularly messing things up. It was. You know, let me, uh, you know, be, be your boyfriend, be, be your distractor, your distractor in chief. 
It'll be my honor. And if you're new here, this podcast is, is, is you know, a bit different, a bit uh, strange, goofy, can be irritating. Let's not lie. Like, I can get on a certain number. Let's see, how many people are in America? 250. You know, 250. You know, I, I can get on people's nerves. Give the podcast a few tries. If you don't, If it doesn't work for you, it's no pressure, you know, no pressure on you. You know, I appreciate you investing the time, but I, I hear from a lot of skeptical people. That's a smart way to approach a, a podcast that says it's going to put you to sleep. And, you know, for those people that give it a few tries, it works for some people. It doesn't work for everybody. But I really hope it works for you if you're up there at night tossing and turning, having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, waking up in the middle of the night and, and getting back to sleep because I've been there in the deep, dark night. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope, I not only hope, so much more than hope, I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's sync, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, changes in routine, stormy weather. Uh, you know, and that, that could be a metaphorical storm. What, what, what was stormy weather? Whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And that's what this safe place is. I'm going to send my voice. Across the deep, dark night, I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to try to stay calm so you don't you don't really have to. I'm, I'm going to, like, uh, I'm getting clo- up close to the mic here. And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to, to calm it down myself. Uh, like, uh, and that's how this podcast works. All you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And here's the usual schedule of the episode. Usually we got about uh, four or five, you know, the first four or five minutes, we got to get all the credits and the business out of the way, housekeeping. Uh, Then there's like usually a 12-minute intro, which we're about two minutes into that. And then we're going to talk about an episode of uh, Star Trek and the Next Generation. And, that you know, that'll be lulling and soothing. And, uh, you know, I take my time getting there. And I try to I try to stay calm. I think I said that, but I I, I also got to remind myself to stay calm. Uh, get, I think I'm closer to the mic than I've ever been before. I mean, I'm, I'm really I'm real close to it. And I don't know, it's helping me stay calmer. I guess I don't have to use this loud voice. I got to watch my peas don't pop. So here's a little behind the scenes. I I have the. Uh, like, if I'm looking straight ahead, I don't know. Okay, the, 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 like, uh, what's that? Three, is the circle 365 degrees? I don't know. It's been, I don't know if I've ever said isosceles on this podcast. I think I have before. And I, I don't know if I, when I said isosceles, if that was my favorite triangle at the time, but I would say it is right now. Uh, so I mean, of all the names of triangles, uh, isosceles is very sleepy. 
is I wonder, maybe I could, if anybody's keeping track of all the books I've said I was going to write that I haven't written, I know there's I, Claudius. Maybe I could write a book, I, Sosceles. Uh, I, I think I should write the, the, the tale of the, tur- the tale of the, tur- the turbulent tale of the triangle. Maybe, and this isn't a joke. Sometimes it, this may sound like I'm joking. I'm, I'm as serious as a, as a, I'm serious as a isosceles triangle. I think this could work. Like I need a, I need a triangle expert. So I don't know. Usually I think Carnegie Mellon, MIT, what are the schools that I could have access? Like, what are the schools that I would have access to that are like those? I'd say, okay, they say, like, uh, you know, po- some sort of polytechnic, maybe. Uh, what's it? Is there is there any junior polytechnics? Because that's what I could use. Because we'll write a book, Isosceles. And I knew someone named Sosceles, and he was a wonderful, wonderful guy. Uh, but like I saw Solis, we could like we could flip flops the chapters, and I could have the triangle experts. It would also be hard getting you know because there's so much trying triangulation nowadays. In you know with these three dimensions, I guess I would probably have a lot of overlap. You know, say so, no, 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 no. I'm not looking for a triangulator. I'm looking for you don't have a doctorate in triangles there. Oh, you want our music department? No, 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 I don't. Wait a second. In your music department, you have a doctor of triangles? I think that could be the writer of the book, Dr. Triangles, uh, or a new character, Dr. Triangles and Isosceles. He's saying, I mean, because universities, they really don't have like a, I mean, because they're so complex, the bigger ones. There's probably not a number you could call. I mean, I'm sure it's okay. I mean, especially, okay, so no, 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 I don't need a 3D, no, no, what's a 3D triangle called? A pyramid. I don't need anything, no, I don't need anything pyramid-related. I'm only looking for uh, two dimensions. I think I'm looking for one dimension, just triangles, isosceles triangles in particular. I'm looking for the uh, world's foremost expert on isosceles. Oh, they're in fourth grade. Oh, every fourth grader. Oh, that's hilarious, brain. That was my brain just interrupted the podcast to, uh, no, no, to interrupt me. Sorry, uh, university switchboard. I'm, my brain interrupted this call, but I'm looking for, yeah, that's correct. Uh, could you could you transfer me to Carnegie Mellon then? Is that a school? I think it is. What about Case Western? Uh, do you have a number for them? Uh, no, no, just uh, do, do no, no, no. You do have someone that's an expert in right triangles. I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Equilateral is not, you know, have you seen the state of things as equilateral? I, I wish we, you know, no, not Venn diagrams. That's not, that's not a triangle. Isosceles triangles. Oh, that's a great question, ma'am. Why am I looking for the world's foremost expert in isosceles triangles? Great question. Let me try to re- let me try to trace my thinking back because that'll be pretty convoluted. I was doing a podcast intro for a podcast. I make sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. It's a grown up, yeah, grown up bedtime stories for grown ups. Yeah, and then so I was introducing. Oh, it's it's a uh, you know it'll put you to sleep. Believe it or not, we're in the middle of podcast intro right now, ma'am. You're on. The, you're not on the air because I don't have. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, you're imaginarily on the air. Okay, hi, Bradford. Okay, anyway, so then I started the intro, and then I, something came up about triangles. I don't know where. My triangle popped right out of my brain, and right out of my subconscious and into my brain, right in that frontal lobe or whatever. And it said, look at me, I'm an, I'm an isosceles. And I said, well, that would make a great name for a book, Isosceles. I, I mean, I have no idea why I started talking about isosceles triangles. But now, wh- one, one thing I know is that once I start, I can't stop. Uh, yeah. So it would help. It would be easier for me to stop if I knew I had, you know, Dr. Triangle on the line. But if that's not patented, maybe I'll start I'll, I'll start going by Dr. Triangle. I mean, yeah, I'm familiar with Triangle Man. Yeah, I am familiar with that, man. This is totally different. I, I always pictured Triangle Man as a equilateral triangle. Isosceles, tri- isosceles is obviously an isosceles. That's why I'm looking for the... Anyway, thank you so much for your time. I guess I'll try to get back to my podcast and pull it back together. Thank you. So anyway, hey, folks, sorry, back back again. I never left, though. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, uh, the one day this podcast may be approved by the by Doctor Triangle and uh, you know the Isosceles Institute, which okay, patent that one too. Yeah, welcome to Sleep with Me podcast presented by the Isosceles Institute. Uh, I say, what would we do? It, ma'am. I didn't realize I still had you on the phone. What would we do at the Isosceles? To, well, we do. You know. We'd get it, get it. We we cover every angle, you know, if you don't mind me saying so. And probably, you know, think about, you know, stuff about right, right triangles and equilateral triangles and work on, you know, parallelogram related humor. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Anyway, have great, you know, have great, have great, have, have, uh, you know, thanks. Thank you. Okay. So if you're new here, that's kind of like the podcast in a, you know, is stuffed into one of those angles of a triangle, you know, one of the ones that could fit it. I think what I was going to say, okay, I just followed my thoughts back. I was going to try to describe where the microphone was in in, in proportion to my mouth, and I was trying to figure out how many degrees were in a circle. And then that's when I saw, then I got a case of isosceles brain. Where did you get that fix? Isosceles Institute. You sleep with me for 10% off your treatments. Isosceles, the triangle that sounds nice and that doesn't rhyme with much, like seesosceles, frost, 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 freeze, you know, with with your, with your treatment, free fosters freeze. So if you're new here, this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff. I would do like, uh. I'd guess that, you know, maybe that took your mind off stuff. And you say, well, it wasn't gripping. Wasn't that, it wasn't terrible. Wasn't terribly interesting. That's, uh, that's, that's fair enough. You know, that was, you know, that's what we write in the isosceles review. Say a little bit much on the isosceles. I said, well, just say it with me. Isosceles. Maybe that's what you could say. You know, it doesn't sound like sleepily empowering. Isosceles. Isosceles, you know, and you could just start to like. Then, just like this podcast, the words they become less formula. Isosceles, you don't even have to enunciate anymore. Isosceles, and you could just say sosceles or whatever, whatever, 
And ideally, that's how this podcast works for some people. You know, I just start to drift in the background because you realize you're under no pressure to pay attention. But I'll be here if you need, if you do need to, to pay full attention or you need full distraction. Uh, but you're under, also under no pressure to fall asleep. Like, I'll be here for at least an hour, uh, you know, get, kick, you know, kicking kicking the tires on these used triangles to make sure I get the most value for my money and, you know, just doing my best uh, because you can't roll, you know, because it's a triangle. Anyway, this is why, I mean, I guess I'm stuck. I I am stuck. I got I do have a case of isosceles brain. I need to see Dr. No, ma'am, I can't wait till next week to see Dr. Triangle. Sorry, I might have a tri- another triangle-related call here. Uh, no, ma'am, I need to get in to see Dr. Triangle. It's a business proposal, ma'am. Big money. Uh, maybe some of it could be, maybe we could get you a credit on there. Oh, yeah, I could tell you the project title. It's called Isosceles. It's going to be uh, the biggest thing uh, since, uh, you know, quadratic equations, if you don't mind me saying so, you know. You take your cosine and get out of here when you hear about this idea. It's a book. It's a book. It's called Isosceles. It'd be a movie, you know, or a series on HBO, Netflix, or Amazon. A Tale of a Triangle. It'll be two, it'll be two at least two stories intertwined, ma'am. The real story of the Isosceles Triangle, and one a story so riveting, the Tale of a Triangle, named Isosceles uh, or Sosceles, I guess maybe. And it's struggle against, you know, the, it'll be great. So if you could just take that down, Dr. Triangle, uh, get a hold of Scooter. Hey, thank you, ma'am. Thanks. I'm, i got to get back to this podcast intro. Uh, so that's a podcast. A little bit silly, uh, a little bit different, but you don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to fall asleep, and you don't have to listen. I mean, you can hear, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so really... Isosceles, you ha- if that book comes out, though, you have to read it. Well, no, you don't have to read it. You just got to buy it. Uh, but that won't be till like, 2030 or whatever. So that's the podcast. I'm glad you're here. And the reason I make the show is because I've had trouble falling asleep, so I know what it's like lying there tossing and turning. And I want to be this voice of common comfort and silliness uh, to add some levity to bedtime. Also, no triangles in bed. That's an easy one. Uh, clear. I mean, you know, it's just it's just a policy. Very, you know, that's a uh, that's an easy one, especially in water beds. Holy moly! Uh, but anyway, I want to say thank you for your time. If you're skeptical, it makes total sense. Give the podcast if you try. See if it works for you. I hope it does. Because uh, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster who's already distracted by a dish soap, uh, and then also distracted. Did I already do a bit of It's time for the pod. Are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, you know, maybe because of too much dish soap? Or this episode, if you could if you could title this intro, it'd be Dish, dish Soap Deception. It with you know, but anyway, it's time for you. What did I say? Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Because it's time for sleep with me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed.
Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside uh, issues, whatever's keeping you awake, issues uh, with soap, soap issues. Oh, wait, I have, I have been thinking a lot about soap today because I had a whole nother soap thing. I don't even, I didn't even bring my soap box. As far as I could tell, none of it came in a box, the soaps that I'm thinking of. If you're soapy, I would say you know, take a quick shower and rinse off and then listen to this podcast. Uh, but if you're awake because of thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, like sensations, noises, changes, events, whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off of that, that's what the safe place is, a safe distraction, an alternative story. A kind voice being sent across the deep, dark night. These are the things I'm attempting to do here. If you're new, let me set the podcast up for you. So we had our business part of the podcast. That's out of the way. And now we have an intro. These intros can run anywhere from 8 to, to, to 12 to 14 minutes uh, or any, you know, somewhere in between. It's kind of like a mini show. You know, some people skip and other people listen to if either fall asleep to. But it's usually a way for me to kind of say, who's making this podcast? Why are we making it and what's it about? But mostly what I do is I demonstrate how the podcast works, mostly by accident. I, what I do is I say, I'm going to try to attempt to do all those things. Instead, I just kind of be myself. And then, and then I say, well, that was, uh, that was very meandering. Uh, then after that, well, this is a uh, Star Trek episode, a Next Generation, Next Borification. Maybe we just saw to the title. I don't. I've recorded. I don't even know how many episodes I've recorded. This might be the fourth. I think this is the fourth episode. And I think we finally came up with Star Trek: The Next Borification. No, I guess we didn't. We were close. Uh, but but it, we're getting there. Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be decided. Uh, but coming up here, we'll recap episode Justice. Uh, so you could skip ahead to that, or you could listen to this. You're under no pressure to really pay attention. So you say, well, for some people it doesn't matter. Some people you might want to get to the Star Trek stuff right away. Uh, you can use this podcast how you wish. You know, if you want to use it for pet soothing, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll take any stains out of laundry. As a matter of fact, I'm a stainer. You know, I'm Mister Messy. So. And I was just dealing with them hours ago. I was dealing with grease stains on my pants. And that was before the great dish soap deception that I just came across. I don't know how I don't want to call out any of the major brands either. So I'll have to be sensitive about that. But um, so that's how the podcast works. You, you don't need to listen. You don't need to pay attention, but you can. I'll be here as your boyfriend sitting here. Uh, trying to keep you company, trying to take your mind off stuff, make you look forward to bedtime or not dread it. And, like, uh, let, me, let me just get to my personal issues, you know, because that's, uh, like, uh, who's making this podcast? A person that thinks, uh, that t t today, a person that's thinking a lot about soaps. Also, this is a crazy thought. I said, why don't I make a YouTube video about this soap? And uh, I said, well, I don't make YouTube videos, creative brain, and... Uh, what are you talking about? I, I think, like, I have voices and stories going in my head all day long, and that was the first time I tuned into that one. Like, there's a YouTuber in my brain, 24-7 broadcasting uh, YouTube channel ideas. 
I also just pitched someone on, I, I, again, I have no business doing this. I, ba- I barely have a second of time other than, but I said, I pitched someone on a Twitch channel earlier today, too. I said, let's do, I said, I think we could do something here. So I have o- overactive brain, uh, check, uh, ability to obsess about things, check, and those kind of things can keep you awake. And also stuff like with a little bit of a sharper edge, like this. So I had I have a positive dish. I, well, I have a unresolved uh, soap story, a positive one, and then one that I'm not too happy about. But it's not the end of the world thing. Well, it's not really that big a deal. And we got about six minutes here, uh, so I'll try to run through. This. So the positive one. So I had grease stains on both. I have two pairs of the same gray Levi's pants or G, like pants, jeans. They're pants, I guess, because they're gray and they're not denim. And you say, well, why do you have two exact same pairs of the pants? Well, one, they became discontinued. Uh, two, I stain everything I own. Three, I don't like wearing pants. Uh, and when I started wearing these, they said, well, these aren't bad. I better buy another one since they're discontinued because uh, you know what will happen. And in my original plan had been to, like, you know, wear one pair for a year and just keep the other pair and then start wearing them. But then I started just alternating whichever pair was clean, you know. But today I face the prospect of uh, probably returning the pants from work wear because they were my pants to wear to work. And they just go into the street. Because, I, I mean, my personal life, like, people are, you know, seeing your grease stains. The problem with grease stains is why do they have to be in the crotch area always? I mean, because it's where I wipe my greasy hands. I mean, there's no grease going on around there, you know. So, But it, but it's just it's just not a great spot for grease stains anyway. Because you say, Jesus, like, uh, and they say, well, you're not drawing any attention there. I say, thanks, insulting Brent. Yeah, I'm not drawing. Thanks, that's hilarious. That's totally hilarious. But so, and I, I'd say this bar. So at some point, a friend in, I would meet at a 99 cent store, and we would do the fun 99 cent store shopping. And she was telling me about this pink soap uh, that her mom used that you can get at 99 cent stores. Ends up there's two brands, so I don't want to. Uh, that make this pink bar soap, laundry soap, hard, hard laundry soap. And we were, of all the topics we were talking about, was the stains on my shirt. And I said, well, geez, I don't think I can even get these grease stains out of here. Because they were, it was when I was an insect trapper and they were from the glue. Anyway, and she said, well, you should use this uh, this soap my mom uses, uh, this pink bar soap. And so at some point I decided to try that. And since then, which would probably be twelve years, I've had this pink bar of soap with me. And when I had, when I, when I like, the problem is, you know, realizing you need like a like having a. I don't have a laundry routine. I just do it when I have time. Uh, but I knew these were my favorite two pairs of the same pants. I don't know if that counts as one pair. Uh, but so I said, well, let me try to get these crotch, <laughs> crotchy. I mean, they're from the knee all the way up. Of course, they're on the thigh. It's like, uh, let me deal with these grease stains. And they're they're pending. Actually, the wash is done because I had it, but they're not in the dryer because they said, well, you know, I can't have the dryer going when I'm recording the podcast. Uh, but I've I've used that pink soap before, and I've never like I don't know if I've tracked. I don't pay attention, you know, because I'm permanently used to grease stains. So I've never said, wow, that really got it out. But I've never been disappointed either in this soap. So 
pink 99 cent store soap. I, I will say one of the brands because it's very podcasty word Zote, Zote soap. That's the best pod. I mean, Zote. I should, uh, a little close to Zygote. You're right over, um, yeah. But otherwise, that would be a great nickname. Zote, Z O T E, I believe. Uh, get yourself some Zote soap. Uh, it's a free ad for uh, Zote soap, 99 cents at the 99 cent store. Uh, so that was a positive and pending. We'll see how it turns out. I'll tell you what, it like, uh, probably won't care because I say, well, those were my work pants. I have uh, four pairs of work pants, two gray, two tan, exact same model as my gray pants. And then I have another pair of pants that are like casual type pants that I, put, that I had to buy for a wedding, like on the way to the wedding. And luckily, I got I had time to get them dry clean, so then it looked like good pants for just like uh, twenty minutes at the wedding. Um, so I'd hate to like lose like uh, what is that uh, five? So two out of five, five is like that's like a high percentage of pant loss. Uh, so anyway, so we'll see how it turns out. But then the soap deception. I guess I'd wrap it up fast, is that I just realized it. It had this dish soap that I was using. And for the longest time, I was buying Trader Joe's dish soap because that's where I do most of my shopping. And I don't really want to go to another store just to buy, like, one or two products. But sometimes this happens. But I always notice at Trader Joe's, I mean, I don't want to say anything mean, but the the dish soap underperformed, in my opinion, and maybe because it's more environmentally friendly. But when you're hand-washing dishes, you know, I don't know, you just notice these things. And, it, like, if it's underperforming, you might use more soap. But they had this wonderful purple, and, it, you know, that made up for it, like a purple-colored soap. Like, uh, But at some point, like when I was at the other grocery store, you know, the mainstream one, I realized I was out of dish soap, so I bought it there on a trip there, and it had the OxyClean or some sort of oxygenator in there. And it was, like, really, like, cooking with gas. Like, like when I started washing dishes, I said, holy mackerel. And I think this was, like, a preemptive dish soap buy. Yeah, it was, because I had half a thing of purple Trader Joe's. So I mixed the two. And then I used that for a while, but then I realized that t- that would take a lot of planning. So then I just went back to, you know, alternating. Uh, but that would really work good, at, you know, if, if I was more of a planner, would just be mixing your own dish up. 50% Trader Joe's, 50%, you know, uh, like, domin- you know, dominating uh, dish soap brand with oxygenation. And I'm pretty sure those are pro- that was proven not to be a real thing. But it, it, anyway, it, whatever they're doing, it, it gives me confidence in the dish soap. So you say, well, yeah, it's causing those algal blooms. And I say, I'm pretty sure that that stuff got. Uh, oh yeah, I just want to wash my dishes. I'm trying to go to sleep. This see, this is why I make a sleep podcast. Because uh, that same place inside that says, I just want to wash my dishes, says, I just want to go to sleep. So that's what the spy case is, to offer you an alternative thing. But then today, just, just I mean, moments ago before I sat down at this mic, I was using the corporate soap, the corporate dish soap. Uh, I was listening to Who Weekly with Bobby and Lindsay. And I noticed, like I said, I wonder how much soap is in here. And the friggin' soap, the... uh the plastic is the same color as the soap, but not like the whole plastic, just like, uh, 
Like, so you always think it's full of soap. And I said, holy crow. I have no idea how much soap's in here. You know, and a normal person would probably just hold it up to the light and see. But I just felt like, I, like I'd been deceived, which I had been. And I said, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, I would have been much more suspicious, you know, purchasing a soap without a clear bottle, but a bottle that you thought was clear because it had the blue. I said, what are, I said, what are these people up to? Like, I don't know that I've been deceived, but I felt like I felt deception. If you could tell the difference, which is worse. Cause then I say, well, they said, I mean, if I was, if I was shaming the soap, the soap shaming, the new feature on sleep with me, I'd say soap. If you didn't do such a darn job, good job of foaming the heck out of this sink and actually feeling good. And then, like, you're a little, almost too good, then mixing you with the Trader Joe's when I have the will to do that, you know, I would really be upset with you, with your fake labeling action, and possibly, you know, Elja Blooms. I don't know if that is your fault, but anyway. So that's why I make a sleep podcast, in a, you know, in, in, a, in a soap bottle, you know, just the soap, soap trio, tonight on Sleep With Me, the soap trio. That might be anybody working on a um, doo-wop group. Feel free to use that soap trio. Or remind me, it could be another, you know, fictional autobiography. You know, my days with the soap trio. Uh, you know, you, you, like I, I want to say palm, you know, all of the palm or something, but that would be too on the nose, you know. So anyway, I'm glad you're here. You don't need to pay attention, but I'll be here for at least an hour to distract you while you fall asleep. You're not under any pressure to fall asleep right away. If you're just getting here and you're skeptical, give the podcast if you try. See if I can win your trust over. You know, you don't freeing, freely have to give it to me. I, I need to earn it, and uh, I'll do it by being a bit strange, and but doing my best. And wh- why? Because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks for coming by. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster uh, whose socks are too tight. I think my socks are too tight. These, this particular pair. Hey, but that helps me focus. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, as I said, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, you know, feeling, you know, whatever it is. If, if it's uh, physical sensations, you know, stuff at work, stuff at school, you know, just life stuff or, you know, temporary stuff, travel, whatever it is, I, I want to take your mind off of it. You know, a safe place, a place where you could, I know you can't set it aside. I think that's one thing that gets can be hard when you can't sleep is say, well, why don't you just forget about it? And I, on this podcast, I never say that because, well, if I do, I, I apologize. Because I know how hard it is, you know, you see, just, I just can't forget it. I can't fall asleep. I got stuff on my mind. I can't just turn my brain off. And that's what I can be like sometimes. And for maybe for some of you, that's not the case. Maybe it's something else, but maybe it's similar. And I made this podcast an attempt to put some of you to sleep, to distract you. 
And like I said, we do it with the bedtime story. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. That's part one of the uh, safe place. Uh, part two is I'm going to use uh, lulling, uh, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, that's good. Is that, that's part two. Part three, no expectations. Like I said, I'm not going to say, what, what do you mean you can't fall asleep? That's like the worst thing you say. Anyway, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to, you know, say, you know, turn the temperature up. So you're under no pressure. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. You you could fall asleep at your leisure. You could listen as a distraction. You could listen before bed. You can listen in bed. You could listen, you know, if you're folding socks. If your socks are, if you're stretching socks, that might be what I do this evening. Say, well, Friday night, what do you say we do a little sock sh- stretching? And I mean that in the, in the literal sense, not that, not that thing, Nana. The kind of so- sock stretching you do with doors unlocked and wide open. In you know, I'd say I don't care if you look in my windows. I'm st- stretching socks. Maybe I do. Is that something you could get shamed for by like stretching stress, like actual sock sock stretching? A little bit of a tongue twister, but if you're new here, you're under no expectation to fall asleep. You're also under no pressure to listen or to pay attention. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to be mildly entertaining. Maybe I'll give you a case of the boar giggles, uh, but ideally you won't even remember. You say, I think I giggled once, or maybe like I sneezed, like an amused sneeze. Like an amuse bouche. That's like a like a before a sn- I don't know. I was trying to make that into something. It won't go. Won't go together. But sounds the same. Amused sneeze and amuse. Don't don't sneeze in my amuse bouche. I'll tell you that. Also, I don't know when. I, I think I'm trying to think of the last time I had an amuse amuse bouche. Would have been my brother's mighty bouche. Your right brain. That doesn't have anything to do with it, but it sounds similar. Correct. I think it was my brother's wedding, and that was 2014. It was my last moose bush I think, no, it was 2015. I don't know. My years are, you know, my years are mangled together in my mind. That was my last moose bush show. One day, except for the ones I make, you know, but I called that lunch. I don't know, sardine on a cracker. That's, I guess you could, that's a mouthful. You know, there you go. Chris podcast, Chris Posty Posterson has a podcast called Sounds Like an Earful. Anyway, if you're new here, I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. And usually, so here's how the structure of the podcast works. There's like five minutes of business or so, or, you know, credits and how we support the show. Then there's about an eight to 12 minute intro, which we're in the midst of here. And then we'll talk about, uh, you know, we'll do a couple run-throughs of uh, the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation I watched, The Royale. You know, but I thought maybe we'd get it like every, maybe we could use the, in these intros, we could use the wisdom I called it from the episode, like one piece of wisdom. And this one comes from uh, Jean-Luc Picard. And he's like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he's talking about. But he says, uh, puts things in perspective in our arrogance we feel we are so advanced, yet we cannot, cannot unravel a simple knot tied by a part-time French mathematician. He said it smoother. Uh, uh, working alone without a computer. 
We cannot unravel. In our arrogance, we feel we're so advanced, but we can't even undo this simple mathematical puzzle. That's what they're talking about. And I can say to that, I say, I feel you, Jean-Luc, because uh, I was just, if you, if you were listening to the podcast, you know, if, if, because if we're like the, the beings in the episode of Justice, where we're, like, you're, if you're a multidimensional being now, I mean, I've, I've existed in multidimensions, not on, not on this exact podcast episode, uh, but I have tra- traveled the realms of fan- fiction fantasy. You know, I've traveled multidimensionally to the world of Game of Thrones, and uh, I couldn't spend any time there just because of the fluxing. Uh, but I was just making a point, Jean-Luc, about, uh, oh, to call you c- c- Captain Picard. Of course, of course. Does that mean I'm in? Does that mean I'm in Starfleet? No. Okay, I'm having trouble with this figment of Jean-Luc in my brain. It's just trying to, you know, pay you your wisdom. Just, I was just working with you. Proceed. Thank you, thank you, C- Captain. Sorry, thank you, Captain Picard. Could I be number four? Like, I wouldn't be mind if if I was like number four. Okay, talk to Starfleet. You got it. I will. Yeah, they've shredded all my application. Anyway, I got to do it to get to sorry, a little p- 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 pinch of Picard there. But I, I was, he, you know, he was saying in our arrogance, we feel so advanced we can't unravel a simple knot. Uh, and that's how it can feel at bedtime. Both sides of it, you know, say, Jesus, this thing I need every single night, I desire to get a good night's sleep. But then, not only is it difficult to do so sometimes, or regularly, or situationally, whatever you're you're grappling with, on top of that, and maybe there's some internal arrogance you're doing battle with, or brain bots, or self-criticism, but then you get into this relational arrogance where people just don't understand, and then they, they take a little bit of a haughty attitude, and they say, well, you just got to try harder. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you got to try harder, and you see... I can tell you what, I'm not a sleep scientist, but I can tell you that trying harder is it does not work like uh, falling asleep. Come on. And then they probably say, well, you're probably doing it wrong. That's why. And you say, well, exactly. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Like, I'm trying to fall asleep. I, I, I don't know how I'm doing it wrong. I, clearly, I'm doing it wrong. Because uh, if I was doing it right, I would have slept last night. We wouldn't be having this discussion. You know, we'd be talking about something, something inane. Instead of, which now, and then you kind of get it, and then the knot tightens. So Captain Picard is wise, you know, maybe wise enough to fast track an imaginary application to Starfleets for someone that's not qualified and won't probably follow the chain of command. But, uh, you know, there, there, there's all these things we have, think we have figured out, and, and sometimes it can be uh, very uh, perplexing. And other people won't do, you know, just like parents just don't understand. Uh, do you think if the Fresh Prince, like if Will Will Smith was actually the Fresh Prince, like that was an autobiographical song, talk about like not understanding. Now one of the biggest stars on the planet for the past like 20 years, you know, don't you think the parents, like they would say... They couldn't have understood. I don't know. I think I thought I was. I thought that was going to come together. That, sometimes my thoughts don't come together. That's why I do the show. But yeah, like you're trying to get to sleep. It's something. I don't know. So I made this podcast. I guess that's my point. 
And it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. You know, give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, why wouldn't you be? You say, what has this guy been talking about for tw- eight, 8 to 12 minutes? And I thought this was going to put me asleep. I said, well, it, it, it takes time. You're not under pressure to fall asleep. And uh, you know, I'm gonna tell you, I'll, I'll ramble, but I'll be here for you. Uh, and I hope it works for you because I've been there. And I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press. Well, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether you're up because of uh, uh, something physical, some kind of emotional feeling you're dealing with, uh, mind racing, uh, stuff from the past, stuff from the future, noisy neighbors, uh, cat, you know, cats, uh, any kind of cats, especially outside garbage night cats, you know, or just cat, you know, when you hear cats in the night, uh, I don't know what the sailor, it, I don't think that's a sailor's delight. Uh, cats, cat noises at night, you know, outside, those ones where it's like, you say, what is it, is it a full moon? But that's a, like, isn't that a, that's not, that's a canine that barks at the moon. Uh, but whatever it is, it's giving you away. It could be any of those things. It could be something totally different. Uh, I'm going to try to distract you from whatever it is. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, uh, flying on wings of pointlessness, escorted by uh, mumbles and stumbles. And I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And on Sunday nights, I also send it across the, uni- the known and unknown universe and maybe even dimensions. Ideally, tra- you know, ideally, that'd be great. You know, get, uh, getting in in another dimension. Maybe they say, hey, you could say when, they, you know, they, that would be good. I could use cross-dimensional help. So to, so here's it. Let me give, if you're new here, welcome, by the way. I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. That's what I always say at the end of the intro. But let me do a little placemaking, uh, because after this, it'll be all meandering. I'll be lucky if I get through the placemaking, because now I'm already, you know, just talking 30 seconds about placemaking before doing any placemaking. And anytime I bring up placemaking, I think of placemats, which makes me think of childhood, and then it makes me think of, like, uh, with a, like the double, you know, like making your own placemats or stores, you know. But anyway, let me do some placemaking. If you're new here, so we like uh, here's the structure of an episode of Sleep with Me. Uh, while most episodes are different, I'll, I'll give you the full, the whole nine yards, just in case you're new. So it starts off with the business stuff. That's like the first four or five minutes. You know, that's what pays the bills and the people that work hard on the show. Some people for free, and then we do an intro, which we're in the middle of. The usually the intros are like somewhere between 9 and 14 minutes. And it's a show within itself. Sometimes a lot of people listen to this and they fall asleep to this. So it's familiar, but each intro is different. You know, so that way it stays distracting. I like variety. I think variety is more distracting. I already forgot. Oh, placemaking. Then uh, we're going to do, like, we're going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, the episode Who Watches the Watchers. And then if we were depending on the time, because I like these shows, like so to take the pressure off you falling asleep right away, I like them to be over an hour. 
So maybe we'll do some facts that came up on the episode. And if you're new here, you're under no pressure to listen or to fall asleep. So you can kind of listen. You can kind of let me drift off into the background at some point. Or if you're having trouble falling asleep, I'll be here to keep you company. I'm your boyfriend. And I'll be sitting close by. And also, I, I like to have some words of wisdom with these Star Trek episodes recently to try to make a metaphor for the show. And in this episode... Uh, one of the characters, a guest on the Starship Enterprise, says, What a wonder, wondrous place. He's talking to Picard. Even the walls obey your commands. And Picard says, Wondrous, yes, but not miraculous. And I would definitely say that this podcast, like, I don't think it's wondrous. It's definitely not miraculous. But, you know, when you're sleepless, uh, you know, if you're in the deep, dark night, which I've been tossing and turning, unable to fall asleep, and, you know, you can get to a desperate place, and I try to insert not wondrous, but wonder. Yeah, that's really what drives the podcast. In some sense, that's what drove uh, the, 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 some of the Star Trek missions is wonder. I wonder, curiosity. And this podcast is a kind of search for a couple of different kinds of wonder. One is just to give myself a little space to meander and say, huh, I wonder uh, like this episode, the Vulcan Bronze Age came up, I think. So I said, huh, I wonder about that. Uh, but there's also this ability, this this great thing I get out of making the podcast because I have to slow down and try to observe more, is to stumble on these wonderful things. Like this episode, there's a, like ideally when I'm going through the reruns, now they're not super wondrous, like you got to stay awake for them. They're more like... Uh, uh, they, they just keep me going week after week to make this show and to give it my all so I can be here to take your mind off stuff. Well, you know, I keep my eyes on this and I say, well, I like that look. Like uh, Riker had a pretty good, you know, I say, well, that was like wonder. I, I don't know. I think that's the wrong metaphor. I mean, I always strive the highest, one of the pinnacles I shoot for in this podcast is to make bedtime feel delightful. And I think by striving for that goal, you know, I can fall short of it. And then you say, well, that's not, you know, it doesn't make bedtime worse. And I say, okay, great. I'm striving to make bedtime delightful, to bring you a delight. So I'm shooting for the stars, like I'm shooting for a sense of wonder. And if I only get halfway there, that's good because you can, you don't need to stay awake for it. That, you know, that's, that's a great, uh, I guess, a give and take we have here. And that's part of the symbiosis of the show. Miraculous, uh, not miraculous, uh, wonder, whatever Picard said, you know, I'll get back to that later. Uh, but basically, this is a podcast you don't have to listen to. You can kind of listen, you just lie back. You can put it on before when you're getting ready for bed or when you're already in bed. You could set a sleep timer. Definitely the easiest way to listen is on a mobile device via podcasting app because you can set sleep timers. You can make playlists of multiple episodes if you need them. And you can listen with your phone off so you don't got to worry about that blue light or, you know, checking things, you know, where you say, well, let me just take one last look. You know, you want to go to sleep. You deserve it. And if I can help with it, it really would be an honor. So I'm glad you're here. And I really hope this show can help you fall asleep. And I appreciate your time. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, once again, I want to say welcome to all my friends, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. 
This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do, because I'm so glad you're here, I'm going to try to create a safe place uh, where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical feelings, emotional feelings, also called, you know, things you're feeling. You know, with your body, anything, that kind of stuff. You know, word mumble, you know, marbles in your mouth. That's what I have right now. I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast. I think I got a case of marble mouth. And actually, like, uh, they made a mistake on a podcast episode. Someone from Syracuse called me to test. They said, you were calling it Burn Dairy. It's Marble Farms. So I stand corrected. And karma got me back when I called Marble Farms Burn Dairy. Those are two different dairy and ice cream places in Syracuse, New York, where I grew up. And now I've case I, well, I think I'm cured of the marble mouth now for, for the next 25 seconds. But I want to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's going to be awake, whether it's some, some of the stuff I listed or something, travel, noise, Whatever it is, uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And, and the, what the safe kit place consists of is basically kind of a bedtime story. I mean, tonight will be a take on a, a bedtime story. But what I'm going to do, I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. You know, slow, uh, pointless meanders that, you know, circle, they say... I don't know how the river's going to go anywhere if it's going in a... And I said, well, neither do... I said, probably a whirlpool or something, because it's... Uh, it is circling. It does circle within itself. And all that... So so if you're new here, here's the things. I'm glad you're here, as I said. I say that a lot because I am, because I've been there sleepless in the deep, dark night. And here's the deal. You don't really have to listen to me. I'll be here. I'm your boar friend. I'm going to try to put you at ease. I'm going to try to gain the the kind of trust I'm going to try to gain from you is that you can trust me enough not to listen to me. Like, how's that sound? You say, where do I, like, do I have to sign anything, Scoots? No, no, no. There's no signing. There's no pressure. This is the only sleep podcast where you're under no pressure to fall asleep. And one of the few podcasts where you're also under no pressure to listen to it. It's, you know... It is like this sleep stuff. We all know it. And I was just talking on the phone to my dad about it. We're talking about L-I-F-E, L-I, life, L-I-F-E, yeah. Not the serial, the the existence thing. You know about how paradoxical it can be. And, And sometimes that's a good thing. And sleep is a very paradoxical thing. And this podcast, it's, it's a contradiction within a paradox or whatever it is. You don't have to listen to it. And you don't need to fall asleep. And I want to win your trust by losing it in some sense. You say, well, I don't need to pay. I trust you so much, I'm not going to pay you any mind. And I say, that's perfect. And if you're new here, it doesn't it doesn't need to make any sense yet. If, if you stick around, it'll make sense soon enough. Uh, but basically, tonight I'm going to talk about an episode. of st- like, like, here's the structure of the show. We did the business stuff. That's what pays the bills and keeps the lights on and keeps the podcast going. I mean, this will blow your mind if you're new. It takes an incredible amount of work to to, 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 to put something like this together. Also, also, ideally, is counterintuitive. But we took care of all that. Then there's this long intro, which we're like a third of the way into, I, I think. Let me look at the time. Yeah, almost exactly a little bit over a third of the way into. So we do a long intro. 
which you like uh, for new people, it introduces you for regulars. You say, okay, it's uh, it's familiar, but every intro is a little bit different where I try to make a metaphor and describe what the podcast is. And so far, 400 and, you know, high, near nearing 500 episodes. I don't know if I've quite accomplished that. And then we'll talk about Star Trek, an episode of Star Trek, the next generation and a lulling, soothing way. And the one we're going to be talking about tonight is uh, Remember Me. And actually, Dr. Crusher had something that she said here. I think I could tell you. In the middle of the episode, she says, it's not a delusion. It's not a dream. There's a physical, measurable phenomenon at work here. Perhaps you could help me to identify it. And I said, Jesus, was she talking about sleep? It's not a delusion. Uh, but it's not a dream. And it, but this podcast ideally has a little bit of both of those because obviously I got to be a little bit delusional, right? Uh, and, and in some sense, I don't know if it's delusion, but but you definitely have to take a leap of faith to listen to this podcast. That's why I always welcome skeptics with open arms because why wouldn't you be skeptical about a, a sleep podcast for grownups? But she said, it's not a delusion. It's not a dream. There's a physical measurable phenomenon at work here. And in the episode, uh, that's a very... That has some gravity or some gravitas. If I knew what gravitas meant, I'd say maybe it had some gravitas. Excellent, unbelievable episode with with Dr. Crusher. And during the day, you probably want to watch it at some point tonight. You know, tonight you say, well, it was a little bit like a delusion in a dream. No, no, is there a physical, this podcast, I don't know if there needs to be a physical, measurable uh, something to it. Yeah, but this, you know, phenomenon. Uh, you know, cause you can, can you measure dilution? Cause if, if you could, I, I probably, I may, I don't have a lot of world records. In fact, if zero, uh, but if you were measuring, you say, what's the world record for a stack of delusion within one's brain or okay. You say, Hey, it, it, this does happen when I call Guinness, you know, the, the, the world record hotline. Luckily, someone rerouted it to someone that I pay. It's still one nine hundred. Is it still one nine hundred number? It's still getting billed for this one nine hundred Guinness World Records. Uh, but I call up and I say, uh, "Okay, how about number of synapses involved in a delusion?" I think I got that one. They say, "Well, how many?" I say, "All my synapses. How many synapses does a human brain have?" They say, sir, we're not sure you know what you, are you sure that you have synapses in your brain? I said, well, I'm per- I don't know. They're all, they're all occupied, you know, maintaining my delusions. And then I heard the pencils and I said, why, why is your pencil moving? And they said, well, because you said at first you called about one delusion and then you said delusion. So, and they said, well, who qualifies then? And they said, who's, who's that person you consider your, your nemesis? And I said, uh, he said, well, which one, you know, I said, which do, he said, I have a lot of nemesis, nemesi, you know, uh, but, you know, I guess my delusion can be measured in physically, there's 400 and, you know, some, uh, but, but the whole idea of this podcast is uh, to put you at ease. I don't know, I'm, I, mean, I guess I'm having trouble because Dr. Crusher is so, so well-spoken. I don't know, but yeah, like I said, I guess I had it. You know, this podcast is not a delusion, and it's not a dream. It's it's dreamlike. It's not a dream, uh, but it should enable dreaming and put your delusions at ease, because that's one thing I guess that is true when you lie down 
for some of us, for, for other people it might be different, but for me, you know, I start getting hammered by those. They say, well, why, are you, why were you so delusional? You're really delusional today when you're in line at the bank. What do you mean, expecting them? Well, you were worried they wouldn't let you make a withdrawal. And then you were worried, you know, then you were, and I say, okay, great. Well, I don't need to talk about my, I say, wait a second, I wasn't in a bank today. It's, oh, that's right, you didn't go to the bank today. Whoa, boy, you you, you were supposed to. You say, really, I, I don't know. What are you talking? I'm just trying to go to bed. I don't know what this bank is you, you're talking about. I just went, well, when you were in line at the bank, uh, you did, why, didn't, why don't you have any deposit slips? Well, I don't have anything to deposit. I don't deposit anything. I don't. What do you, with deposit slips? They, I know they still have those, but I don't go to the bank. Wait. What is this banking part of my brain? That's and they say, where where's the delusion start and where does it end? But, but mostly, why? I just want to go to sleep. I got a busy day tomorrow, and you know, this by case, like I guess, like that's what I like to try to do. I like to get, give you the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, and distract you while you cross over that threshold from wake to sleep. That mysterious threshold, that ideally, you know, at some point. I go from barely making sense, you know, right now to be, at some point you say, well, that just doesn't matter. It, it, like, Scoots is just talking and it doesn't matter if you make it make any sense. It doesn't matter if I listen. It, but also it doesn't matter if you, if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here to keep you company. Because that's the other thing. When, when, when I was sleepless as a young kid, I couldn't fall asleep and I would listen to the radio for a companion for a voice, for a connection, uh, to make me feel less alone. And if I can do that for you, or if my mild uh, humor attempts could say, well, like that, you say, hmm, not bad. I don't know. That was a little strong. That was the strongest not bad I've ever given. You know, but if you can say, wow, that, this would like, I can, I can picture Beverly Crusher, the Dr. Beverly Crusher. You're right. Sorry. Uh, Protocol brain just kicked on. Dr. Crusher. Okay, I'm not on first name basis with Dr. Crusher. That's good to know. Uh, what about what, what about Wes? Can I call him Wes or Wesley? Ensign Crusher. It, so it, it, with these, okay, protocol brain, one more question. Then I got to get back to, so am I actually a member of Starfleet? No, but I'm still, uh, I still have to follow protocol. Well, darn. You sure I can't call him Wes? What season? Isn't there one or two? Couldn't In season one, couldn't I call him Wes? Never. My application was rejected. Which one? The one for Starfleet or the application to call Wesley Wes? Ensign Crusher, excuse me. Okay, let me get back to my pocket. Okay, this is, uh, what, could I, what can I tell my, can I have my audience call me anything? No, yeah. I should talk to the witty part of my brain. Actually, I don't have, believe it or not, all those synapses are occupied, trying to go for a Guinness World Record for a delusion. No, no, not it, not intent. Believe it or not, my brain is going for the Guinness Record, Guinness Book World, whatever it's called, uh, for delusion unintentionally. Did you believe that? Sounds delusional. What are you, you're a pun master. Protocols and puns, is that what you're, is on your desk? I'll tell you what, next time I'm at a theme park, I'll have that made up for you. Protocols and puns. 
Wesley, oh, you're, you're Ensign. You're not Ensign Crusher. Okay, anyway, I got mixed up. Sorry, folks, I'm back uh, just talking to some part of my brain about the protocol. Whatever it was, it wasn't, at least that part of my brain was easier to deal with than C-3PO. Holy moly, I don't think it, that, that would be a lot of work. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. If you're new, give this podcast a few tries. If it's if it's definitely not for you, you may have already stopped listening. Uh, but this is nothing aggressive. Like, uh, you know, it's a, it's an option. I really hope I can help you fall asleep because I've had trouble sleeping. And, uh, you know, that's all I can say. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I, not only do I hope I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts and thinking about stuff that's keeping you awake or something physical, tossing and turning, or something else, or something you're feeling emotionally you're dealing with. It could be the distant past, or the not-so-distant future, or anything in between, I guess would be everything, and that sometimes can keep me awake, everything. But whatever it is, uh, I'd like to distract you from that. What I'm going to do, I was going to say take your mind off of that, distract you. And that's kind of a safe place. That's kind of what this podcast is. What I'll do is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'll use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'll put on my meanderwear, which allows me to, like you say, well, how do you do, like, uh, what do you do? Do, do you uh, suck on, um, what are those, mouth-numbing mints? What are that? What's that stuff called? I don't even know. Novocaine mints? No, it turns out they don't make those. So no, I don't, at least uh, not that I know about. And uh, but no, no, I don't have to. What I do is I put on me, my me, me, meanderwear. For some reason, whenever I say it, I say instead of my, I say me, meanderwear, but not in a pirate voice because that wasn't a pirate voice. That was my uh, swashbuckling, one of my you know forebears or whatever. The swashbuckling, you know. The, the most boring man in the seven seas. And he he was the inventor of meanderware. That, now, that's a brand. That's a brand I'm working on. So it's not a real person. But do you think, you, could you mind if I do a little test marketing in here? Uh, would you buy meanderware? That's, it's, 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 it's me meanderware. Not me meanderware. Just meanderware from my company. Two, does do you think that, uh, Having a swashbuckle does it does having a swashbuckling character make you more likely to buy meanderwear? Uh, three, what is meanderwear and what does it do? Well, I do I can't tell you that because I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. But anyway, so excuse me. Uh, like uh, I'll be back. I don't think I'll be back. Uh, but if you want to buy meanderwear, just send your checks to meanderwear station. I uh, care of me, me underwear, like, uh, cause I'm gonna tuck it right in the waistband. Uh, ba- Battle Creek, Michigan, uh, like, uh, whatever, you know, don't send anything actually. Okay, if you're new here, sorry about that, mate. That was like, uh, that's what happens when I put the meanderwear on. It's so comfy. By the way, did you, did you think, would that make you buy meanderwear? Uh, no. Okay. 
I think I'm trying to, I think I'm alone in a closet recording a podcast trying to sell stuff to myself. Let's get some, let me, let me just talk to the new listeners for a second, then we'll get some words of wisdom from uh, Captain Picard. How does that sound? So if you're new here, welcome to Sleep With Me. It's a podcast to take your mind off stuff. A little bit silly, a little bit goofy. Uh, you, if you're, if you're, if you're a tween, you probably say lame. I don't know if your tweens use that word. Uh, but, but nine out of 10 tweens that use the word lame, you would say this show, but, but then, and then at bedtime they say, well, lame in a good way. What's me? It went off the rails again. So if you're new here, this podcast is basically meant to distract you. The uh, structure of the show, if it could be loosely defined as that top of the show, we got a few minutes to credits and to pay the bills. Looks like we're about four minutes into an intro that's usually around 12 minutes. Uh, then we'll be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. And we'll do that for maybe 40 minutes plus with, uh, you know, lulling, soothing tones and pointless meanders. And here's your takeaways. You don't really need to pay attention to me. I think you probably figured that out. You know, you seem like a reasonable adult. Uh, but you can. I'll be here the whole time. I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. And that's the other side of it. You don't got to be in any hurry to fall asleep because, uh, you know, I'll be here meandering and I'll be, you know, it'll be mildly, it'll be just entertaining enough. If you're stuck listening to me, it won't be terrible. Uh, but ideally you just say, well, I don't really need to listen. I can't, you know, like, like, I don't know. I always say I'm glad you're here because I, I have trouble sleeping and I've had a lot of uh, sleepless nights in the past. But let's do uh, Captain Picard's, it's not always Captain Picard. Is it can Jean-Luc Picard uh, said in this episode, tonight's episode, many of the qualities, uh, dot, 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 the uncertainty, the self-discovery, the unknown, those are many of the qualities that make life worth living. Well, at least to me, as Jean-Luc said, I wouldn't want to live life knowing, that's a paraphrase because I couldn't, I messed up. I'll try it again. I wouldn't want to live knowing. Why do I want to say live life? Uh, Knowing that my future was written, that my boundaries had already been set. Would you? Well, thanks, Jean-Luc, for asking. But so Jean-Luc says, you know, that uh, the uncertainty, the self-discovery, the unknown, those are the qualities that make Jean-Luc's life worth living. And knowing the future, like, I guess he's, the future is wide open and it's uh, full of unknown self-discoveries. And, and I guess those are the things. I don't know how Jean-Luc sleeps. It seems he looks like he sleeps great, you know, and I think, you know, that's probably something that, that might be like with one of the things that Starfleet, that, that's why my friggin' application keeps getting returned to me. Because they say, well, is it a trick? Should I answer these questions honestly or not? And then, of course, you can only apply once. So then I use, you know, then I have to lie when I come up with other names. Bjorn, that's lately. I try to go through all the, like, alphabet. So Bjorn is my first name in my current Starfleet applications. You know, but these ideas of the unknown, of self-discovery, those are kind of the qualities, uh, especially, like, uh, someone, you know, searching the unknown space, the final frontier. But at bedtime, that can be really, I, I really would rather skip over the self-discovery. 
And I guess I wish I could say, well, it's just the unknown. Let me just go to bed. I think that's probably what Jean-Luc does. He reads a little Play-Doh. And, like, uh, I don't know what time during his shift he stops drinking Earl Grey tea. And then, you know, he probably just conks out. He says, like, uh, says tomorrow, which I guess is like a loosely defined thing in a starship anyway. Says tomorrow will be tomorrow. It's the unknown. I'll be ready for the self-discovery that comes tomorrow. Uh, you know, in the because tomorrow's unwritten, and you know I'll learn what boundaries I need to set tomorrow. So that's a pretty healthy outlook on life. For, for, and if he's a fictional character, if it, I mean clearly, if you, if you're like me and you overthink stuff and have trouble sleeping. But actually, he's not like in your face about it. He, you know, he just said, "Geez, I, I don't know." So I guess this one, it is the wisdom of Jean, that kind of wisdom is probably for Jean Luc and Jean Luc only. Uh, I mean, it's something to strive for, but probably not a bedtime. I probably we don't need to concern ourselves with self. I mean, boy, self discovery. I can't even if you walked right into that one at bedtime. But uh, um, oh boy. I mean, we probably don't need, you know, any, any, any self-discovery, probably don't need to any interest, self-introspection. Is that introspection, introspective journeys or whatever the other stuff he said, you know, seeking out the unknown. But if you could leave it alone and say, well, I mean, I guess that's what this podcast is here for. To say, hey, let the unknown be the unknown. We don't know how tomorrow's going to go. I do know what it's like not to be able to fall asleep. And I do know what it's like to lie in bed thinking about the next day. So I try to offer an alternative. What I'm going to do tonight is talk about this episode of, uh, I just said Game of Thrones. This is Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, the Masterpiece Society. And, you know, I'll do I'll do it in the most lulling, soothing way I can. I'll even try to slow down a little bit now. I guess I was getting a little excited there with Jean, you know. I, I, I guess I had a little, you know, I was trying to maybe. I, just, I guess, like, I wouldn't mind being like Jean-Luc. I've been watching these episodes now, and I see there's a lot of admir, admir, admirable characters on this enterprise. And with very healthy makeup, but they're still human beings. I think that's another thing. As Jean-Luc says about that at some part, he says, Jesus, these are the things that make us human, our imperfections, and our just grappling with them. Uh, but just not a bedtime. I guess that would be my pocket. Let's just keep it fictional. Bedtime, keep it fictional, but not about me. I guess that's what I would tell Let's keep it fictional, but not about me, uh, and not about my future or my past. You know, just let me, let me freaking go to let me freaking go to sleep. That would be, uh, I don't know what that has to do with Star Trek, but that has a lot to do with this podcast. So I guess I revisit what I said. I'm glad you're here. You don't need to pay attention, but I'll be here for an hour to keep you company, to take your mind off of stuff, you know, to take my thoughts and turn them inward and then, you know, jumble them up, you know, shake them, you know, shake them up like, you know, like they're in some sort of cocktail shaker. That's kind of, that's what I call my brain. It doesn't, I don't even have to shake it though. It's already pre-jumbled. My brain came pre-jumbled, among other things. I said, because I said, like, this was another time. Don't think this was at a particle collider, but you know, along with like, like, uh, tasting things, 
you know, if they're doing, if I find out about some sort of experiment, especially if it involves matter or antimatter, you know, I like to go down there and stick something in their body part just in case there's powers or you know, see what happens. And I think this one, they said, geez, like uh, something. And they said they started running all sorts of things. There's lab coats, people running around. There was like, you know, horns going off. And then they did some sort of scan. And they they, they said, but geez, look at this. Look at this. Brain's been, his brain's been jumbled. And they said, oh, no, no, no. My brain came that way, believe it or not. Pre-jumbled. It said it right on my birth certificate. And he said, really? And I said, no, no, I think it was the delivery form from the stork. Like, I think some sort of, you know, someone else had ordered me, and they, they ordered a child with a pre-jumbled brain, no no human hair. Uh, that was another thing on my request form. Uh, animal fur instead of human hair. Uh, pre-jumbled brain. Also, there's lots of, lots of brain options. I don't think anybody talks about this because, you know, the doctors and stuff don't want and your parents, if your kids are listening, this is how, this is how, like, this is like the real, real truth about made up stuff about child, child, uh, production. So many options on the brain. And they also checked brain goop and gop. I think they were gop, but I think it was glue. What do I have? Goopy brain and a gloppy brain. Uh, personality traits, they put um, clumsy, messy. Devilishly charming, uh, delusional, and you know prefers to live in you know prefers to live in a fantasy world of his own construction, which may I, I don't know how that's different than delusional, argumentative, barely passively aggressively argumentative. That was like almost that I don't know if that was a pun, but that was like I was being pat. I don't know if you picked up on that. I was that was like a passive aggressive move against passive aggression. That might be my that might be my thing for twenty seventeen. Passively aggressive, passive. I don't know. We'll think of it anyway. I'm glad you're here. I mean, if there's anybody for the job to take your mind off stuff, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident at this point it's me. And to do blowing so you know, I'm wearing meanderwear, and I'm going to take my time getting there. And I'm here for you. I mean, if there's any message. You know, despite the jumbles and the goops and in in the other stuff, whatever, that, that I don't have human hair. I mean, what a ripoff! You know, up until I started this podcast, that was a, a liability. Now, in the the context of this podcast, uh, it's an asset. So I'm glad you're here. If you're new, give this a couple tries, because yeah, boy, this one was this one's out there. But uh, I appreciate your time. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, are you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it the bedtime story. All you got to do is get in bed. We don't really got to do anything. All you need to do, all you could, you, what you can do. I just thought that got to do sound a little bit too, you know, I don't want to put any pressure on you. Here's what you could do. Get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. You know, you could also do, start it while you're brushing your teeth or whatever, but you get out in the bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'll do the rest. That's what I say next. 
Uh, and here's what I'm going to try to do is create a safe, create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, stuff on your mind, uh, feelings in your body, stirrings in, in your, uh, your, your emotional makeup. It could be make, you could be like, oh, I forgot to take off makeup. You could just think about like, even if you don't wear makeup, sometimes I think, man, like I could go for like, uh. You know, those, like I said, geez, maybe I need to do some exfoliation. Should I get back out of bed and exfoliate? Is that exfoliating? What's the thing when you put astringent on and, uh, like, this degreasing, right? I mean, when I, when I do it, I say, holy cow. Uh, and then I don't, like, and I, like, do, like, four years later, I do it again. Uh, so maybe I should bump that. Now I'm thinking about that instead of doing, well, maybe we shouldn't finish this podcast intro. Maybe I should go astringe. Astringent. That's what that stuff is called. And um, maybe I can get back to that. Just in case you're new, though, we, uh, what I'm going to do is try to create a place, safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's any of that stuff or something else. The whole idea of the podcast is for me to take your mind off the stuff. What I mean by a safe place is that you're welcome here. You're under no pressure to fall asleep, but you're also under no pressure to listen to me or pay attention. And what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, slow, pointless meanders. Uh, tonight, like uh, we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, but here's the usual structure of the show. Uh, so it starts out with like the business stuff to, so we can keep the podcast going and credit the people that work on the show. And it's about five minutes. Then we get about a 12 minute intro that we're just into. And then we'll uh, talk about uh, a Star Trek episode from Star Trek The Next Generation. I think tonight we're going to be talking about family. And like, that's about it. So you just kick back and you can kind of listen at some point for some people, they fall asleep during this intro because they kind of know, okay, here, here's, and here's even the structure of the intro is, uh, especially on Star Trek nights, I try to take it like, I usually have something on my mind right now. It's astringent. And once I've got something on my mind, it's incredibly easy for me to get distracted and forget about it. Or to not be able to forget about it and then not be distracted. But I usually try to take a quote from the episode and then make it into a metaphor of what the podcast is about. Uh, in one part of my brain, it's like to, to create a brilliant way to explain to a new person what the podcast is. But I think what I do unintentionally is like make obvious. We'll say, well, I don't really need to listen to him. He kind of does ramble. But he does try to remember to keep it slow and use his lulling, soothing tones. And there is a lot of pointless meanders in there. Uh, so let, but let's see about the quote. This was a quote from Robert, Jean-Luc's brother. He says, Father understood better than anybody else uh, uh, that you can't lose the values which we hold most precious. And then Jean-Luc said, Jesus, you don't have to lose anything by having a little convenience. And then Robert says, life is already too convenient. And I hear that. I mean, I hear like someone like Robert, like, I don't know if people always like, even, I don't know why do we have a voice or why do I have a voice in my head that says stuff like that? Like life is already too convenient. Or it might say your life is already too convenient. 
And I would say, well, I don't have that auto astringer, actually, so it isn't convenient because I don't know if I've astringed in, like, this like maybe last calendar year after I was out somewhere where I put on, like, three or four, like, if I maybe wore sunscreen, like, five times in a row, I may have astringed last year at some point or used astringent. I mean, I always feel astringed, you know, I, I, like, I think that's the state of needing to be astringed. A strange, a strudge, a strunge. Isn't there something like that? Some phrase, a bump, but up, but um, a something, a something, a, a strange, a stretch, a strunge. Or is that isoramis? I think I'm falling back into my Latin roots. Isoramis. That's all I got. I think I went into like a blind alley in my brain. Uh, but, but uh, like, uh, so. I'm totally stuck. That's funny. I was like, uh, so I'm thinking about astringent. Those now, those pads. I don't know what those are called. Uh, those are cotton pads. I think that you use in astringing. And uh, like, I think the most back in my day when I should have been astringing, uh, like the I think the most popular one was like a breeze from the sea was what it was called. And I'm not sure if any if my sister used it uh, or we like. Uh, I don't know when the first time I encountered that is, but uh, like it, it, it ideally it takes off a layer of gook off your face and you say, "Ooh, this feels good. Uh, I don't know in like that's in theory. I don't know what it actually like. I don't know. Like, like I'm sure I'll hear from somebody. I mean, what is like, do, 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 do you need to astringe and how often do you need to do it? Because uh, then another side, and the, again, these aren't debates for bedtime. This is just me, you know, probing. Because the other side would say, well, you, you know, you got your body's got its natural grease going. Don't worry about it, you know. Like, there's that thing. And I guess it could be, like, like, let's try to keep it in that gray area. Let's just say it's working fine. I still have a face. Uh, so, you know, 40-plus years, I still have a face, uh, base, you know, so I've got my body's natural oils. I have sebaceous glands. I do know that. Another great word, sebaceous is another podcasty word I've never used before. That should be, like, when you say, how are you feeling today? Sebaceous, dude. Like, uh, did the uh, turtles ever say anything like that? Because they say that's like uh, I guess you'd probably say it like if you've been if you've had a cold and you've been in bed for a few days, I feel like I feel so sebaceous. You say, well, let me get let me get, let me bring over some astringent and some cotton pads, and uh, I wish you know Robert was not in charge of the Breezy Corporation because otherwise we probably have something more convenient. Uh, but this podcast, I guess, if I, this podcast is not entirely con- well. It's not efficient. I guess podcasts, by their nature, are supposed to be convenient. You turn out your lights, turn it, get in bed, turn out your lights, and press play, or do it in a different order, and you listen. But then, like uh, you know, this podcast is a little bit different, a little bit strange. It takes it takes some time to get like it doesn't go anywhere. But I do see the people that dislike it. They say, well, it doesn't, it's not going anywhere. And they say, well, no, it is. It's going places just slowly. You know, it doesn't make a whole lot. Of, it's inconclusive. Like, if anybody's listening tonight hoping, like, to say to, that, that they get a definitive answer on, like, when to use astringent. Well, I think there is a, say, when, it, when you think of it, uh, or, not, you know, not, or however often, 
inconclusive. Uh, you miss it, like I had a quote from uh, Jean-Luc's brother, but uh, like the whole idea of tradition, I don't know that doesn't fit in there. Failed shoehorning of uh, ideas. Uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to admit my mistakes though. So, I, like, I don't know. This, I guess this podcast is kind of convenient. Yeah, cause, like, I mean, that's the whole idea is that you listen at your leisure and then you, like, listen less. Like, uh, for for the majority of people, you turn it on and at some point between uh, minute 7 and minute 28, you fall asleep. Uh, but here's the thing I say every night because it's important. I'll be here for an hour uh, because, it, one, because I know there's some listeners that don't fall asleep and... You know, I want to keep you company in the deep, dark night. But I also want to reassure you. You say, well, I got all the time I need to fall asleep. I, like, I can just kind of listen. But, but like, because you're under, like, I don't want, I don't, I'm not putting any pressure that you should fall asleep or that you should listen. And I don't want to put any pressure on myself. I mean, this is like, but this is kind of meta, but I guarantee you there's a 100% chance when I press stop on this recorder I'm going to go, like, do I have, like, where in my cabinet is that generic sea breeze? And I know I have some cotton pads, like, the last time I moved, whatever they're called, uh, somewhere, I think. Otherwise, I'm going to go straight to the store and buy them. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what else to tell you. If you're new here, this podcast is a little bit different. Uh, but you don't have to take it serious, uh and if you don't like it, that's cool. Like, you don't have to listen. Like, the reason I started making this show is, one, because I've been there, and I still have ongoing, you know, it comes and it goes. I've lied there, tossing and turning, so I know uh, what it can feel like. And one of the things that took my mind off of stuff was listening to the radio. And one of the things I do now is listen to classical music on the radio, uh, because it puts me in the mood for for bed. And then another thing is, I look, like if I'm reading a good book, I look forward to bedtime. Uh, and I hope that's what this podcast could eventually do for you, is distract you so you can fall asleep and make you like look forward to bedtime or dread it a little bit less. I won't be giving out, you know, makeup, tick, tip, tick, makeup ticks. I might, you know, I think I had one of those from the time... I, you know, when I like, because I have always been tempted to say, well, what are those things called? The lip, lip smackers? What were the other ones? So, well, I got to taste it. What is that? Orange punch? I don't even think I've drank orange punch. Uh, so, I got to try that. So, then that's when I had a makeup tick. It went away, though, once I sweated out everything that's in those lip smackers. So, yeah, like, I'm glad you're here. If you can't sleep, like give this podcast a couple tries. It works for a lot of people. It doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. You know, because I, like, I think you deserve a good night's sleep and without all the rigmarole. And I'd be honored to help you. So I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope I yearn and I work really hard uh, because, like, I, I want to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Alright, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. It's been putting some people to sleep for over 500 episodes. Uh, but in case this is your first episode, I want to set the stage for you. So this is a podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. 
Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, physical physical sensations, feelings, noises, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be any of those things. It could be something totally different. Uh, whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off that. What I mean by a safe place is, one, I want you to feel welcome. Now, this podcast, it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it helps you out. I give it a few tries. It's a little bit different. I'm a little bit silly. I've got creaky dulcet tones. I'm not, a, I don't have the voice of an angel, you know, like a sweet, sweet Bette Midler or Carol King. I don't even have a voice of Carol Kane. I mean, if I had Carol Kane's voice, I guess this would be a different podcast. Uh, I don't have any of those sweet, I have creaky dulcet tones. So what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. And I'm going to do, like, tonight will be a little bit different of an episode, but it'll still be full of meanders. Uh, I guess if you were going to use, like, a pejorative term, you say I do a lot of yammering. Though I don't think that's in regular parlance in the U.S. I don't know about any other countries anymore. And that tends to be more aggressive. I don't think I'm, like, I think when someone uses the word yammer, that just tends to be aggressive. Let's uh, let's let's agree to do this together because this is an open, safe place. Let's take yammering back. Let's reclaim, repurpose, and not, not necessarily redefine, but let's uh, shape yammering. Maybe it's that why. Why's are very pointy. So what I'm going to do here, and this is kind of like how the podcast, I'm going to take that why. I'm going to bend it a little. Ooh, yeah. Give us some curvature. Give the why a little curvature. Even on the edges, I don't know if you can feel me, but I'm sanding the edges of the tips of the Y down. And yeah, and now I'm going to be doing some yammering. Yeah, yammering, maybe I'll just be yammering. And uh, I don't know, like I just read a Brief History of Seven, th- seven Something, and Bob Marley was a, like a tertiary character in that book, Marlon James. Uh, and he wrote Jammin'. And I'll be, yeah, I guess, yamming. Why don't we just cut out, cut, out, cut out the, I guess that's a totally different. You'd say, what is yamming, Scoots? I'd say, well, that's what I do here. It's like I talk too much and I ham it up. Uh, it's yamming. I'm yamming like it was a thing of the past. I'll be, because I do yam about the past. I yam about the future. And I guess if, like, say I did have a grouchy neighbor and they were walking by and, and eavesdropping, but like the kind of ease, passive aggressive eavesdropping where the podcast, recording the podcast, getting on their nerves, they'd say, What are you yammering about in there? And I'd say, Man, there's no yammering. We're just, I'm just yamming. I'm, like, I guess, like, there's jam bands too. I wonder if there could be, like, this could be a new thing. I mean, it'd be like a party of one, like it always is with me. BC, well, yeah, Scoots, he, he wrote a bunch of letters to Fish. He wanted to turn them into a yam band. But they said, geez, I think we're doing fine. You know, we got uh, 13 shows at the Madison Square Garden this summer, so I think we're covered. And they said, well, yeah, I'll be, I, I, well, I don't have a band. Well, I just yam. You know, I do yam in, in the middle of the podcast. So... So that's kind of an explanation, if you're new here, that doesn't make any sense, which is how most explanations of the, related to this podcast go. What I was going to do, believe it or not, I had intended for this to be the quickest opening ever, but I guess like I might as well keep going. I mean, when, when I got a good thing going, that's sleepy, strange, and senseless, and, but that we've repurposed. You see, this is, this is healing. This is live literary healing. 
if literary, you know, word heal. I'm a word healer, a word repurposer. I don't know, like, that's what, like, all these rugged, do, like, dudes that, uh, like, wear leather coats and stuff do. They say, well, yeah, repurpose uh, redwood uh, from the bottom of the Great Lakes. Well, you really, I, and they say, what do you do? And they say, why are we, is, I, I didn't even realize we were in competition with, like, uh, I'm very intimidated by your repurposing of redwood and your leather coat. Is that repurposed leather? Yes, because it's, I said, okay, you've got a bit of a Banderas thing going there. Oh, you are, oh, you're Antonio Banderas's cousin. That lives in my mind. Oh, another one of those. Yeah, well, what I do, I, I repurpose things too. I, I, well, yam, I don't repurpose yams, but I've repurposed yammering into yams, which is not the same as a yam, which is like a sweet potato. This is a whole, this is a repurpose. And I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't have the foresight to make up a whole new word. I just wanted to shorten yammering down, make it less harsh, because I think that was something in like fifty sitcoms they uh, they would say to one another. And my goal was to create, take yammering, repurpose it, re, do. I'm also a word healer, and, and, and no, I don't use mystical energy. I just use mental scissors. So I just say, well, yammering sounds a little harsh. Let me in in sandpaper. So I sanded it, I bended it, you know, bent it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're correcting my grammar because you're healing my words. This is this is really, really getting along here. Yeah, but anyway, I was trying to make a point before you cor correctly corrected me. Thank you. I appreciate it. But uh, then I bend the words, uh, sand them, and then snip them. So I said yammering. I said more like yam. That sounds nice. I mean, not. I, I don't eat yams. I mean, sometimes I do. I, but it, let's not get distracted by the yams because this is a whole new thing. Bit like jam. No, no, no. Not like a jam in the refrigerator. Like Bob Marley jam. Or like you jam. Like what's your jam? I'm yamming. It's like the soft version of yammering. Exactly. So it's so smooth. Listen to Have you been listening? I've been yam. Oh, I've been yammering. Yeah. It's a little bit. I've got my yam on. And at some point, I like to, I usually like to work in some puns. Like, yes, I am yammering. That would be my, if I had a shirt that no one would understand but me that explained exactly what I'm doing, it'd say, yes, I am yammering. I am what I am. Even better pun brain. Except it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. It's still a pun, even though it doesn't make any sense. It's an up. What's an up? It's a pet, but senseless puns. Here it's sleep with me. Where we where we get get your yam? If you're new here, this is the kind of n nonsense you can expect uh, every every three times a week. And like the thing is, I'll be get I'll be doing the yamming. You just got to kick back. You like I'll be, I'll take the Y's. I'll bend them. I'll take the edges right off those Y's. And the, you know any other word? You know that's what the word healing, word softening. I mean, you buy, if, I don't know if you buy a fabric softener or or you have water softener. I'm your word softener. So you're right, maybe healing was a little bit too, too like that was maybe too much of a proclamation. I do like it, though. Let's just say, like, uh, like I'm imbuing, like, I like to, the spirit of healing words, but really I just soften them. Okay, silence, even from my internal voices. So anyway, if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast about you to sleep. You don't really have to pay attention 
but I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but believe it or not, you don't need to, like, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. That's why it's so long. So you can just kind of kick back and, like, uh, j- just let me am. I'll be here. And the whole reason I make this show is because I had trouble sleeping, and, and I still do. And I do have a, like, it's a distracting thing. I just wonder, as I've been here talking, uh, putting the Y to the A to the double M or single M, I don't, I got to talk to a trademark attorney. Uh, they all, uh, with an imaginary one, of course, an imaginary one. But uh, as I do that, I just wonder if you were thinking about whatever it is that's been keeping you up the whole time or if I took your mind off of it. So that's all you need to do. You listen and just fall asleep when you want. You don't need to remember what I was t- Like, ideally, tomorrow you'll wake up, and if you worked with people that listen to this podcast, you see, you know, that would be like an inside joke. You'd say, did you listen to sleep with me last night? I, I don't remember. One person might say. And then it'd be funny if one person was eating sweet potato fries. That would be kind of like a, like a I don't know if that would be a pun, but it would be funny. And they'd say, I think he was talking. He was he was talking about yams. I think he's, he started a yam farm. Would you like a sweet potato fry? And you say, I don't. Say, and they say, Oh wait, I'm still I'm sleeping. I'm dreaming this. Uh, so that's the idea of the podcast. As I said, the podcast isn't for everybody. If you're skeptical, though, give it a few tries. I mean, if you're up already and you can't sleep, I just want to help. Uh, so it's not an aggressive thing. I hope it helps you. Like, I just can't guarantee it because, like, I'm I'm weird. I mean, let's be straight, like, uh, and I want to be, you know, keep you company. But it's not going to put everybody to sleep. I hope it puts you to sleep. I appreciate your time. Tonight we're going to be doing, like, a run-through of kind of, like, a historical look back at the podcast, I think. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you stopping by. And I really hope, not only do I hope I yearn, and I work so hard because I really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. Uh, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking... You know, stuff you've been, you know, on your mind, uh, physical, you know, physical sensations, uh, like, emo- you know, any stirring of feelings. It could, could be travel, changes, in whatever is keeping you awake. You know, whether it's something like that or something, you know, that I, I, I haven't been through. Or, you know, if, if you're just having trouble falling asleep, I can relate. And that's one of the reasons I make the show. And one of the reasons I stress that I'm trying to create a safe place where you could set aside that stuff that offers a little bit of a distraction uh, to take your mind off of whatever it is that like that, that, that's got you that's keeping you from crossing over the threshold to wake to sleep. That's what I I guess I sometimes I forget to say that, but you know I send my voice across the deep dark night. I try to use these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders over description with over uh, superfluous. Uh, there's a lot of superfluous things in this episode. This is probably the only super you'll get. Uh, but to create a place where you say, okay, like, here's the deal with this show. It, it, it's a safe place where you could 
uh, where you could breathe, ideally, and you see, you like maybe you could relax and sink into your pillows because you don't like you're not under any pressure to listen or to pay attention. But you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour, and uh, like I'll be doing my best to keep you company. But not, I guess I don't, and I guess I'll just be doing my myself because uh, you say, well, I don't know if I need to like pay attention. You know, I just had a fr- friend in town, my friend Anne, and and Anne and Natalie and I used to all live together, and we were talking, the three of us, about like one time a long time ago that I may have done one of the first podcast episodes. And it, it was a, it was a like, a, let's see, how do I describe it? But uh, it was a bit like this, where I was trying to add everybody in a little bit different place. Like one person, lie, like everybody was lying down and there was candlelight. And I guess I was, essentially it wasn't to put people to sleep, but it was to kind of take them on a, like a meandering journey. So I guess I don't know, but, but, but I don't know why I do. Like, uh, so uh, I guess I got stuck there. Uh, but it was to put people at ease and... Um, I don't know, that's one of the show, like, things about this podcast that I strive for is I wanted you to feel welcome, but I want to feel welcome in a way that, like, where, where you can go a little bit slack or you could that you could chill or you could kick it. I mean, I don't know. Some people probably do kick it at bedtime. Some people might say, dude, what is it, 20-odd, 5? Uh, last time I used to kick it and chill. And I'd say, okay, well, geez, I think I'm wearing, I think the mostly clothes I got were probably, anyway... I'm glad you're here. That's what I always say at the end of the episode. And since this is a Star Trek-themed episode, we're going to be talking, if you're new here, welcome. So tonight we'll do the first five minutes of the show or what pays will enable us to make the episodes uh, and all the credits, everybody that works so hard to bring you the show. Uh, then we're just starting out uh, intro, which are those are usually about 12 minutes or so. And some people fall asleep to the intro. Some people, it just is something familiar where they start beginning to start to relax. And other people say, well, I like listening to those intros. It reminds me of, uh, you know, a grandfatherly like figure or a friend that, uh, my superfluous friend, uh, with, uh, a, a strange verbosity. And I say, well, thank you. That's probably nice to sing anyway. And, uh, so we'll do that. Then we'll talk about, uh, an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. And on the intros, I always like to try to find a way to, uh, like make the pie, put the podcast in context by using, like trying to meta, like create a metaphor. And I like to take a trust quote from Star Trek. This one is from Guinan from, uh, Family. The episode we'll be talking about tonight. She says, you know, sooner or later, everybody comes in here and stands and looks out the windows and stares. And they're looking for that little star they call home. It doesn't matter how far away it is, everybody looks anyway. Uh, and uh, like I think she was implying that when they look, it brings them some kind of comfort. And anytime you talk about home or family, you know, there's like, uh, I guess the, the, there's like, there's different versions. But when I go, like, it's not that different than a safe place or the archetypal idea of a campfire or a fireplace, I think that Guinan was getting at. They look across space, you know, for that great uh, traditional fireplace that li- like it's part nostalgia, maybe part in our DNA, that warming, that crackling, 
that's sitting there at a distance and uh, like just, just just relaxing. And that's, I guess, like what I'm shooting for with this podcast is create a place. I mean, I guess it is like a bit like that. I mean, like in my memories, because it's like, okay, well, one, like this podcast won't keep you warm, but maybe it'll make you feel a little bit warmer as you snuggle into your bed and get so you got that and then you got the kind of uh like uh, the ambiance factor that's like my creaky dulcet tones it's a different kind of ambiance than a sweet fireplace especially like really nice one well you know sometimes you gotta you know sometimes they say well it's it's i still get ambiance you know even though it's a it's a different kind of ambiance they say correct thank you uh, but then you have the options, so then you have, and then you have the light and the way it, it kind of soothes and it moves and it's inconsistent. I mean, that's one thing. This podcast comes out consistently, but you say, well, if this podcast was a light source, I don't think it would be like a like a like a beam, you know, with the ten thousand lumens. It would be more like a flicker, you know, a little bit of. A fl- I've, I mean, I use flickering language, so. Or flickering. They say, well, how do you describe Scooter's tone? Flickering. I'd say flickering. Uh, he's a bit smoky. Uh, not in not in a way that you know, like low smoke factor, but still a bit smoky. Uh, so you have that about the fireplace, and or the looking across at the night sky. Now you could be look, You could have a campfire or a fireplace, and you're looking at the night sky. Also, I notice this is off the off subject. When I say looking, sometimes it sounds like licking, just the way I pronounce things. I don't plan. I mean, I guess you could lick the night sky, uh, but you probably it'd be it'd be tough. I think only if you're a Greek or Roman or some other traditional indigenous god from myth, and they probably did do a lot of licking. You know, the, the licking of sky stuff. Um, so those are things about the fireplace, uh, like the, the image, I guess, is, is that an iconic, iconic thing? Fireplaces, I would say more archetypal because, uh, I don't know what either one of those words mean, but I think, uh, archetypal might be, you, you say, well, I don't know. It's a fireplace. I'd say it is. I'd say it is, uh, at my, uh, pretend university. Well, how about this? It's just an image uh, that that kind of lives on more than one level within us, whether it's the nice sky or the fireplace. And it's evocative. I guess that's my point. In this podcast, I try to evoke those. I sounded smart there. I don't know how many regular listeners got that. I did sound smart there for about four-tenths of a second. And then I said evoke. I'm trying to evoke. But I guess that's what I am trying to do. Evoke is the word. Thank you. My brain, you know, my brain's behind me. I mean, not always behind me in support, but it's usually behind, behind like my talking. It's a, th- like, I think I speak and then five minutes later, I think, and they say, well, do, uh, that's one of the things that works about the podcast. But the other thing about a fireplace I think of about this podcast is, you know, as long as you got it going and you're tending it, or even if you're not tending it, it's there, and it has this journey. You know, it starts out, it could be blazing, or it could be a big hassle to get it going. But then once you do, it's crackling, and it's warm. And then over the evening, it goes on this journey. And I was always one of those people, I guess part of the podcast was I would watch it, and I would sometimes I would just stare for an hour or two hours or three hours watching the changing of the logs. 
watching the cinders and the glows and the embers and the colors. And a lot of times I would be making up stories, like uh, narrative stories or seeing what pictures I could uh, see, you know, within the in the carbon or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but you're not really, like the fireplace doesn't ask you. The fireplace says, Joe, just kick it. You could kick, use me for warmth or you could watch me for hours and hours. And that's kind of what this podcast is. I guess that's a metaphor. It's not a metaphor. It's just a fact. I guess that's the spirit I'm trying to evoke. Or a vac is like uh, that. You're welcome here. I hope it feels warm and and makes you feel safe, and it feels inviting. And you're also under no pressure. The, the the it'll be here. The audio will be here, playing for about an hour. But you don't need to pay attention to it the whole hour. But if you do, or you choose to, I'll be here too. I'll be giving it my all uh, to keep you company. I don't know, kind of like that image always did for me. I could just, you could just sit here and watch. It'd be like, I know you're here with family. Instead of talking to your family, just stay here and watch. You know, look at these different colors I got for you. And look at the way this light plays against that one. So, you know, that's another option. Uh, so I guess that's what, what it is. If you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This podcast is definitely different. It takes a few tries to get used to if you're skeptical totally makes sense because this is out of the ordinary uh the whole idea of the podcast is to give you enough uh so that you don't have to pay attention to whatever's keeping you awake uh but not to have to necessarily hold your attention uh that you don't have to focus on me that you can i can slowly fall out of your grasp or you could slowly fall out of mine into a warm safe place where you could drift across the threshold from wake to sleep uh and the reason I make it or one of the things that drives it is because I've been there. And I really think you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you could breathe, where you could relax uh, and and drift off or just feel comfortable and, and watch, uh, in, in this case, just to listen to me ramble on for the next hour. And I always say this uh, because I mean it. I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. And thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical stuff, uh, noises in your bedroom, noises outside of your room, travel, changes in routine, whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to try to distract you. That's a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these uh, slow... Are these, I don't know if these are slow-cooked. Uh, I, I think half-baked is a way to describe the way my brain works. Quarter-baked, probably. You know, because now these places have a half-baked pizza. Like, so now half-baked isn't as, like, uh, you'd say quarter-baked. Uh, barely defrosted. I guess, thank you. My brain just chimed in and said, well, I don't know. I'm not feeling any. But barely defrosted brain. Thank you. I don't know if my brain realized the irony that it's pointing itself out. But uh, so, yeah, I'm not half-baked. I'm barely defrosted. Probably, I mean, that's definitely my emotional makeup. 
Say, well, when are you? Well, at the holidays, I'm barely defrosted. Uh, rest of the time, you know, you could probably figure it out. Oh, but if you're new here, welcome. So I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you wake. I'm going to send my voice, creaky dulcet tones, barely defrosted brain. A really, I mean, a sense of warm welcome, because I'm glad you're here. The reason I make a podcast and where it comes from is my inability to sleep and uh, the fact that listening to the radio would take my mind off of that when I was a kid. And I can never forget what it was like lying there, staring at the ceiling, you know, thinking and, and analyzing and tossing and turning and just kind of, I mean, this isn't to stir anything up, but just to be stuck in that misery but then also have this valve to escape listening to like comedy radio and Dr. Demento. And the goal of the podcast is kind of something in between those two things, but it starts with uh, that. I want you to feel welcome. Now this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Um, I, for my voice tonight is particularly creaky and dulcet, but, uh, uh, let's see what I'm where I'm, I'm like trying to figure out where, like I just, somebody just texted me a picture of me from like 1999. And I don't think this reflects how I feel about how I look now. But when I looked at that picture, I said, Jesus. So that was like, whatever, 20, 2009, whatever, 15 years ago or more. I don't know. But I said, man, I look older then than I do now. So I don't think that I said, holy moly. Um, but I'm glad you're here. So, So I don't know if that's why I'm distracted. But usually, so tonight, let me set this up. If you're new here. Here's the structure of our Sunday night shows. We do five minutes of business to pay the bills so we can make this podcast and keep it out free. And by supporting the sponsors or supporting the show, you know, you keep it free and you can keep all the archives out there. And then all the people that help out on the show, we give them credit. Uh, then we're in the middle or the beginning of like an intro. Usually these intros are about 12 to 14 minutes. And most people, like, uh, some people fall asleep during the intro. Some pe- a few people skip the intro. Uh, some people, this is your way to ease into the podcast and say, okay, like, uh, also when I'm most likely to, you know, reveal, you know, little quirks about myself, like that I'm barely defrosted. Uh, then we'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation for about 45 minutes to an hour, and then or the whole episode will be about, so about 45 minutes, and we do about five, 10 minutes of thank yous. And the whole idea why we do that is like, uh, so you're you're under no pressure to listen to me. So I guess you can kind of tune into, but you don't have to pay attention to. It'll be there, uh, but you shouldn't be gripping, or, or you're like, I can't miss another second of Scooter talking about uh, yeah, old pictures of himself. Uh, yeah, it was an old picture of me, and I had a, I don't even know what I was thinking with the uh, May. This before it was when I was in fur denial, and I was still grew my bangs long, trying to find a haircut that would look normal on me instead of just buzzing it. Instead, it was when I, I don't know, I had the delusion of youth. Uh, but so if you're anyway, back to you, listener. So then I'll talk. Like uh, the other thing about the podcast is it's a, at least an hour. So you're not under any pressure to fall asleep either. The podcast will be here. I'll be rambling about Star Trek, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, taking slow, easy meanders, fixating on details that are inane at best. 
Uh, but I do like to do like a, like a quote from the episode. And uh, this one comes in from Picard's daughter, of all people. She says, you've taught me to pursue the truth, uh, no matter how tough it is. Uh, and then Picard says back to her, uh, seize the time, Maribor, live now, make now always the most precious time. Now will never come again. And as like a lot of our quotes from Jean-Luc, when it's coming from Jean-Luc in context, that makes a lot of sense. You know, live now, carpe diem. But at bedtime, or I guess like no carpe diem after 6 p.m., I'd probably say maybe 7 o'clock should be carpe cutoff time. Because it's like when you, that's the kind of stuff that for me comes up once I'm in bed and I say, okay, I think I'm comfortable it says, this thing says, well, geez, you didn't really seize the day today, did you? And then another part of me would be like, seize the day? He barely, he was barely present in the day. And then some Zen-like part of me would probably be like, uh, if only you were more Zen today, you would have been, if you could, could only be more mindful. And they said, well, actually, I'm trying to be mindful right now. I'm trying to go to sleep. Be my, could you other brain parts be mindful that I'm trying to seize my pillow and, you know, snoozes you know i want to be drooling into this pillow soon and i said well geez i guess well and they said well i guess he's not going to be living now like uh, whatever they call you know all the other slogans that have to do with that kind of lifestyle fomo or whatever or yolo or and i said no 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 i'm trying to go to bed i don't need any fomo or low 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 I mean, ideally, I'd picture J, you know, I could just picture J-Lo or something and then drift off into her heavenly eyes. Uh, but yeah, like, and they say, okay, well, you, you, so you're not, so tomorrow, okay, but before you go to sleep, could we talk about you seizing the day tomorrow? Oh, yeah, can we talk, can we cover mindfulness? Can we do, can we talk about, do you think if we shame you tonight, you'll be more motivated to be mindful tomorrow? I don't think, I think you've been trying that for like 30, that hasn't worked so far. Shame, mindfulness through shame. It's a book that, that, that we do, I don't think it would sell a copy. And so I don't know if anybody that's listening can relate to anything like that, or it could be just something like similar, like you're like going on with uh, your partner or your body or your cat. It says, well, as soon as they get comfortable, I like to make start making slurpy sounds. That's another thing. I say, Co, can you can you take a bath any time before eleven PM, please? I know dogs tongue bath themselves loudly, but could you do it when I'm not at the house? Because I do like uh, I'm trying to go to sleep, and I got this freaking faux Zen master in my head saying, "Well, geez, if you weren't worthless, you'd be able to be mindful." I say, well, thank you. What, what school of Zen are you exactly? Because are, are you a Taoist? Uh, because I feel like it, if I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like I wish I had to, like a comeback for that, but uh, like uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything to say about that. So, could Koa, could you stop please taking a bath and uh, and also could the rest? Of, so, but, so here's where the podcast comes in, and I say, hey, like, because uh, in that situation, I mean, that was about me, right, and my big ego that I'm was like such a non-day Caesar, uh, that, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's like a narrative, a story about myself and my self-worth tied to if I would have been mindful 
and, you know, zesty or whatever the hell you call it during the day, or if I could do that tomorrow, everything would be great. Uh, but the truth of the matter is it's bedtime. And the other truth is, like, you should take the pressure off because it's really hard to, those voices are, uh, you know, well-worn. And uh, so to distract yourself from voices you're already familiar with is kind of tough. But in this case, I come in. And, you know, my, my, you know, my issues are my issues. So you say, well, you, I could listen to Scoot's issues. He also has a lot of issues. Not only does he have lack of FOMO and, you know, ne, ne, like he's YOLO, V-I-R-G-I-N. Never, you only live once. Uh, I don't think those two things connect to each other, brain. But, uh, oh, my brain just said, yes, they did. My mic doesn't pick up on it, so I have to. Um, but so... You could listen to me, and then, like, after that, I'll just be describing, like, basic, like, non-impactful stuff on Star Trek tonight. And it's also a track, and it's also a story, and and it can kind of carry you off, but then you'll also realize, well, I'm not really invested in this, and it doesn't really have to do with tomorrow or the past or the present. It's just kind of scoots uh, in his creaky dulcets, and I'm here for you. The reason I make the podcast, like I said, is I've been there. And if I can distract you, it it helps me. I mean, it doesn't quiet those freaking voices in my head, but it gives you know it gives me hope. Uh, and it says it, maybe it does quiet them a little bit. I say, hey, come on, come on in. I'll give you a little. Let's just. What if we all snuggle up here, and instead of yoloing, we'll just picture J Lo's eyes, you know, floating. I say, well, she's, that's not bad. I say, yeah, go ahead and look into her eyes. She's. Uh, She's, it's also Artemis, like, oh, wow, really? So, you know, I can do some some self-soothing, but, like, this is different than that. It's just a podcast to distract you. And ideally, at some point, you kind of tune me out and you just cross over that threshold from wake to sleep. Now, the show doesn't work for everybody, but I do recommend, and most even people that write reviews say, give it a few tries, uh, I mean, this, there's no pressure, no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to even like this podcast or like me. Uh, you know, it's just an offering for you to try, and I hope it works for you because I've been through it. I've been in that rigmarole. So I appreciate you listening to the show. If you're skeptical, totally get it. And what I really want to say is I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope I really yearn and I really work hard to try to help you fall asleep, uh, so uh, thanks for coming by. Hey, you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you awake, whether it's uh, stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're physically feeling, Stuff you're emotionally dealing with, uh, inside noises, outside noises, travel, change it, whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. And what I'm going to do when I say create a safe place is, one, try to make you feel welcome because I'm glad you're here. And two, or let's see, how do I explain it? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to use uh, point, you know, examples, word filler. There's a lot of filler. Uh, hot, hot air. Oh yeah. Oh boy. If you need some warmth in your bed, it's coming your way. Uh, 
if a fo- if an iPhone had a hot air setting, like uh, you say, well, she say, also heat your bed, uh, powered by hot air. Uh, but basically, what I'm gonna do, like, or here's let's see, let's see, why I do it, what I'm gonna do, what I do, and then kind of the structure and stuff like that. Why do I do this? Uh, I had terrible insomnia as a kid, and then now as an adult, I've had dealt with it on and off. So I can relate to what it's like lying there. And one thing that always helped me feel less alone, less desperate, and just relieve some of that angst uh, from tossing and turning was listening to kind of comedy radio and stuff like that. And that's why I make a podcast for grownups with bedtime stories, a little bit silly, a lot strange, uh, to keep you company. And ideally, like, there's enough uh, slow-talking and circular logic and stuff that you could just fall asleep whenever you want. I'll be here, though, the whole, like, for an hour at least. Uh, so the structure show, first five minutes is how we uh, keep making the podcast, to pay the bills and credits for people to help out on the show. Uh, then we're in three minutes into, like, an intro. Usually the intros are around 12 minutes, and they're kind of a show within itself. It's, it should feel familiar and welcoming. Uh, and some people start it before they get in bed. Some people fall asleep to the intros. Uh, and it, it's just kind of like a way to say, okay, scoot, like, I don't know. Like, uh, they seem to work. I guess that's why I keep doing them. And one of the things I try to do in the intro is explain what the podcast is in over 500 episodes. There's never been a moment where I said, oh boy, that's it. Uh, cause I, I, I guess like, to be honest with you, there's a bunch of different reasons I think add up to why the podcast works, but there's none, not one thing that I can point to that I say, well, this is why the podcast, this is the podcast to put you to sleep. Also, the fact that doesn't work for everybody is another thing. So, so we'll do the intro. Then tonight's a uh, Star Wars episode, or Star Trek episode. That's right. It's called Star Trek. So Star Trek Next Generation episode. So we're going to talk about uh, an episode of Star Trek. And I like to kind of wrap these intros around uh, Star Trek in some way. In, the, in this episode, there's two things that came up. Like, they weren't quotes. In the past, we've been quoting. Uh, but they were words. One, Q says to Riker, he says, the redoubtable uh, Lieutenant Riker or whatever. I, I guess, I don't, unfortunately, I don't know Riker's thing. And redoubtable means uh, formidable, especially as an important, like, like that it was a term of respect. Like, oh, wow, you're... You're you're worthy of my attention, or if we were to debate one another, you would be a redoubtable uh, opponent. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but uh, according to the Oxford uh, Dictionary, uh, late Middle English from the Old French redoubtable, from redoubt, redoubter or redoubter to fear, and then Picard says, calls Q at some point a flimflam man, F-L-I-M-F-L-A-M, flimflam man, uh, which is a noun, according to Oxford, and a uh, nonsensical or insincere talk or a con man. Flimflams uh, perpetuated against us by our elected officials, that's Oxford. Or it can be a verb to swindle someone with a trick uh, they flimflammed out of their land. And what's interesting about this, so one of the things that keeps me up at night, if you're new here, is, uh, like, thinking for me. 
in all these different aspects of my personality or coping mechanisms or whatever you want to call it, lizard and, and mammalian parts of my mind. At some point, they're talking during the day a lot, but I have a lot of other stuff going on to distract me. But when I get into the silence of the bed, uh, sometimes they, the voices can, like, they, they grapple my attention a little bit more because there's nothing to compete with them. And they can keep me awake, uh, you know, thinking about the past or the future. And at some point during the podcast, I started calling these things brain bots because they kind of feel like, uh, you know, they're, they don't have an off switch. Unfortunately, they're, if they're bots, robots or something, they don't have a sleep mode or an off switch. And you might call them maladjustments or whatever. Their, their job is to do this one thing, like uh, internal critic for me would be, I have like 4,000 of those, but, you know, in a, a general manner. It's to protect you. And you say, well, geez, if you weren't like this, you know, life would be a lot like, uh, you know, it's just, a, it's just a protective instinct. Uh, but by kind of seeing them, oh, wait, like they, they, they're doing their best job uh, to, to keep you safe. They're just not that great because they're kind of these, like, uh, I don't know, like I guess uh, like they only have this one job and maybe they were developed in childhood. I don't want to get into too much of the psychology, but just uh, calling them brain bots kind of disfu- diffuses them. And like uh, it says, like instead of looking at them like something we're supposed to grapple with or debate or anything, I kind of see it. My job is like to, to entertain them with this podcast to entertain whatever it is that's a relatable thing for you that's keeping you up at night. Maybe you don't have brain bots. Maybe you have pain bots. Some listeners tell me that. Like, or maybe you have something else, or maybe you just have so many snoring pets that it's like tough to sleep or whatever. I mean, now, uh, this is the part where I brag, because I, I found that these brain bots, I'm redoubtable to the brain bots. I am, is an entertainer, or I guess the other entertain because the other forms of entertainment they do is go to work on you, you know. They don't really get that much entertainment, so I guess I don't have any competition. So maybe I'm not redoubtable, because I haven't been, like, I don't know, but but I think I'm pretty good. Like, especially against them, I say, well, just uh, here, BrainBots, I'm going to talk about Star Trek for an hour here coming up, and I'm going to over-describe some stuff. I'm going to try to discuss uh, Picard and Riker's relationship, and maybe his father and son, but I'll really do it really slow. Let me just try to use these creaky dulcet tones. And I guess in some sense, I, I am a flimflam man in the nonsensical way. Maybe like I, I don't like I, I want to treat the brain bots with respect and stuff. But maybe there is a little bit of a confidence trick it, is that if they have the confidence that I'm here to entertain them. If you have the confidence that I'm here to take your mind off of stuff, but you're in your under no pressure to listen to me. But you're also under no pressure to fall asleep because the show will be like about an hour long. So I'll be here to keep you company and I'll be working very hard. So, but in a sense, so that you don't have to, that you can just fall asleep whenever it works for you. And I'll be using as much flim flam as I can. You know, like flim flam man is a very, I mean, that could be on my birth certificate. See, well, like if they, if we've lived in an alt universe where, you know, you were assigned personality when you're, they'd say, well, if in the future he'll be a flim flam man, not the confident, not the kind, not the con man kind, though, just the one, you know, flim flamming around, 
you know, in another world, you know, 200 years ago, I'd have to do this on the corner, you know, on a soapbox and, uh, there'd be other terms for me other than podcaster. Now it's podcaster is great. But I use my flim flamming to keep the brain bots entertained, like kind of like if I was moving and, and I was describing my movements instead of and my language and my attempts to make sense and say, well, there you go. Like he's doing a little flimming now. And then he does the flam. It's not quite a pop and lock. Yeah, but it's like uh, it's his version of a pop and lock, which is, uh, you know, not the same as pop and lock. Uh, and and that can, that maybe not a form of dancing at all. You know, his robot more looks like a statue whose waist kind of moves side to side. So there's this flim. Oh, now he's some doing some flaming, which is just doing a wave motion with his arm. And and then he's going to tell, you know, then he's going to talk about maybe Q's hair. And who's it? Jeez, was that, uh, you know, was that because he was wearing his Napoleonic hat earlier? Probably you're right. You're right. Uh, and then he'll describe, you know, the gold LeMay. Well, and then he'll say, well, LeMay, what does LeMay mean? I don't know. Gold LeMay. I hear it all the time. Is that gold paint or is it, uh, I see, when I hear LeMay, I see shine, I see shine. And that's how I'm flaming. So once you've been flamed, then I'll flam. But like, you don't have to worry. You just let me entertain your brain bots. Let me do the work. And if you, if you're new here, here's the things you need to know. I'm, I'm here to service you in a kind of weird passive way. Like you, you can kind of listen to me. And hopefully I'll keep you company and escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. But you're under no pressure to pay attention. And you're under no expectation or anything that you're going to fall asleep right away. Because I want I'm here to put your mind at ease, to distract you, to kind of maybe, uh, well, entertain your brain bots, like to bear that. It's not really a burden. I don't think they're burdensome. They just want to be entertained by a redoubtable flim flam man. The redoubtable. He puts the flim and flam and the flam and flim. It's dear Scooter. And I'm here to try to take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. Spycast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but if you're new or you're skeptical, it totally makes sense. Give it a few tries because I've been there. And that's why I make this show because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I appreciate your time. And thanks for stopping by. All right. All right, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts, feelings... Uh, physical sensations, inside noises, outside noises, whatever's keeping you awake, I want to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones that with creaky, you know, that are a little bit creaky. Uh, a lot of distractions, uh, like just take my time. I'm going to try to be pleasant and welcoming because I've been there. I know what it's like to be, you know, be able to fall asleep. So that's why I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night. That's why I make this show. If you're new here, welcome. I guess I'll give you the structure of the show right up front. So we we have only a few minutes of ads every week and, and, and things, about five minutes at the top of the show, business stuff, so we can keep making the podcast. Uh, then on Sunday, the episodes come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. New episodes three times a week. 
uh, Sunday nights, which is tonight, is uh, Star Trek uh, Sleep with the TNG, Star Trek The Next Generation recaps. And so here's what we'll do. We're, we're just at the beginning of an intro. I like to get these intros about 12, 14 minutes. And the reason for that, you know, you could skip ahead to the Star Trek stuff, but the reason I make them is like a lot of people use it easy to put them in the mood. Helps new people know that this show is mostly nonsense and not sure what a non sequitur is, but something like a like something like a non sequitur sounds nonsense with nonsense with her. It's not like nonsense. I've never seen the musical nonsense. N u n s e n s e. I think. I don't think it's like anything like the musical nonsense. I but I can't say that for sure because I have only seen probably a poster for nonsense. And it sounds good when I say I like saying it. But so there'll be a long intro here, but it's supposed to be it, it'll put you in the mood, ease you into it. Only two things you really have to remember. Well, well three things, I guess. Uh, you know, Spycast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you, but I can't promise you that. You know, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. But this podcast isn't anything aggressive. You know, it's it's here as an option to try to help you. So that's you know so no pressure to fall asleep. That that's point two because the episodes are about an hour, so you can ease your way to sleep. You know, just take your time getting there. And what are my other points? Um, oh, there's no pressure to listen, even though this is a podcast. At some point, you'll be like, well, you can listen. You know, I work hard at making the shows uh, for people that either have trouble falling asleep or that want some companionship in the deep, dark night. So I'll be here for an hour uh, doing my best to create something that's moderately entertaining. Uh, but you don't really have to listen. Uh, you know, like uh, you won't miss much. And with these Star Trek episodes, like tonight, we're going to be talking about Data's Day from our buddy Aristeo gave me the idea. But I like to get some quotes from the episode to try to make them in a metaphor for the podcast. So Data says at one point, it could be chasing an untamed orthanoid which, uh, without cause, which Dr. Kersher says, oh, you mean a wild goose chase, Data? So wild goose chase. And then at the end, Data says, uh, there are many human emotions I don't comprehend, but I'm not mystified by the desire to be loved or the need for friendship. These are things I do understand. And the last thing Data says is, if being human is not a matter of just, uh, you know, having a human body, instead of a way of thinking, acting, and feeling, then I'm hopeful one day I'll discover my own humanity. Now, a couple of things about that. Like, sometimes for me, getting going to sleep, like last night in particular, I don't know what it was, but it was like a wild goose chase. Like, moving, I tried moving my pillows. That didn't work. Tried get, I read until my eyes were, like, closed my book. I think I fell asleep for four seconds, and then I couldn't, you know, then I woke back up or something, and then I couldn't fall asleep. And I tried all my different techniques, couldn't fall asleep. You know, moving, moving, you know, tossing and turning, mind racing, all that stuff. It was a bit like a good, and then at some point for me, I can get to that place where I'm like, then I start comprehending humanity. And I'm like, I'm not qualified to comprehend humanity uh, during the day. So I don't know why I'm headed down this path of the meaning of life at like whatever, one thirty in the morning on a work day. When I got to work all day and then, you know, then I come home and I try to work on the podcast. So I got a full day.
you know, I need to get a good night's sleep. So, and it's just baffling. I don't know what what was up with yesterday. Just in, they said, well, I don't know. Let me, uh, let me, like, uh, let me make it mysterious. And for some people, there's a very specific reason why you can't sleep. And for some people, you might just be traveling. Whatever is, I'd like to distract you. Like I said, uh, uh, because I've been there, and that's the last thing. I'm not mystified by the desire to get a good night's sleep, kind of like Data says, uh, the desire to be loved or the need for friendship. And while, you know, like we don't all know each other personally, like I, I, like I, I, and while I don't know exactly what you're going through, I can relate to it, relate to it. Uh, it's twice in a row. I don't think I said the word relate. I can relate to, to lying there. And being stressed out, just wanting a good night's sleep, just a little respite. So the show is, I guess, like a wild goose chase. It, like in some sense, this like this podcast does resemble it, like structurally. Even when I'm talking about episode of uh, what is this uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, and the idea that wild goose chase is, uh, let's say you're in bed. Let's say let's 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 conduct a little fantasy here. <laughs> With all the reality we've had so far, you're in your bed and you got this view of a beautiful field and you're having trouble. It's like a nice moonlit night and maybe you got a lot on your mind and then you look out your window and you're watching a goose run around out there. You know, maybe it's chasing its own tail. I don't know. I guess a wild goose chase is when you chase the goose. So maybe there's something like a geese, like a gosling, a couple, maybe that's it. It's like a playtime. And there's a bunch of goslings. Those are little cute little baby geese, in, at least to me. And they're chasing a goose, mama goose, papa goose, uncle goose, aunt goose, whatever. And it's it's wild, but at a distance it's not as wild because, you know, you don't know what their family, their goose family dynamic is. You're safely removed. And it's very cute because, you know, even if you don't like geese, uh, you, you love goslings. And I mean, I'll give Ryan a shout out, too. I love Ryan Gosling. What, what can I say? Is there anyone better looking that looks better in a V-neck T-shirt in America today than Ryan Gosling? I don't I can't. I mean, I don't think there is. I mean, it's like every time I like I say, if I could pull off 30 percent gasling in this V-neck, I'd be happy. And I would say, well, no, but. Uh, but in this situation, it probably wouldn't be good if Ryan Gosling's out there. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe Ryan Gosling and some Gosling. I mean, if you're a Gosling fan and they're running around the field and there's just something about it that puts you at ease and it takes your mind off of, you know, it takes you outside of your own head. It takes you outside and maybe it gets misty. I guess like if Ryan Gosling's crawling around with some guy, it might be hard to sleep, but maybe you get some giggles going. And at some point it gets like, then you watch the geese and like, and you say, okay, well, at this point, even this is like not as entertaining, you know, because then they're doing like uh, a goose mother may, mother goose may I, and uh, after the 40th thing, like hop on your left foot, you say, okay, I can only watch this. uh, So I just want to close my eyes for, I'm so, it's so nice that Ryan Gosling and some geese and, you know, whatever they decided to put on a show outside my window tonight. And I totally forgot, you know, took my mind off of it. And now, you know, I could curl, you know, and and that's neutral. Like you say, you know, some people may find Ryan Gosling attractive. 
Some people might find him. What's the word I'm looking for for me? Where you say, uh, like, you like when you go upward, you'd say it'd be nice if I was Ryan Gosling. What's that called? I don't know. Like, uh, there's a, definitely a word for it, but I, I can't think of it. Also, I mean, there's you, you like a, you you all, like a, like you'd fan, say, man, that'd be pretty cool to have Ryan Gosling as a best friend. Like, does, does Ava just have like a cousin or something? You know, you could intro, you know, introduce me or just you know. Like, what do you brush your teeth with? Because you like a like a do you, do you use regular toothpaste with those teeth or what? No, I figured I, I figured you had your own special toothpaste, but uh, could I use some of it sometime? Oh, I almost had it. It's like where you wish you were. Uh, oh, I almost had it again. Anyway, whatever it is, and, and then you just ease off into dreamland. This podcast is like that, but without Ryan Gosling, just the geese. Uh, running around and like uh i know it's a silly little thing but i take it very very seriously as i said i've been there and i've been there as recently as last night so uh i don't know all i can say is i put my heart and my soul into this for you and i know it won't work for everybody i wish it did i wish i had a magical podcast you know, where maybe Ryan Gosling plays some sort of pan flute and I do some humming and you would just fall asleep. But I found that this works better. Yeah, this is what I can do. And it's you know, just a little silly story to take your mind off stuff. Maybe put you at ease. Maybe let make you giggle. And ideally, you know, at least make you feel neutral about that time. If not, look forward to it. And if you're first time here, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. And if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. You know, I, I I wish it worked for everybody. If you're cynical, give it a few tries. It does take a, like a, like a lot of hardcore listeners to say, well, it took three or four times for me to realize I'm not supposed to make any sense of this. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Barely makes sense to me, and I make it. But the thing is, it's my honor to make it. And as I say every episode, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep tonight. And thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts running through your head, feelings running through your heart or wherever your gut, uh, sensations running through your body, noises running through your window or through your partner's nostrils. Uh, it could be that, it could be, you know, changes, light, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'd like to distract you. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Sorry, I had to say that twice. So nice, I said it twice. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, many, many meanders, and twists and, well, not twists and turns, bends, bend, go, take two steps back, one step to the right, one step back again to the left, and then I'll spin around and then I'll, in order to go one step forward. Kind of like most, kind of like Mother May I, if you, if you ever played Mother May I with yourself, and oh boy, please no snickering when I say things like that. 
Okay, let me just sit up for the new. If you're new here, welcome. Let me tell you a couple of things. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, for the people it does work for, it does take a few tries. Uh, but you're under no pressure, one, to like this podcast or me. I'm just here to try to help you distract you and put you to sleep. Uh, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. That's the kind of like, I'll tell you about that in a second. But you're also under, under no pressure to listen very quickly if you're new. You'll realize, oh, wait, this is a man who plays Mother May I by himself. He does call it Matter May I, and he uses an accent when he plays it alone at his age, you know, at his age, which is above 12. I think people stop playing Mother May I, unless you're a babysitter. Any babysitters listening, you know, work it into your toolbox. It's a good thing to have in your toolbox. And yes, you can make it more dynamic for the modern age. Parent May I, guardian May I. Teacher, may I? You could even use it like a or Mother Earth, may I? Uh, you know, make up your own character, N- Nanny Prudence. I, I don't know. That that's just that may be what I call myself. Uh, oh, that's not during. That's during a whole nother. Anyway, also alone. Do I do that alone too? But so if you're new here, I didn't even mean to do that. But obviously, I showed I'm not qualified for anything. You'd need to listen to closely. And please don't stand outside my windows if you hear me starting. If you hear me starting any sentences with Nanny Prudence, you know, walk away. Don't even walk slowly. Just turn around and get out of there. Or plug your ears and hum. Or anyway. So anyway, new listeners. So if you're new here, here's the structure of the show. Just so you know. Oh, by the way, I think when this comes out, I don't have this all put together yet. But it may be Goonies Week. So and this may be the first episode of Goonies Week. So welcome to Goonies Week on Sleep with Me podcast. And all that means is we'll have three Goonies-inspired uh, um, episodes. Uh, but so if you're new here, here's the structure of the shows, uh, just so you know. And then you can say, well, maybe this isn't for me. I hope it is because I really would love to help you fall asleep. But five minutes of business at the top, that's what allows us to make these shows. Uh, pays bills, pays a little bit of the labor that goes into them. Then we're, in about, we're about five minutes into a 12-minute intro it kind of sets the tone, it, it, like uh, it kind of disorients anybody that's here. And uh, I try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is about. I thought I was going to make it about something. I mean, I guess somehow it's, I've gotten into a game of Mother May I or describing that. So I'll have to describe that for the second half of the intro. But the intro is, yeah, it's a long-winded. It's been described as that. And... Uh, it's a kind of a, it's a microcosm. Thank you. Holy cow. My, my, I think my vocabulary has grown by four or five words over these 500 episodes. Holy microcosm. Uh, that wasn't a, that was a misuse of microcosm because I was so excited. I just might, never mind. I almost said it. I did say almost microcosmed. And that doesn't even mean anything, but it's funny, you know, but it is funny. I mean, it's, it's uh, Okay, so uh, where, where was I? If you're new here, uh, so the intro will go on. You can fall asleep during the intro. A lot of people do. Not everybody does. Then we'll do uh, t- tonight's uh, Goonies Week Tale of the Tape, which uh, I'll kind of explain later, but it, make, it basically means my memory's terrible. I'm the worst paraphraser on the planet. But I tend to remember things like de- de- minor details, and, gr- gr- and I'm able to try to describe them. And like, like for example, the movie The Goonies from the 1980s. All of us know, like you could, I could probably spend 15 minutes describing what Chunk was wearing, Lawrence, 
you know, red jacket, plaid, plaid pants, plaid pants. I think I had that same pair of plaid pants like 10 years before the movie. I don't know if I ever saw uh, Lawrence's waistband, but I'm pretty sure it was elastic. So uh, if you're new here, uh, here's the thing. You don't need to listen. Like you can, you, you can start listening. And if you, you say, Jesus, well, this is distracting. It's taking my mind off stuff. It kind of, it's not funny, but it's a little bit, uh, it's different in a semi-amusing way. I'd say, oh boy, I'm win- I've won you over, haven't I? Uh, mother, may I take two steps forward? You may. Okay, but can I take four steps back to try to describe something to the audience? Okay, mother's not speaking. Uh, okay, so you you don't have to listen, but you can kind of listen and as you drift off. But you're also under pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour, and I'll be doing my best to, to, to take the— well, I'll just be being myself. I, I'll be doing my best to be myself in, in, in absentia. That just popped in my head. It has no—it doesn't fit there. But it kind of does because I have like most people's brains have like a go to, you know, you say, hey, narrative brain, or what's the next twist? And my brain is saying, hmm, processing, you know, my brain buffers, it processes, it has wheels that spin in both directions, clockwise and counterclockwise. And my brain has more, you know, has a 405 arrow, arrow codes, 501s, 505s, whatever you need. And then I say, well, let me just go back to Chunk's jacket. It was a red jacket, a windbreaker, correct, again. And so that's the, like, uh, hmm, that's the person that makes the podcast. And I guess I was saying it's a little bit like a game of Mother May I, like the way I make the show. Because sometimes it takes, you know, you say, well, we're going to need four hops on this one. Can everybody do four hops? And that's not so much to, to, to talk down to anybody or anything. It's it's to kind of t- whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, brain bots, I call them, overthinking, anxiety, or anything else. Like I like to just you know get get the mood up in the slow. So they say, well, let's take four. So can you take those four hops in slow motion? Oh, it, okay. Sorry, one of brain bots said it's it's a participatory game. Oh, participatory. Thank you. Thank you, correction brain. Okay, there's a there's a brain bot raising its hand. What's your name? Randy the brain bot. Oh yeah, you you could call me Matter. Matter, may you take forceful motion hops? Wow, that you may. You may. All of you may. I don't know. Uh, I, actually, I'm getting red light, green light, and mother may I mixed up. Sorry, I started this game. What is the purpose of Mother May I? Because red light, green light, I, I understand. Oh, it's just oh, it's just a way for babysitters to waste time. Kind of like a sleep podcaster uh, trying to take your mind off stuff. Okay, you, Brain Bot, on, on the side with that uh, pink stripe. What's your name? Ol- Ol- Hol- Holga. Holga, yes. What was you? May you take uh, three corkscrew spins? No. But you may take uh, 400 pirouettes in, uh, like, uh, as slow as you can. One pirouette. That's how you exactly two pirouettes. Thank you, Holga. And everyone else, you may take those 400 pirouettes. Uh, so th- I guess that's it. The, like, the difference, we just figured that out. So the teachable moment here on the podcast. One, you know, if you're... Uh, Okay, I guess this isn't pro, pro, like I don't have pro pro tips. I have pro am tips because mo, like mostly I'm amateur at everything. 
But here's a pro-am tip if you're a babysitter or you need to entertain kids. You know, all adults of all ages listen to this podcast, and some children do. Uh, but, you know, you could, whatever age you are, you could encounter yourself with your, when, alone with these children. And I don't know if you read anything on the Internet, but these kids are highly distractible. So uh, if you want, if you need, if you find, well, I got to, like, I got to bridge your time gap here with non-electronic interference. Here's what you do. Here's your toolbox. And, okay, kids, you're not allowed to listen to this because, like, I don't want you catching on. It's not that you can't listen. I guess you're going to listen anyway. So if your grandmother or your aunt or your uncle or your babysitter tries this, please assist them. So you'll start out, you'll do some mother may I or mater may I. I prefer mater may I. We could, you could do a little, is it, isn't Mollier or somebody, isn't there a composer? Why don't we do it that way? Mal, you know, name it after a composer. Uh, Bartok, may I? And then you say, then the kid, the kids would say that. And then you'd explain to them who, who Bartok was, which I would need my phone for that. So I think Bartok was big on uh, dissonance, which I'm surprised I like him. Uh, you know, that's my, anyway, um, and then the kids will say, you know, may I take four steps? And you say, no, but you may take six small steps. And at some point, you know, you you, you want to try to go as long as you can till you, ideally, you detect their disinterest first. So you do have to be in the moment for this one. Then what you'll do is you'll switch to uh, red light, green light. Because I guess, mother may I, from what I've been able to determine in this intro for a sleep podcast, is that mother may I is non-competitive, which is great for... Uh, for a little while, then you'll go to red light, green light, which is there is you can, you know, then you can get the kids competitive juices up. And maybe there, maybe you have an advantage because they they might be in the still uh, Molly or May I uh, mode. Also, any music teachers, feel free to repurpose this stuff and you could have them, you know, hum tunes from, uh, you know, symphony, symphonies or things or symphonies. So... Uh, you can do that, and then you know. You, then you, you say, "Well, if you sit quietly and don't move, I'll take you for ice cream later, uh, if you need to." But you, I think those two, two, those are just toolbox. You know, I don't, I don't sell solutions. I, uh, I sell pro am tip. I give away pro am tips uh, from my. Well, I don't have a toolbox. Oh, thanks. So some, some part of my brain just called me. I said, "Thanks, thanks for calling me. Thanks." I'm not even going to repeat it on the podcast. Oh, you're going to stand there till I. You called me a loot. Reversed. There you go. Please exit the podcast studio. Okay, so I'm glad you're here. Uh, that, was, that was an interesting intro. I never thought I would uh, spend 12 minutes talking about Mater May I and, uh, you know, whatever my other personal stuff I accidentally revealed on here. Uh, so if you're new here, the podcast is different. You know, not everybody likes it. It doesn't work for everybody. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I, I don't uh, want to put any pressure on you to like it. Uh, and, and, you know, some people, like, just because it doesn't work for you, it does work for a lot of people. Uh, and some people, they try twice, and then they, it works great for them. And if you're having trouble sleeping, I really hope it works for you, because I've been there in the deep, dark night. And I, I would posit, you know, even if you're still awake, that I probably took your mind off whatever you were thinking about earlier. And the main message, you know, I've I've had a lot of sleepless nights. Uh, matter of fact, last night I would do, like, uh, so I don't want to get into it. But uh, uh, that's why I always say I'm glad you're here. 
And not only do I hope, not only do I work really hard on these episodes, I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. And I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming by. And hopefully good night or, you know, but I'll be here. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company. So let me take your proverbial hand and try to carry you across that threshold from wake to sleep. Thanks.